Beyond the Mountains of Ramsgate. Yay! We have special guest star, my brother, Kim, <laughs> appearing today after some incidents. Where last we left our intrepid adventurers, uh, Charles had gone to have a nap. Because he'd been up for 12 hours on an adventure with uh, Irvine. Irvine is currently unconscious for unrelated reasons. You are also taking a rest. You've been finishing off the base camp. Have you got maps of the camp? I think I popped maps of the camp in there. You did pop maps of camps in places. It's a two big folded ones. Oh, that's two big folded Four big folded bands. Because you obviously took time to redesign the camp, so you have really good camps. And Angrana, I believe you had just finished repairing the radio astronomy equipment, turned it back on and also gone to bed after no, no one broke it. Yeah, we have retconned the breaking. I was never going to forget this. <laughs> I'm going to be clinging to an ice cliff, and she just needs to reach down and pull you up, and she's going to be like, "No." I'll just, I'll just save Misty at some point, and then all will be forgiven. <laughs> I'll arrange it. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, everyone else is asleep. So, dealing with Craig first. Hello. Um, one minute, a second ago, you were in bed reading. Now you are in a white space. This is a lovely white space. It's almost <laughs> blurred. You're looking at your hands, your arms, they're blurred around the edges, and you can hear the soft thump, thump of your heartbeat echoing through the space. I try and relax. It's hard. You don't seem to be able to move. You're just standing here, or floating here. It's unsure. And then suddenly, with a flash of light, you're in the radio astronomy room. Agnata turns from her desk and is like, What are you seeking? And yet everything is still blurred and slightly out of focus. Um, seeing as I'm in your lab, Agnata, I'm guessing something to do with the stars. You're seeking the stars? No, no, I don't know what I'm seeking. Uh, basically, uh, we're on an expedition, a research expedition. Everything shifts. You're outside by the entrance to your cave. Professor Moore turns, lifts his goggles. What are you seeking? Greater learning and understanding? You shift. Suddenly you're back in the library at the Miskatonic University. It's dark and quiet, and everything is blurred around the edges again. It's like the light is not quite right. And uh, Professor Armitage looks up from behind his desk. Oh, hello, Professor. This is all getting a bit weird. You're seeking enlightenment. Yes. Interesting. Why do you 
seek enlightenment. Because it's the greatest calling a man can have, in my opinion. Unusual. But why have you reached out to us? Well, I, I'm not quite sure what's happening, honestly. I, I was in my room reading a book and now I'm... Suddenly you're back in your room, sitting in bed with the book in your lap. The lights are flickering. The world is slightly faded around the edges. And the door opens. And Charles walks in and he's like... Oh, Charles, I've just had a very weird dream. There are no dreams. I am dreaming. Sounds like something I'd say. But, well, don't wake up then, because I don't want to disappear if you're dreaming. But if I did wake up, all that I am dreaming would cease to be. That's why I said don't wake up, please. So why would I wake up? Uh, I'm, Do you I'm... think I would gain enlightenment if I awoke? No. <laughs> or I would just lose the dream? Probably just lose the dream? Then I shall continue to dream. But you are seeking something. Help me to help you help yourself. What do you seek? Suddenly you're back in the cold, standing on a dog sled. The dogs are riding through the snow. One of these dogs better not turn to me and try and talk to me. Edwin is standing beside you, holding the reins. He's just looking at you like, what are you seeking? I am seeking enlightenment. Enlightenment means nothing. It is nothing. What are you seeking? Name what you seek. I'm seeking the treasures that are quite clearly in this continent with my expedition. The answer to what those things that were that we found. I mean, it's marvellous. And what happened to the last expedition. Those are the things I'm seeking. Go across the mountains. See the great mistake. The languages in your head will help you. Set it free... But don't break anything. Okay. I'm, I'm going to be honest, Edwin. This is all feeling a bit heavy. I'm not Edwin. I am merely the perception that your brain can accept. Would you like to see the truth? Why would you ask me that? <laughs> yes, yes, I would. That's kind of like what, what I do as a researcher. Uh, you are standing on a white plane. Above you, circling spheres of light intermingle. It's like a thousand million soap bubbles I just swirling re- around you overhead. Sanity check. Yeah, we knew that was coming. You should have said no. I couldn't. You could. It wouldn't have been in character. Sixteen. I'm fine. Fine. Don't be mean. That, was, that would have been an extreme sanity. You passed, but you still Kay. take a D6. Ah! Imagine what you'd take if you lost. Yeah. I'd be picking up the D20. Oh, that's not too bad. Three. And a voice echoes. I am here. You have reached me in your thoughts. I was just reading about you. I know. I felt it. Very fascinating concept. I'm not a concept. You are a concept. That yes. I am dreaming. 
I've, I've kind of picked that up, and it, I'm going to be honest, I'm, I'm a bit confused and a bit overwhelmed right now. I need time to process. Your little mind is intriguing. We shall speak again. Okay. Pleasure doing speaking with you. <laughs> Smooth. Remember, enlightenment is a facade. Seek truth. Pick a goal. <laughs> that was brilliant. Uh, what, what, my stomach going... <laughs> it is a facade. You're still like... <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> I will endeavour to keep that in mind and seek truth. We shall speak again. You're suddenly back in bed. Uh, You're covered in a light rime of icy frost, as if your body's been really cold but the room is normal. Temperature, and it immediately starts to melt. I put some of the frost into a little bottle if I've got something, a specimen jar to hand. Well, your luck, if you have one here in your room. It's probably just going to be water, but who knows? I'm lucky. Yep, you managed to scrape some of the frost into a specimen jar. Okay, I label it Strange Frost. Then I close my book, and I go to the canteen for a calming, soothing cup of tea. You arrive in the mess. No one else is awake currently, or here anyway. You get yourself a cup of tea. And I get to bed. And you get to bed. Roll me your sanity. Uh, everyone else, you're all having pleasant nights. Sleeping happily. Uh, sleeping. I am sane. It takes you about an hour to finally fall asleep. That was very disturbing. Disturbing. I'm disturbed. And the next morning rolls around. Um, it's about 4.30 when Professor Moore knocks on your door, uh, Charles, and sticks his head in. Uh, it's fine, you're not keeping a normal time schedule after you. You've been asleep for about okay. eight hours now. Ah, Professor Moore. Charles, Charles, um, the Barsmere Faulkner plane's arriving in about 20 minutes. Okay. Um, can you come outside and greet them with me? Yeah, sure. I'm going to get the Professor and anyone else who wants to come along. Okay, the professor drops by to wake you up, Agnatha. Yeah. Uh, Agnatha, um, the German contingent are arriving. Uh, would you like to come out and meet them with me? <laughs> yes, after I've just checked everything's okay in the radio room. Okay, I'll go get Irvine and Edwin. Edwin, Irvine, you are welcome by the professor. We're informed to come outside and meet the Germans. Yes, professor. You get dressed. All of the dressings. Okay, Agnetta, roll your radio astronomy. Oh, birds. There's a lot of starlings. There's a lot of starlings. Three in the bird bath, one on the ground behind the bird bath. There's two on the summer house. (laughs) And there's several more. There's several more in the trees. There's loads on the grass. Have a really very a, birdie garden. It really is a bird garden. And then the cat consumes them all. No! no. <laughs> Chases them away. <laughs> gives a fucking heart attack. Yes. 
Okay, uh, you have triangulated the signal you were focusing on, the one from across the mountains. For a moment in the middle of the night, it seemed to almost completely die out, and then it came back stronger than before, and it's just a constant pulse now. It's almost like whatever sending the signal, shut it down, and then came on again, which only something artificial could do. That shouldn't happen if it's just random astrological, astron- astronomical signals from beyond space. Okay. A bit odd. Like the tents full of blood <laughs> outside. Nothing strange about that. <laughs> yeah, you missed all those sanity checks. Gonna get you some more. Let's make them catch up. Roll seven sanity checks in a row. Yeah. <laughs> Pass. Pass. <laughs> pass. Yeah, pass. <laughs> oh, that one uh, failed my five. That. I failed two of five. <laughs> two of seven. <laughs> He's fine. Okay, you head outside. A very new and extremely um, expensive looking trio of. Uh, Trio. 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 Uh, German junker planes, massive cargo flights are coming down towards you on the wind and they land and taxi to a halt and Professor Moore standing there dressed up in his feathers feathers Professor <laughs> 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 this is no time to be dressed as an Indian chief <laughs> Ow. his furs even I don't know why I said feathers. I was looking at the birds. That <laughs> 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 just stuck in my head. Dressed in his furs. You're all dressed in furs. No one needs to make polar survival rolls. Hell good. <laughs> <laughs> this time. And the, the planes roll to a halt. Um, the side door on the lead plane opens. Uh, <laughs> and a lady bundled up in furs comes stepping down the stairs. She's followed by another gentleman and smiles at you all. Ah, hello, she says in almost perfect English. Oh. Uh, Professor Moore? She steps forward and shakes Professor's hand. Delight to meet you. I'm uh, Anya Gartner. And this is my companion, Dr. Mayer. What? Nothing. Kieran's waiting for uh, pleasure to meet you all. Thank you for letting us come out and see you. We have, no doubt you have a thousand questions as to why we're here, but I want to assure you our main reason is just to offer any assistance we can in rediscovering what has happened out here. And I have something for you, Professor. If you'd like to follow me, he smiles at you all. Uh, everyone, lovely to meet you. Uh, it's Mr. Charles, isn't it? Mr. Charles, that is correct. Uh, I do apologise. I have got every, a dossier on everyone. I do know you, <laughs> Professor Agnata. She holds out a hand. Lovely to meet you. And you. How's the astronomy going? Good, thank you. I'd love to discuss your results at some point when you have time. Sure. You would. And, uh, excuse me? Under my breath. <laughs> <laughs> no one can hear me. She <laughs> 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 just smiles at you without saying anything. Have him killed. <laughs> Dispose yeah. of them all. The other plane explodes and there's just a troop of Nazis. I've got a latent German German issue still from my last adventure. 
So, um, shall we? Professor Moore asked you along Irvine mm-hmm. to go with him, and you and the uh, Duchess head towards the tent I, I, into I, the camp. I follow them then, if I'm... Okay, yeah. What are you three doing? The other Germans seem to be unloading some various supplies. I'll give them a hand unloading. Yeah, I agree. Go help them. Well, I'll ask them if they want a hand. I won't just start taking their stuff out of the planes. <laughs> <laughs> this is ours now. <laughs> yeah, they're happy for your help. Uh, Dr. Mayer walks over after a couple of minutes. Ah, Mr. Manson? Manson. Mayfield. Mayfield. I don't want to be Charles Manson. <laughs> Her Mayfield. I do apologise. My English isn't the best. It's lovely to meet you, though. I heard, heard good things. The pilot who flew the first woman to the South Pole. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Duchess was very upset that you beat her to it. We, we were very pleased. <laughs> it's been, it's been an exciting journey. But yeah, but yeah, we're all here now, so... We can all assist and help and work together. Well, that is our plan. Um, Mr. Martin. Martin. And Professor Turnerson? Yes. It's lovely to meet you all. We're mostly here to... um, It's a very good stopping point before we travel over the mountains. I believe that Dr. Dr. Gartner and your professor were going to come up with some sort of arrangement whereby we can join you on one of your trips across the mountains. We don't have the range ourselves, sadly. Oh. Our planes are impressive, but we're completely the other side of the continent. I mean, this is pretty much the limit of our range, and we can't really fly that much fuel out here. Where exactly are you? We are camped on the shore of the Weddell Sea. Do I know where that is in relation to where You, if I get my map of Antarctica, I can show you. <coughs> Where's my map of Antarctica done? Or do I feel where if it's coming from the same direction as where that um, signal I'm receiving is? No, it's completely the wrong direction. Uh, I should have a map of Antarctica. I can actually show you it all on. Maybe it's in here. Sorry about this. I thought I had got it out, but apparently I haven't. They waggled away, waggled, waggled. <coughs> that is really annoying me. There's this massive big map of the Antarctic continent with everything in it, and I can't find it. No everything for us. We may only have some of the things. I guess this means we can't go over the mountains. I mm. guess we should go home now. Yes. No way. <laughs> no, no, no. Going over those mountains. Nah. Let's just give you like ice and stuff. If you fail every single aircraft maintenance roll now, we won't be able to. Don't worry, I'm sure the Germans would suddenly have us for ah, airplane. <laughs> With the rage. Right. You're. This is where your base camp is. You're currently camped here. The mountains kind of go all the way up around here. And there you came from over here. Were they always planning to That's study? where That's where they're planning to camp and study. So they've, they've made the trip all the way across <coughs> the continent. So it's a really long way to fly. But they don't have, you know, they have to tra- transport so much fuel yeah. that they wouldn't be able to fly this far. It would just take too much resources to build supply dumps all the way across and then go over the mountains. So were they always planning on going over the mountains or is this just a, a new thing because we're there? Because they never had the fuel to do it. Yeah, this is a new thing because you're there. Okay. She, uh, 
uh, Dr. Gartner's flown over with, you know, to broker a deal with the professor. They ran out of sugar. Yeah. You got any brown sugar? Yes, we've just popped all the way across the continent to ask if we could borrow a cup of sugar. <laughs> <laughs> Not just a continent, the most hostile continent on the world. Well, while we're here, we might as well just pop over the mountains. I hear there's a convenience yeah, 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 yeah. shop over there. A convenience store. There is a convenience store on the other side of those mountains, and we will get the sugar first. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yes, we're mostly investigating some very interesting caverns and uh, um, there's a spit of rock that's thrust up through the um, Antarctic ice that we're, that gives access to a very interesting tunnel system and we're investigating that. That's our main thrust here, but as you were here, um, Dr. Gartner thought it would be a good idea to fly on out and see what we can do. Sounds like a plan. We're also mostly conducting surveys of the Antarctic, seeing what mineral wealth is here, how easy it would be to, you know, set up a coal mine, coal mine in this sort of conditions, that sort of thing. Oakley dokley. Yes, thank you for the very warm welcome. No worries. Um, is there anything else you need to ask? Well, we probably need to set up our tents, and then I need to get these planes back in the air, heading back, and we'll wait to see what the... Good professor and Dr. Gartner are able to come up with. Well, I can help you with the tents, and I'm sure Charles here will be more than happy to help you with the planes. I can help with the planes. Well, thank you very much. What are you doing, Agneta? Um, who would I know being the best person to talk to about the radio? Would it be the main operator chap, or would it be more Scotland? It'd probably be Louis. Oh, I'll go back and find Louis. Louis is at the main base. Up on, out on the Ross Sea camp. Oh, okay. I mean, you could fly back out there or you could call him on the radio. I call him on the radio. The only problem with calling him on the radio is anyone else might be able to pick up your signal. Oh no, is that an unsecure line? Oh uh, no. <laughs> uh, who's out? Moore's out here, isn't he? Moore's out here. I'll try and find Starkweather. Starkweather is not here, he is on an expedition to climb a mountain. Okay. He's, 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 what did none of us know about this? He, you did. He, oh, he's buggered uh, off. They do remember. He's buggered off on an adventure, so that the headlines in the newspaper. Isn't it a volcano he's climbing? Yeah. What? Well, you know. So I sleep. He doesn't want to send lots Maybe. of boring headlines of scientists are doing science. They have found nothing yet. So you know, he's got a steady stream of headlines like Starkweather ascends Mount Erebus, takes on the terror. You know that kind of nonsense to keep. To keep the publicity exciting. That's fair enough. Active volcanoes, Starkweather ain't afraid. Pretty much, that's the sort of stuff he's sending back at the moment. To keep the headlines in, you know, your favour. Because, yeah. you know, no one wants to read, and today the Miskatonic University expedition found a fossil, and it was very ancient and old. I hope he took some people with him. Oh, yeah. You <laughs> <laughs> better sound like he's fogging off on his yeah. own. Yeah, he, he, he's <laughs> taken, like, three of Edwin's team, okay. Gregor, the dog... Sled master, the camera crew, photographers, the whole lot. He's buggered off with most of the, a whole bunch of people you could probably have dealt, used building this camp, but you know. Yeah, nice. Excellent. Okay. That's why it took slightly longer for Edwin to get this camp up and running. Because <laughs> Stark would have buggered off with people he needed. But yeah. Okay, so until Moore's free, I'll go back and get Misty and take for a walk. You're taking Misty for a walk. Okay. Uh, roll me your police survival. 
Power survival. Power. Power. Yes. You're fine. You take Misty for a walk. She appreciates going outside. Uh, roll me your uh, survival. Just normal survival? Yep. Okay, cool. You're it's helping the Germans wobble. build a camp? Uh, yep. <coughs> you nice are able to use some of your spare wood to build some decent shelters around their tents. Mm-hmm. Just to give them a bit more of a sh- decent shelter so they're not having to build big walls of snow to yeah. keep the wind <laughs> off. You've got, you know, you build them in the lee of your... Your whole camp is now buried in snow after all. Yeah. So it's all underground. They are very impressed with your camp, most of the Germans. Um, their camps are similar. Um, they're surprised an American came up with the idea. Most American trips to the ice, you know, they live in some tents like barbarians rather than actually taking the time to build a proper camp. Yeah, that's why they brought me. Well, they're very impressed. We did slightly learn from the previous failed expeditions. Yeah. <laughs> Who died because their tents got blown away. Yeah. Or so you thought. Blown away. You know, there was... Let's go with that. That's You haven't actually told anyone in the wide world what you've discovered so far. God yeah, no. I'm not sure we should just... We're not going to cite that yet. Anyway, um, you're helping with the German planes. Roll me your aircraft maintenance. <laughs> They'll bugger it up. <laughs> yeah, break their planes. No, I'm fine. That's a hard, <coughs> hard roll. Um, yeah, they haven't got um, heaters for their engines. How much is... What a pity. I know. Uh, so you're a bit smug when you're, you're helping them warm theirs back up getting ready to take off you're just like nah put those blow torches away and you wheel over one of your aircraft engine heaters yeah. and heat it up and oh right their planes are going back now yeah, yeah. oh right okay. they're getting ready to launch so, launch yeah. they're going through the moon yeah they're, you know they're, they're, this is the limit of their range yeah. so anyway meanwhile in the tent with you and Dr Gartner she smiles at you. It's so very nice of you to agree for us to land here, Professor. And Mr. Ripley, is it? Yes, yes, I'm the Professor's assistant. Yes, I've heard so much about you in Mr. Starkweather's reports. He seems to have taken a shine to you. Oh, that, that's nice. Yes, you're in the headlines of him and Professor Th- Turnison. Oh, I, I, I thought I was going to just be a backseat presence. Oh, no, everyone knows your name in Europe right now. Oh. World's well, best librarian. <laughs> Yes, we hear you were a hero during the uh, horrible sabotage. Do you have any idea what that was all about? Oh, um, well, we we thought it was just um, com- competition and uh, certain people getting a bit overzealous, but events kind of suggest otherwise. Yes, we heard they'd arrested, what was it, Dyer or Danforth? One of the sub- uh, previous, I think it was Danforth, the student. Yes, yes, I think it was Danforth. I think you're right. Um, oh, it, it seems like the poor lad's gone completely bonkers. Yes, so I hear. Um, anyway, as I'm sure you're aware, I'm hoping that you'll let myself and Dr. Mayer accompany you on your foray over the mountains. Oh, we're going over the mountains. I thought we were staying at the cave. Oh, I got muddled. Of course we're going over the mountains. I thought that was why you... <laughs> yes, uh, I, sorry, it's been a very busy day, very exciting. Yes, I mean, you realise um... the campaign is called Beyond the Mountains of Madness, right, Craig? No. <laughs> Snow Madness is saying early. <laughs> Professor Moore asked, yes, yes, we're going. So, Dr. Gartner, you said you had acquired something that you thought would be good collateral for me to give up two seats on my plane to allow you to join us. My eyebrow raises... 
on its own. The, the professor was just like, I have been talking to the doctor over the radio. Oh. 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 She's married. Oh. Oh. <laughs> She's looking at you. Yeah. <laughs> I think my husband would be upset if I was having affairs. Yes, probably. As with the children. Oh, children. How, how many? Three. That's quite a few children. Why did you, you miss the joke to go, nine? <laughs> <laughs> nine children. I don't think Anya's nine children. She takes out a packet. Before we left Germany, I acquired this in an auction house in Berlin. She offers it to uh, the professor who takes it and his eyebrows raise. She smiles. So, do you think that's acceptable collateral? <laughs> It's like, yes, Dr. Gartner, I do believe so. I, I, I can, can I ask what it is, or is it hush hush? This is Professor Dyer's manuscript. Oh, oh, quiet enough. Thank you, Dr. Gartner. What a fortuitous situation that you happen to just find it in an auction house. She smiles. Yes, it was, as I say, a lucky find. I'm not entirely sure how it came to be in the auction house in Berlin, but I have a suspicion it wasn't but through legitimate means. Yes. Still, I've happily reunited it with you, I've earned myself two seats on your aircraft, and everyone is happy. That's marvellous. Anyway, I'm sure you and the professor want to read through this text. Yes, So I'll go tell her Dr. Mayor the good news and uh, see if I can help with setting up the camp. So when are we planning... Should we leave? Uh, would... That would probably be Professor. Yeah. The professor's like, um, we're still excavating Lake's camp, and I assume you've read this. Anna's nods. Well, you are probably more prepared for the things we've been finding. If you and your team can help us finish excavating the camp... It's been a bit horrific. And you're like, fair, fair enough, we'll help you finish excavating the camp. And then after that, we can see about planning a trip over the mountains. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Mr. Starkweather will be back by then. He's not going to miss <laughs> that, is he? No, no, no. Headlines. Yes, I've been noticing his headlines are all about climbing up a mountain instead of the actual science that's going on. I mean, you've got Agnatha Turnison here doing real astronomy. That's a better headline than him climbing a volcano. I agree. When does it erupt? What? Do you miss it erupts? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can make this happen. Yeah. Can we? Someone here can probably make that happen. <laughs> anyway, um, I will leave you and the professor to read this text, and I'll let you be. She smiles at you all and she bustles out. Oh, Miss Tennyson. Hello. Hello. Uh, I'm just done with the professor, so if you'd like to... Sure. She saunters past. And Agatha walks in. Have some text that you must read aloud. Oh, no, I'm joking. Um, hello, Professor. Oh, hello. Um, I was just wondering, I've um, been looking at the astronomical radio, mm-hmm. and there seems to be some um, a pulse coming from over the mountain, but it seemed to got turned off at some point last night and then restarted. That's impossible. There shouldn't be anything over there. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Hmm. That is very weird. Did the thing record? Uh, yeah, it yeah. records like a graph. So, I could have had that with me. Yeah. So, 
You're right, this does look artificial, doesn't it? That's alarming. Perhaps we can try and tune the radio, because if someone's over there, maybe we can contact them. We could try, yeah. Um, why don't you fly back to the main camp, uh-huh. pick up Louis, yeah. and the lo- see if, and bring the spare big radio. Okay. And if we get a bigger radio out here, we might be able to get a signal over the mountains. Because we've only bought the trail radio, so that's only very good for communicating with the camp. Right. I'll go and see if Charles is free. Okay. You find Charles. I'm just doing a little jig. He's just dancing in the snow with his panpipes. Behind him, the whole camp is doing like this amazing choreographed dance. Like some sort of (coughs) musical. They're not doing that. Or the Bollywood spectacle. Calendar. Okay, you, you've enchanted the entire camp to do a Bollywood spectacle. <laughs> Dr. Tennyson is just staring in like... I'm joining in. <laughs> <laughs> Joins in. She's under the spell. <laughs> God, it's like the singing sword all over again. I'm... Well, I'm not the singing sword, God. Christmas. It's, it's almost Christmas. It's December. Yeah, Christmas on the ice. You find Charles, he's just finished, uh, the Germans are getting ready to leave, uh, Dr. Gartner is chatting to Dr. Mayer and the pilots, they're getting ready to fly back to their base camp, and Dr. Mayer and Anya and a few others are going to stay here, they bought some heavy duty ice melters, you know you bought those handheld ice melters, they bought some big ones, which should be really good for melting the ice on the aircraft hangars you haven't excavated yet, and they're kind of like unpacking them, and you find Charles and Edwin. Hi Charles. Hello. Alright. I'm good. Good. Is it possible that I can borrow you at some point to have a little short trip back to camp to pick up Louis and a radio? And anything else if anybody needs anything else while we go back? I don't think we're going out quite yet, so I think we've got time. Cool. Um, Oh, you wouldn't mind I'll come with you as well. I just don't mind checking checking the uh <laughs> in real life as well as game. <laughs> Craig looks terrified. Pass one. You're just gunning for me. I'm not! You keep reading the wibbly things! Stop putting them in front of me! You're super sane, you're fine. You're a librarian in Call of Cthulhu! What did you expect was going to happen? I expected ice cream. <laughs> ice Chocolate. <laughs> Before we head back, I would radio back to the base camp to say make, make sure there's a plane heated and fueled so we can oh, come sure. back. Are you doing that or am I doing that? I'll do it. That's fine. Oh. It's, it's just a standard thing. We don't need yeah. to have the call. Oh, it? Right. Just to make sure that, sure that it is. I'll go around to see if anybody wants anything back from my head base camp. Um, I'll go and check the supplies in case we're sort of running into anything I need to bring okay, back. Okay, roll me your permanent survival. No, your survival. Your survival. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, hard. Uh, you are going to rotate the dogs. Okay. The dogs that have been out here have been doing lots of... <laughs> <laughs> we do, the dogs with the legs going... Edwin, what are you doing? I don't know. It seemed appropriate. <laughs> I'm spinning the dogs. <laughs> the dogs that you've had here have been doing lots of um, heavy... Pu- you know, they've been pulling lots of stuff. Yeah. You've set up the drills. They've had to, um, they've had to pull the female dogs. All of them are pregnant now. Misty's having a litter of 19 dogs. <laughs> uh, you're going to rotate the dogs so that you know. I'm you sure get... you could get a machine for that. Sock it in what? one end. And then. <laughs> 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 I've got a 
drive. One thousand RPM. Oh, brilliant! It's like four, five hundred miles. I was going to say. <laughs> you load the dogs onto the plane that's going back, and then Charles will bring fresh dogs back. <laughs> now, right, now we're going to have to. Oh yes, can we have some fresh I'm dogs rotating them? No worries, sir. Just fresh dogs, skin them, and just give us a nice. <laughs> It's no wonder Michelle keeps misty nearby. She can't talk too long with her dogs. <laughs> Just rotating them. <laughs> spin, doggy, spin! It's okay. Um, Charles, uh, which plane do you think we're taking? Um, they're all the same. Okay, uh, which one should I load the dogs on? I turn to point to, to that one. Cool. Shrag. You load like, 30 dogs. 30 dogs onto a plane. <laughs> That's fine. Are you taking Misty or leaving Misty here? Um, how long are we going to be? Charles is expecting to fly straight back, so yeah. not long. Okay. Then yeah. back again, it's just, about just, six hour round trip. Yeah. Jeez. I just don't... Leave with Professor Moore. Yeah. Okay. Um, the Professor turns to you over and after you've both read the document and is like, Do you think this is real? Based on what we've found so far, I'm... I mean, out of character right now? I don't know what to say, because <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. And I... The professor's like... I, I, I think there's definitely a possibility that it is. We need to confirm this. And we need to not tell anyone. Yes, yes. As in anyone here, even. Well, it's a bit hard to keep it secret from the people here. I mean, broadcasting it to the world. Yes, yes, of course. I mean, if this is true, then... There was a massive cover-up. They hid all of this. No wonder Professor Peabody wouldn't come back. Yeah, yeah. I bet he's gone down a rat hole back in Arkham. We're never going to find him. Have you ever heard of any of the things on there before, Professor? No. I, Should I have done? I have. What? Where from? The book the professor, uh, doctor gave me had some details <coughs> in it. This is linked to Dr. Armitage's research. Uh, some of it is, yes. Hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is what you're going to do. You're going to get Edwin and Agnata. No, Agnata's going to the main camp. Get Edwin. You're going to go out there with Dr. Gartner and excavate those aircraft hangars with the Germans' equipment. Yes. Um, I don't want anyone else out there. And as soon as you've found... Um, I'm going to go and close off access to that cavern you found. Okay. For safety reasons. Until yes. we know more. It might collapse. There's yes. been found structural yeah. instabilities. I'm going to go and check it as a geologist. Yes. I'm the chief geologist. If I say it's unstable, it's fucking unstable. Where's well, my dynamite? <laughs> Hand me that stick of dynamite. <laughs> Keep this on you. Of course, yes. Um, I'm sure Dr. Gartner's already read it. That's why she's here. Yes. It's a bit convenient, don't you think? Um, that she just happens to find our stolen document. What do you think? I think it is convenient. Very convenient. Exceedingly convenient. At least she brought it back to us and didn't just let us leave us out to dry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll go get Edwin and get on that, Professor. 
Uh, should I warn him a bit of what might be in there, or show him the document? We can trust Edwin. Take him aside to show him the document and ex- stress our need to keep this quiet. Yes, yes, of course. Right. I don't want any of this going out on the radios. No, no, of course not. Who knows who could possibly be listening in. Well, the Germans, apparently. Yes. Right, I, uh, I'll... Yes, I, I head off. To Edwin. Ambion. Currently loading dogs onto a plane. Rotating them. <laughs> Mount one on one of the propellers. No. <laughs> you come and take it, and I'm playing Tetris with dogs. <laughs> do, 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 do. Wait, that, that guy in the top looks like Craig's expression currently. <laughs> 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 a little bit. When he finished reading that text, <laughs> I like that picture. Uh, where are we? Uh, okay, the diet text. I'm sure it's fine, and there is nothing to worry about. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Why do the Mario theme? Why not? I said Tetris. <laughs> I wasn't doing it because of something you said. All right. We're going to fight mushroom people. Okay, so Craig, you may want to find your map of the campsite and work out what you're doing. Agnetta and um, Charles, your planes are loaded, yeah. your engines start, and you're ready to get going. What? I'm on the plane. Are you going up them? I was loading the fucking dog. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> um, I do final checks where I just sort of can't go off. Go, oh, I've left the doors open and then it's in it? the back. No, 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 no. The camp is your I mean, I'm going back. Oh, they leave. So you can plan what you're going to do first. It's not that one. <coughs> it might be folded. I assume you have those hands. I'm not sure I have got a copy of that. Oh, oh, which one? Oh, Michelle's got it. Oh, okay. There we go then. Okay, Um, you're finishing loading the dogs when Irvine catches up and wanders over. Ah, um, Morning, Irvine. Morning, uh, Edwin. Uh, We've got work to do. Uh, What what are you doing? As he spins a dog. (laughs) Oh, I was just taking the dogs back. We need to... We just what these dogs have been sort of pretty much worked to death over here. They need a rest back at the base camp. Okay, um, uh, I need to borrow you for a minute to read something, and then we need to grab Anya Gartner and start doing some excavations immediately. Professor Moore's orders. Okay. So oh, what, what are you, you reading? So when you said a minute, you mean <laughs> not go back to base camp? <laughs> yes. One second. I pick my head in the cockpit. Charles, um, I probably just stay here and do some excavation work with uh, a So one of the dog sled team will just look after the dogs. I haven't strapped any of them in, so good luck. <laughs> You've got Agnetta, she's good at looking after dogs. 30, a lot of disheveled dogs by the time we get back to the base camp. That's this a lot. fine, I'll yeah. see you when we return. Okay, I right, sort of trundle off. I, I <coughs> pass this over to Edwin for reading. Go inside base camp where it's easier to sit down and read. Is, is this point now where it probably should be read aloud? Um, you can read aloud if you like. First paragraph is useless. Okay. To keep a note. Paragraph. Oh, I see. Uh, Dyer's tale and historically account, historical accounts agree sustainability up to the point where it was. So I'm going to read it first, then I'll read it out loud. 
Mark over Christmas as well. It's got a wax well. ceiling on it, even. Well, I've got it, I've had it before. Ah. Nom nom nom! Not bad, it's good. Here, have a bowl of sweets! Why are you looking for my Necronomicon? For evil things. The text you've just read is essentially that story. Yes, I know. I've you can read, read that, that story. I've read it before. Wait, which story? At the Mountains of Madness. Oh. <laughs> you read that in a book. Yeah. Cool. What is it? Just uh, all of his stories? Yeah, and then there's also this one that I got. I've not even finished the story yet, and then... No. Oh, damn. It's very curly. What was that look for? That's what you're reading at the moment. I know. I'm like, oh, and it's written as a as a textual text. Very nicely made book. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the stories of the same about are in that very nice book as well, but that one's even nicer. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, it's really nice. It's got the word. What word? The word. Bird? No, it's got the name of the This is bird. Uh, oh, you should have made a Cthulhu Mythos role as well. But you didn't make me do it in time! <laughs> See, it worked both ways. Are you going to make me do it? No, maybe not. Okay. Yeah, whilst he's reading that. Um, <laughs> you, hello. Roll a d100. 99. Weather time. More. Can I read it actually? I don't um, like just that. Pass it around. Um, well, you haven't read it in character yet, so no, that's what I'm yeah, there's no, need, no point reading it out loud. We read it in character. <laughs> so these two are safe for now. Hell yeah. Okay, you are flying. Help yourself. Agnato is sitting in a seat in the cockpit eating sweets. Made out of dogs. Right here. Sturdy dogs. She's sitting amongst the wolves. <laughs> She's just sitting in the um, cargo hold, communing with the dogs. Dog mother. <laughs> anyway. Um, that you are flying for about an hour and a half when a horrible storm blows in. Damn you, 99. It was a 99. We knew it wasn't going to be good. <laughs> uh, massive thunderclouds seem to almost fall out of the sky and surround the plane. And you can make me a navigate roll. <clears throat> Yes, I what know it. I got 36 out of 70. It's pretty good. Hmm. You're like, it's just a storm. Keep going. I'm flying 
And then you realise it's just a storm. It's a magnetic storm. <laughs> Do I realise this when my dials and socks go? Yeah, you realise you've got no idea what direction you're flying in. Excellent. And it's getting worse. <clears throat> Roll me another D100. Twenty-nine. That's better. better, not worse. <laughs> <laughs> and it goes just as quick as it came. <laughs> the winds, however, aren't too bad in this storm. It's mostly lightning and thunder up in the clouds as the ion sphere is messed around with the magnetic interference. Mm-hmm. You've got no idea what direction you're flying in, but the, you know it's not unsafe to fly. If you could get back on course, you should be able to make it. Okay. <laughs> but right now, you don't. Your compasses are useless, and you've got no landmarks. Great. And the radio is just not working. You you try to, um, you try the radios. Well, I would try the radios, but it's electrical storm, so yeah, there's not really going to be much point. So, and if I if I'm not actually convinced that we're going in the right direction, continuing to fly in said direction is a terrible idea. So I'm going to have to look for a place to land. You're going to look for a place to land. Roll yeah. me your pilot aircraft. Yes, I pilot. You find a large snow field and you bring the plane down, skidding to a halt. As mm. you know, you can see the Sagnata. The storm above is just immense. And you can see the ionization in the clouds, literally with the visual eye. It's gorgeous. There's lots of rainbow colours <coughs> crashing backwards and forwards through the clouds like sheet lightning. Um, is there a camera on board? Yeah. Can I? Turn, I haven't got. It. I don't know what you take, use it for. But, um, what skill? But photography. Yeah, I don't have that. Uh, you can just point it at the sky. Yeah, just see and take a photo. Yeah, you're not going to get you know masterpiece front cover of Time magazine pictures, but you're no. going to get some. Um, you remember to take the lens cap off and just point <laughs> it at the sky. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, we're going to have to kind of just wait this storm out, I'm afraid. Wuff, wuff, buck, buck. Oh, wag, wag. You've got 30 dogs, you've got a lot of food. And body warmth. That's important. We must use every part of the dog. So you've landed. Are you doing anything else? Um, not really at this moment. Do you think with the engines keeping warm? Oh, I haven't turned the engines off yet. Oh, okay. I'm hoping it's going to blow over quickly. <laughs> We hope. Yeah. Okay, roll me your luck. Be lucky. I am lucky. Yeah. The storm (laughs) does blow out, thankfully, before uh, you have to contemplate switching the engines off. Because that's still burning fuel, but not much. Roll me a D100 Agnata. 59. As the storm is dying down, what are you giggling about, Charles? <laughs> I just want to I'm just going to leave Agnata here and fly off. No, I'm not, no. I couldn't even do it if I wanted to. I don't know what you mean. Sure, she could get the plane back in the air with her pilot skill. Yeah, you could run off and die. <laughs> okay, there's a radio she'd call for help. <laughs> She'd probably get rescued by half the people on the ice. Damsel in distress. First woman up at the, the South Pole. You know, yeah. Abandoned by her pilot. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be going down in history and infamy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, as the storm blows out, it starts to snow. 
really heavy, thick snow. But it's not. It's it's calm. The wind has died down. The magnetic storm has died away, and now the clouds are just releasing all the snow up there. I tap my compasses. The compasses seem to be reset back to normal. They're still not the best because you're close to the magnetic south pole, but you can use them again. Yeah, I, I think we can go again. Mm. And I attempt to take off again. <clears throat> Roll me your aircraft and maintenance. Yes. You don't have any problems, you've kept the engines going. And you can now roll pilot to get back up in the sky into the heavy, heavy snow. Very yes. Yeah. You take off. Are you going to try and fly above the snow clouds? Yes. Okay, roll piloting again. Yep. You reckon that because it's such heavy snow, these clouds must be quite low. So it's pushing the altitude of the plane almost to the maximum, but you're able to get above the clouds, which means you could now properly navigate. Yep. So roll navigate with no negatives. Like the nine <laughs> minus sixty you had. I did last not time. navigate. Oh dear. <laughs> you are above the clouds, <laughs> but you have no idea where you are because you realise this cloud. <laughs> so thick you can't see. Are so thick you can't see the ground, and you're not sure what direction anything's in. You can't even see the Miskatonic Mountains from up here. I ask Agnatha if she could see anything noteworthy. <laughs> you want to try and navigate? I don't even got it. You can try spot hidden then. At hard. Yes. Ooh. Agnatha spots the mountains. <laughs> Big Ooh. mountains. I don't know this, those. They were just in your blind spot from the pilot seat. Yeah. So you're like, if that's the mountains, let's go the other way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I go the other way. It's a bit imprecise, but once... After about an hour, you're able to start to see the clouds are breaking up below. You can see patches of the land. Yep. Sort of work out where the shoreline is. So we only navigate again. Oh, for fuck's sake, no. <laughs> wow. You are quite off course. You're not sure you have enough fuel now to actually make it to camp from here. Oh... So, you may have to land and summon someone with some fuel. Um, okay, I look for somewhere to land. And that's just sitting there like, I only wanted to go and pick up a radio. Dagnamit. Are you telling Agnan that or any of this? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm narrating this as it happens because I'm very perplexed by the fact that I'm unable to navigate my way back to the damn camp. It's just snow, it all looks the same. And it didn't help the magnetic compasses had you off route for a while. So you land again and you call help. And it adds an extra couple of hours because Ralph has to fly out with Lawrence in the other plane. How are they finding us? Well, once you've landed and the, you have to wait for the clouds to, you know, the storm to blow out completely, yeah. then you can actually take your bearings and work out where you are okay. All right. properly. But I don't have enough fuel to get back at this point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's the only problem. Is that once you stop <coughs> and you wait for the weather to clear completely... Now I know where we are. Now you know where you are. <laughs> it's just like oh, you should yeah. have been able to fly above the clouds and see the coast and it would all been fine. But the storm was bigger than you thought. Damn storms. Uh, you summon... Ralph 
they bring you some fuel. Hi, Ralph. There, there's Thanks, some Ralph. light-hearted joking about the fact you got lost. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> and you finally get back to base camp. Yay, we made it. <laughs> Probably best to sleep here tonight and go back out tomorrow. Yeah, we radio back to the other yeah. camp to let them know what's going on. Okay, um, Irvine and um, Edwin, you get word eventually that Agnatha and Charles won't be coming back until tomorrow because of a storm. Oh, that, that's fine. Uh, we're excavating with Anya by this point. Indeed. However, as you are preparing to start excavating, a massive magnetic... Magnet, magnetic? Magnetic. 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 <laughs> you have evolved to your final form. <laughs> Magnata storm. <laughs> I quite like that. Magnata. The evolved form of Agnata. That would make a good Pathfinder name. It would. <laughs> Except now that none of us would be able to do anything but giggle anyway. <laughs> Magnata! <laughs> I like that name. Anyway, um, you are about to get ready to excavate. You've set the equipment up. It's taking about an hour. And a massive storm blows in off of the mountains. What sort of storm? Then? Isn't it just lots of snow? No, this is a magnetic storm overhead. Oh. So at first we're like, oh, we're going to have to abandon this and go inside. But then you realise actually there's no rain or snow. It's just there's wind. And the lightning is like sheet lightning across the sky. I go get a camera and actually use my photography skill to make take a picture quickly. Photography. I need to talk open about the weird wibbly photography. Twenty one out of twenty four. You've been taking some photography. When you come back inside, Edwin grabs you and drags you into his room. Okay, so. what? We have reason to believe this might not be mad ravings. Point at the piece of paper. Yeah. 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 To you, most of it sounds like nonsense. Like the guy's just gone insane. You see what I'm thinking? I'm like, but like, why do you know? What's a shock off? Uh, you should not <laughs> ask me that question. <laughs> um. <laughs> It's mentioned in by name. <laughs> he describes them in the text. Like, well, surely that's not a thing. Uh, we have reason to believe that might be a thing. Okay, so hypothetically, this is a thing, and we think it killed everyone else. Another thing, I'm liking my voice now a little bit. Then why are we here still? Because rationally? we need to check the evidence and make sure it doesn't get out and clean up after ourselves if it is true. So then another team doesn't end up back here. Right, okay then, so what are we excavating? The aircraft hangar. First. Okay. He doesn't know about the stuff you found in the tents, remember? Yeah. He's been busy building there's, There's We found bad stuff in the tents. Like? Apprehensively uh... asking. Things like... Uh, you turn to the bit in Dyer's text where he describes the inside of Lake's tent? Yeah, I, I just... Oh, right. That. Oh, See, oh. When, when we got to that one, the walls and the floor were covered in at least a whole human's worth of blood. You described that it looked like someone had sliced open mm. the major artery in the neck 
and blood had just sprayed everywhere uncontrolled. Yep, I explained that. Blood everywhere. It looked exactly as Dyer describes it in this text. In in one of the other thing, what what else did we would he excavate? There was a thing. Uh, where was it? Which day? New drill site. Tent nine. Oh yeah, in tent nine, there there were literal icicles of blood hanging from the ceiling. Okay then. So I suggest we do this quickly. Yeah, we we need to get Anya and. Hello. It's Herr Dr. Gartner. Ah, hello, Dr. Gartner. I let her in. Um, we're, I just informed Edwin of what we're about to do. I uh, assume... yes, the equipment is all set up. That magnetic storm, however, it was interfering with the electrics. We got no radio contact with anyone. Oh. That shouldn't be a problem for the excavation, at least. No, if, if Edwin thinks it's still safe to be outside... It's there's not snowing. I don't see the temperature hasn't appeared to have dropped. It's just literally got a thermometer, an actual thermometer. Then we might as well go ahead and mm. see what we find. Indeed, we're ready to start excavating Hangar One. Uh we get our survival gear on. Yeah, I made sure they're all strapped in. Royal Polar Survival. Him with me. We have a bonus dice cream. Yay! Do you need your own mine? No, you don't need your own yours. I guess mine, I use mine for when I'm helping someone else, right? Yeah. Eight with my bonus die. What was the other one? Eighty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why they need you, bro. Man, you guys, I'm sure you haven't died of pneumonia. <laughs> I was slightly nice. <laughs> Stop going out in the cold. <laughs> You're like Irvine Coat. <laughs> I'm ready. Literally not. <laughs> holding your coat, Irvine. I, I put it on. <laughs> See, I'm all snug now. You guys are really bad at going out. You're like, science! No, come back, you're wearing silk pyjamas! <laughs> <laughs> nothing else! I like to think that we were, we were so drummed into our heads that we keep forgetting our mittens that you just put your mittens on and just yeah. wear out. <laughs> Without put my day. mittens on! <laughs> just go out with only mittens. <laughs> You're lucky the only other woman, the unmarried ladies in here, is you're wandering around naked in just a pair of mittens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, think he's got I wouldn't be a good look in those temperatures. Snaps off <laughs> from the ice. Okay, you head outside. Roll me your um, operate heavy machinery. Whoa, as you turn on these big ice melters. Uh-oh. No. <laughs> Why am I turning them on? You've got a mild chance. Oh, no, I haven't. Oh, no, it's a one, isn't it? It's a one base. You don't have a chance. Turn around to them. Anya and Urban are the only ones there. Um, Anya, I don't suppose <laughs> you know how to use this machinery, do you? Me? No. We should probably get someone who's got a clue how to use this stuff. We all we went to the other camp. <laughs> I thought we wanted to keep this under wraps. Uh, in that case, uh, shovels and pickaxes it is. Anyway, you can't be that hard. <laughs> we start oh, the German lady. <laughs> if we pick a button each. Well, we've each got a 1% chance. <laughs> <laughs> 
But you, know, oh. you, you can't actually win that roll. It's a 1%. So the best you can do is match it. Oh, yeah, you can't. No, mm. isn't a 1 always a success? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Critical <laughs> fail! 75! Got an eight lock it, lock it! <laughs> <laughs> That's literally all of my luck. <laughs> I could use all of my luck. And Ninety-six. Uh, you're peering at the the rise, trying to work out. Please tell me, Irwin does for science. And Irvine is like, "It's this one." And he pulls a lever, and there's a clunk, and um, the big electrical cable that just goes clunk. Oh, you just disconnected it. That's not too bad. Yeah. And then there's a spark. It was a 96, not a 100. Yeah. And and it was like... It wasn't that one, was it? No, it wasn't <laughs> that one. We gave it away. <laughs> <laughs> we, we should probably have had a specialist for this bit. <laughs> really? Well, I assumed you had them. They seem to have disappeared. <laughs> so you're telling me your only competent people who know how to use the ice valve equipment have gone somewhere else? Let's go get Professor Moore. I'll go get William. She wanders off. She comes back with William and he's like, what's the problem? I wouldn't call a lever unless they're in it machine. He pulls out a slim bundle of paper. Are these instructions? It looks like the instruction manual in German. I've got German. Well, I'll leave you people to it. Thank you very much. is German. Yeah. I'm just like, give it to the German lady. Fail and give it to the German lady. <laughs> I've got this. I'm glad you didn't critical fail that. Yeah. Oh, I've read it perfectly. Clunk, clunk, clunk. Thank you for purchasing this large electric ice melter 3000 from the run. She flips through pages and okay, so plug that thing in there. I plug it with measure points. Now turn that knob. How much? To setting nine. <laughs> nine! <laughs> nine! Okay, now according to this, we need to back it away a bit. Okay. Because it's going to blast hot air out of the business end and melt the ice. Which end is the business end? You should know which end. I think it's this one! You blast off hot air out of it. <laughs> We should turn it 90 degrees and not stand in front of that. It's a huge, <laughs> a big fan. We do as she says. Okay. Now, we... Nozzle. <laughs> she starts stroking a head that's popped out of her collar. Oh. It's a what? sort of ferret creature. Oh, that's cute. This is Zobel, my ferret, yes. He's not get cold out here. Uh-huh. He's warm in my hood. Stay oh, no, he'll probably be fine. He's got fur. He's better than us. Yes, Zobel, I know. She talks to it for a moment in German rapidly. German? <coughs> Two! Oh. It, it sounds like she's having a conversation with it about, yes, she's aware maybe we should have bought someone who knew how to use this machine, but we didn't think of that. Is, is your ferret mocking us? Yes. I would mock us right now, too. Okay, I think it's now... It's this lever. Okay. I. At what point? Now? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I pull it. Oh, it's on. Hey, that only took twice as long as it should have done. <laughs> note, note yourself, next time you send your technical team back to base camp, make sure the people you're with 
have kept some of their technical team on hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you start to melt the ice on Hangar 1. Mm-hmm. It's a large mound of um, compacted snow and ice covering what used to be an aircraft hangar. And you can see there's about five feet of aircraft wing protruding and angle from the middle of it. But with the ice melter on, you know, it melts the ice. You go in with shovels and picks to get rid of the worst of it. And it's so much easier now that it's actually hot and melting. I mean, you're turning it into slush with this big warming device. And then that lets you... slush puppies. And as you clear it out, you reveal that the shelter appears to have collapsed before being buried under the snow. The aircraft here seems to have been crushed when the shelter collapsed on top of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's no way of ever repairing that. The fuselage is flattened and twisted, and the starboard wing is the only thing pointing up into the air. You know, the roof has come down, the wing's gone snap, yep. and it's just been buried in snow. So I've read very broken plane. It takes about four hours to get enough um, ice melted to get the aircraft shelter tarpaulin peeled back. Mm-hmm. Essentially, peel the whole thing. It's, it's ruined anyway. You peel it back to reveal the airplane. Who is exploring the aircraft? I'm going. I don't get in his way. <laughs> <laughs> I would have if I was there. That's because you like aircraft. I, I go up to it and go. I draw my gun. So, <clears throat> I... What are you doing? There's Dr. Gartner. There's weird things. It's not going to be in this thing that was buried under the snow. Why? Give me a reason why there couldn't be something in this plane right now. It could be the ramblings of a madman. The fact that everything we've discovered so far has been true is neither here nor there. I look at her poker face. Yes, it could be. I agree with Irwin. It could be. (laughs) Doesn't hurt to be safe, of course. Agreed. Can I have your book in a minute? My book? Mm -hmm. Don't do it. Don't give it to him. You've doomed us all. Probably. Is, the, is this one of them planes where the, the stairs are in the door? Yeah. Well, it's been crushed, so... There's panels. Yeah, I don't know what they do until I learn them. Learn them. Are you looking oh, something specific, Ash? <laughs> yeah. That is some serious effort. <laughs> I've gotten lucky about where I've learned things so far. <laughs> Why do things happen? And you're like, oh, yeah, glad I didn't do that when people are around. <clears throat> Create mind sludge. Oh, <laughs> roll me your Cthulhu mythos. Oh, <laughs> she don't need to remind him anymore. No. Do I keep asking all the wrong questions? Yes, free off. Wow, you lock it, lock it. <laughs> uh, can you lock Cthulhu mythos? You- well, it's just no, you can't. Sure. So can't. No, you can't. Actually. He could. Oh, oh you... no, I don't want to. It doesn't make sense to you me. Sure? Can... No, I'm sure. But this might save the day. Yeah, but anything might save the day, <laughs> you dirty GM. <laughs> I haven't got enough luck to just go spending it willy nilly. You don't remember that at this I've got current 55. time. Fifty-five. Oh, shit. Okay, uh, you move into the plane. Roll me your. Well, spot I, pull, I pull the door down. The uh, door down. Well, or it, it was it. Is it just crushed? How's it, it crushed? The fuselage is crushed. Yeah. The wings have gone. Snap. So it's more a case of climbing up on the fuselage and then 
lifting bits off and. Okay, so I'm, sort of, I'm gently moving things away. My legs. Well, spot hidden. If, and Anya moves forward to have a look as well. Ash, if you're referring to the fact that I have uncovered that already, mm. then I already know that and that and yeah, I'd already put all those together. Okay. Three. Three? Well, go you. Um, you are moving around, looking, and you're looking at one of the engines. And it's not been crushed because it's on the wing, but it was just buried in the snow. And the side of the engine has been opened, and bits have been taken out and then put back in, but not properly. It's like someone's been going, hmm. Oh. So, mm. it looks like over here someone was sort of have never seen an aeroplane before almost like it, it looks like someone was pulling out bits and looking at it in interest and then just plugging it back when they found it but not properly yeah it's like it's, it's almost just like someone didn't quite know what this was while he was with the plane rather than just standing around going there's a plane now I would have been paleontologizing the rest of the room or hang up well paleontology I extreme paleontology probably. I haven't done my numbers. Thirteen out of sixty-nine. That would be extreme, surely. You yeah. find um, under the port wing mm-hmm. um, what looks like strips of a fur coat, as if someone has sliced them into strips, mm-hmm. and then. Decided now, nah, we're not going to use these and just toss them on the floor. Do they look like they could have been useful for anything specific, like bandages or something? Not bandages, it's almost like someone's turned them into tubes, like a sleeve. The sleeves are intact, but someone's then sliced off the other bits and crudely sewn them into tubes. Like more sleeves. Nice. Yeah. Tubes, you say? Tunes. I don't think I've got anything to do with that. Okay. Well, I don't know what these could have been for. How strange. You did the orbs, so then you Any thoughts? Not at Doctor? this moment. Hmm. It's a bit odd, that engine there. What engine? Yeah. Sorry. Oh, come and look at this. Yeah, it looks like someone's taken it apart had a look at it and put it back as if they didn't know what a plane was. Well, in one of the other tents it was like a dog had been taken apart to see how it worked, practically. So, someone's... something is dissecting and... It's like if, they don't know what a, if we are. Professor Dyer's report is to be believed, it would probably imply the things. Look, but it'll... The things he dug up. Yes. Yeah. From okay. The cave. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Came alive. Yeah. But they were learning and were. Well, they're curious about their new surroundings then. I'm guessing so. I don't like this. Will they be curious about the two big camps that just popped? In fact, um, it correlates with something else I've learnt previously. Uh, ancient mythos from. A while back, where was that? 
Uh, tell, tell me, Anya, have you ever learnt anything, uh, read any uh, documents known as the narcotic fragments? Fragments? No. Oh. Uh, they speak of a uh, civilization before humanity, effectively. I'd normally say that's nonsense. <laughs> yes, so would I. Normally. You know this game doesn't work when there's just three of us and only one of us isn't Julian, right? <laughs> Maybe you're should... better off not knowing, Edwin. Yeah. Trust us. Sorry. I've seen some weird things in my life, trust me. I'm. No, you haven't seen weird things, young man. <laughs> you have seen peculiar oddities, strange things. Stranger things? <laughs> Are we in the upside down? I was wondering that. <laughs> I, we are the, the dogs were at one point hey. when they were rotated. <laughs> Lose twenty thirty. No. Lose twenty thirty. No, you're being mean. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, I think for now. Well, if this we move on to the next hangar. Yes. Do we have enough time left today? That took a long time. I look at a pocket watch. It's coming on from your evening period when you probably should be sleeping. We probably should get something to eat. We haven't eaten all day, Professor. Okay. Doctor. Let's go inside and eat and rest. Uh, you can just call me your grace. Okay, your grace. <laughs> she did What? She's a duchess. Just call me Anya. Would you, would you call her Anya. duchess your grace? I don't know. It depends. If you are social standing enough to be allowed to address her properly, you'd call her Duchess. Mm. If you're just a common peasant, you call her Your Grace. Are you a common peasant? <laughs> Pretty much as common as I come. You can call me Anya. Oh, I don't really you. care about the title and all that nonsense. Thank you, Anya. <laughs> That's my husband's thing. Oh, bang. Who is your husband? Uh, a Duke, Duke of, I believe. Uh, Reginald Buckingham. Oh. <laughs> oh. The Duke of Buckingham. Game meta points. Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> Michelle. Yeah, I have to pretend to not know my own character. <laughs> he does. He's yes. very nice. Michelle's just sad that she didn't win. She didn't get Reggie. <laughs> no, Michelle only cared about the money she earned on that yeah. wild trip. <laughs> you made so much money during that trip. <laughs> Can't believe how rich Michelle was by the end of that. Selling pictures of Lord Reginald Buckingham's trip across Europe with all the assassination attempts. <laughs> okay, so let's go get something to eat. Have a nice, quiet, relaxing evening. Then we'll worry about other things. Should we bring Edwin into this properly? Or... Is Edwin standing here? Yeah, yeah, she's she's I pointed this out earlier that they just—they do that. And yeah, I'll po I will point out that so far, um, as much as you seem like an absolutely lovely woman, all we've done is put vague allusions towards each other, and imply. We we may even have some idea, but I don't know what you know. Still, you, I, um, I I'm I'm rather new to this. 
Let's go and eat something. Yes, let's I'll go, go eat. And, How far away are we from the base camp? It's a good half mile trek. Because you didn't want to camp too close. Yeah. Because you needed to build a new runway and everything. Mm-hmm. Let's go and eat, mm-hmm. and we'll gather in your room, or mm-hmm. a room that you pick, in the camp, where we can sit down and we'll talk what we think we know. Of course. And we'll take Erdwine, because having a new reaction from someone who doesn't Edwin. know anything, Edwin, would be quite useful. Yes, yes it would. Um, yes, yes, yes. Let's, let's go eat. <laughs> Calming food. Have a fun evening. <laughs> earning some good Lumithas. <laughs> Meanwhile, across the ice and snow at base camp. We're having fun. Where there is no nipples at all. What about it? Well, it's in the middle of the table, but it looks like it's not on. It is on. It's a new one. Oh. It doesn't, the screen doesn't glow up. Okay. I'll look at it again. It doesn't grow up. Glow. It grow up. Light up is what I meant. Oh. Yeah, the, the screen on this doesn't light, so I keep looking and thinking, oh crap, it's not on, but it's the, the old one broke. Oh. You missed the funeral. <laughs> did you give it a Viking funeral? Or did you no, just, we, we so gave it a funeral. Just throw it in a bin. We got this brilliant picture of us all. We didn't have any flowers, so we had refresher bars that we all laid on it. There's <laughs> <laughs> an amazing picture. Oh, I think I saw that. I thought, what the hell are they yeah. doing? I didn't realise. And it plays Danny Boy. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. I'll show you it later. Anyway, meanwhile, across the ice and snow, at the safety of base camp, Agnatha and Charles, what are you up to? Um... Um, we're going to do your switcheroonie of the dogs. I'll assume you'll handle that. Yeah, the dog, uh, oh, the, the people in charge of the dogs here take them out. Oh, okay. They won't load any up until you're ready to leave. Oh, I'll go and find Louis and get the radio equipment. You're doing that. And what is, are you it, doing? is it night time now? Because of all the delays, you probably need to rest before you come yeah, back. Yeah, I was going to say, in which case, I will... Go to rest, maybe read a little before sleep. You snuggle down into your room. Your room is much nicer here. Yeah, I like base camp. <laughs> base camp, you've got, you've got your own room as chief pilot here. Yeah. You don't have to sleep in the stinky bunk room with everyone else. This, this I like. This pleases me. And now has got a better room. Meh. <laughs> she's got her own room at second camp. Because she's a lady. I'm a lady. It would be inappropriate for her to share a bedroom with anyone else. That's mm. true. All these unmarried men. And married men. Especially the married men. Especially the married men. First woman to the uh, South Pole, complete hussy, sleeping with lots of different <laughs> men. She doesn't want that on her. Um, yeah, so you're going to read some book, are you? I'm going to read some book, yes. Okay, which one are you going to learn today? Or attempt to learn. He'll do it, though. I have faith. <laughs> we believe. The question is, do you want me to? <laughs> I don't know. Actually, yes, I want you to learn something while you're over there. <laughs> Teleportation. <laughs> okay, and now, whilst uh, Charles decides what to learn, you yeah. find Louis. He's in the radio room. He's got one of the small radios apart and seems to be fixing it. Oh, Professor, hello. Hello, Louis, how are you? Good, good. How are things out there? place? Um, they seem okay. I've got a few, um, I've shown him the things saying, a few weird anomalies coming from over the mountains. It looks regular. But then it stops at night and coming mm. back on. And there's no one over there. That's weird. Yeah. Do we have a plan to investigate this further? 
can believe it. That's why I mentioned about coming back with us with a bigger radio and then see if we oh, can that's send... Well, if we can wire the thing up to your radio astronomy equipment, that gives us a really powerful antenna. We should be able to punch to the other side of those mountains. A bit whiskey, though. It's going to take a lot of power. We've got a spare one over there. <laughs> spare one. We have yeah. a complete spare generator oh, here. Of of spare so we can take that with us as well. Right? Spare generator and plug it in. As an extra generator. Don't you have your own power source for the radio astronomy equipment? Yes. We could just use that. Oh, I thought you meant more, you meant more than what we've currently got. Oh no, it was just going to take a lot of power. Oh, right, okay, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, if we plug it into your independent power grid and wire the radio antenna into your astronomy system, we should be able to get something. Okay. That's a good go. Sure. Yeah, when are we leaving? Be tomorrow now. Okay, I'll go and dig out the spare camp radio. And get it loaded onto one of the planes. Sure. Uh, anything else you need Need to bring? I don't think so. Is there anything in your shoe to think of? I think we should not plug in a signal amplifier. We won't need one if we're using your antenna equipment. No, because it We'd probably just okay. burn it out. Okay, I'll go sort that out. Sure. He heads off to sort that out. Uh, what else are you doing tonight? Uh, what time is it? It's, it's quite late. You've been in a plane all day, being cold and covered in dogs. Covered in dogs. <laughs> you just assume the dog shifted during transit, and every now and then the cockpit was just like, Dogs! No! Dogs! Ah! <laughs> Got any time to do any reading or not? Yeah, you could do some reading. Oh, yeah, you have a mysterious book. Okay, what are you reading? I'm reading and attempting to learn a song called Balls Fading. I don't know what that one does. T H O R or F O R? Sorry? Fall. Like, oh, fall. I'm falling, oh, not, fall. not, not, not four with a hammer. Falls! Falls! failing! I don't think he'd be learning something called Falls failing. Nope. You've got all evening. Uh, nope. One more. Nope. So I've got to get two hard rolls, so it's going to oh, take a while. He's tootling on his thing. Are you spending the whole evening playing this, or are you going to do something else? Uh, no. You're just going to eat and... Just eat and play music and then sleep. Then you can roll with a bonus dice. Because you're spending the extra time to do it. Nope. The hard one, this one. Nate's just picking the hardest one so he doesn't learn anything. I'm not actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Michelle, what are you learning? You're like a triple um, extreme. Like like stupid, isn't it? Okay, well, there's some extreme ones in here that I've not learned. No. You can roll again? No. And again? Yeah. 99. <laughs> uh oh! <laughs> We're in trouble. Oops. Give me the book. <laughs> okay, who, who, who here has got? I'm the only person here who doesn't have a book that's going to end the world. Screw you all! <laughs> You're all going to do something horrible, aren't you? We've earned the right to end the world. No, you haven't. We've been here. <laughs> I was in Scotland drinking much whiskey. Well, Craig, you would have loved it. There was, there was a distillery five minutes from the hotel. Let's take him. 
and they had yes. a Christmas fair while we were there. Okay, you realise you're about to activate a combination you are not ready for. Okay. And just drop it. Okay. And then you're like, oh, oh I'm going to push that away for now. And, and gently, after a few minutes, you like do the thing where you reset it and like, oh, no, I'm not touching that again tonight. That was nearly very bad. Uh, is that your thingy? Is that the fizz rep for what you're playing with in the, get, get, get yes. it in the game? Yeah. Michelle's took it out and I can't get it back in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I can't get it back in and stuck in. Oh, stuck in. Oh, I'll just get it. Do you want it stuck in? If you can do it. I can't do it. I can't even get it out. I'm not good at logic puzzles. <laughs> right. You two have a rather peaceful evening then. Yay. Yay. Are you yanging? Oh. <laughs> You'd have a peaceful evening. <laughs> no, no, Craig's doomed. doomed. There's, um... Well, I've doomed myself. That's all. There's warm drinks and nice food and you play some music. I would have made sure to at least attempt to radio back to the other camp. I don't know if we can. Um, I remember there being... Well, I wasn't there, but I remember there were issues. Louis gets through. Yay! And you get Professor Moore on the other end. It's a bit crackly and echoey. Hello, Charles? Yes, Professor Moore, can you hear me? Barely. Is everything well? Um, you sort of. We got waylaid because of weather. I just went to Yes, we saw that in. magnetic storm. Yes, the, the magneta storm. The magneta storm? <laughs> the magneta. I'm surprised you're still alive! I know. <laughs> Testament to my piety skills, I'd say. It's one of the strongest Pokemon alive. <laughs> good, good. Well, um, how are things? Yeah, things, things are fine. Uh, we'll be heading back first thing in the morning. Okay, because we're completely cut off without you. Yes. We'll come back as soon as it is possible. Oh, yeah, that's a thing. And that's what killed everyone last time. <laughs> so, uh, if anything disastrous happens, it's Radio Throne and sure we can emergency fly out for you. <laughs> that is not as reassuring a sentence as you think it is. <laughs> Whatever do you mean? Everything's normal and fine here. We're finding interesting things here. Anyway, I'm glad you're safe. Yep. Oh. Tell Agnatha that it happened again. Should I tell her what, or will she know what? The astronomy equipment, the same thing as last night, happened today. Okay, I shall let her know. She'll know what that means. Very well. Probably not come back. She'll probably be back on the Gabrielle being like, New York at once! (laughs) 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 Fleeing in the opposite direction. Okay, well. well, we'll see you soon. See you in the morning. Oh, and when you return, can you bring me... The green metal box under my bed. I can do that. Thank you, Charles. Very welcome. I'll see you in the morning. See you in the morning. Be well. He signs off. Meanwhile, across the briny waves. Waves? On the Gabrielle. Everything is going quite nicely. But across the ice in Lake's camp. Where do you gather? Well, we said my room, I believe. You you haven't got a room here. Oh. Look at the map. Oh. Agnetta and Charles, you may roll again on your studying. No. Yeah. no. That's the big one. That's the big camp. Oh, oh stop. Oh, that's that's maps. No. And why did I make them too hard? No. Your it's... dice just don't like you. No, it's not. Yeah, I mean, my, my skills are 47. It's not even that bad. It's just the, oh. the, the rolls will come in. This is just a little one. Yeah. 
You can um, pick your skills. Why does it say camp base? Probably the radio astronomy lab would be best. You go to the astronomy lab. Yeah, this. And I'd probably ask these. I'd probably ask Anya, should we get Professor Morin on this? We'd better take him. Yeah, I thought so. Um, we, we, find, we find Professor Moore, who I... He's on the radio. He's on the radio, so he's already here. <laughs> yes, Charles, if you could bring... Uh, you hear him signing off from Charles. Oh, hello, everyone. Um, Professor, I think we all need to have a talk. It, it's about the... Um... Lock that door. Yes, exactly. Lock Has he come door. off the radio yet? Yes. <laughs> he's just signed off. heard oh. that. <laughs> Something about Actually, no. <laughs> Roll your listen, Charles. As you, you go to leave the room. No, oh, I don't listen. Oh. <laughs> but Louis might. Hang on, I'll roll for Louis. <laughs> Louis is like, uh, Charles, you haven't turned this off. Do you still need it? No, no, I'm done with it. Thank you. Okay, uh, Professor Moore. Professor Moore. You hear Flora's look. <laughs> look at the radio. I look at the professor. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Louis, I forgot to turn it off on my end. Good night. <laughs> we were so close. <laughs> Locked up. <laughs> that's okay, you've just escaped hearing some horrible things true, the true. So, um, where do we start? I don't know. Um, we all know that there's horrors of Something some sort. Something unusual is going on here. Yes, unusual, unusual. Either Professor Dyer is mad and this is all the work of um, one of the students going insane and killing everyone. Yes. Because Gedney's body was missing and he was never found, except that the Professor Dyer's manuscript says they found him in that city on the other side of the mm-hmm. mountains. Mm-hmm. Yes. So um, either he went mad and he climbed the mountains himself and died in that city, or, or Professor Dyer's words are correct. Well, the thing is, I have reason to believe some of the things mentioned in this may actually have some basis in fact. So what do we do? Well... I would say we nuke for sight from orbit. It's the only way to be sure. What's a nuke? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> um, glad you asked. Well, there's no way we can... We could just tell the world there is nothing behind the mountains and it's not the magnetic south pole, so there's no reason for other people to try racing over there. If they think it's just nothing, then why would... Sooner or later, people are going to fly over it. Hmm. If oh. we said that to Tanya, we'd need to cover it in snow and ice. actively try to keep people away from here. Yes. From back north, hmm. like happened to you guys with the sabotage and everything. And we would be the mad ones. Yes. And so the cycle continues. Some way of hiding it, maybe? I would have thought that the... Well, this is the thing that confuses me. You would have thought over millennia the snow would have hit on it. I think we need to learn more about what's over there. Yeah. From an out... 
outside perspective. I look round at the, the three weird academics that you, you are. You've read the book. If that's true, then there's a city on the other side of those mountains. Full of creatures that want to learn. Because we discovered from the plane today it took apart the engine and what looked like a well dissection. And what Erwin said, that's not the first Two types time. of creatures. Yes. Yeah. The creatures that they dug up out of the cave that reanimated and killed everyone. Mm-hmm. And, and Shoggoths. Yes. What I've heard of those it makes me think I don't want to meet those. Oh, I think you've been taking too much into it. There's nothing wrong with those creatures if they exist, I'm quite sure. I, I, I... It was Deadpan a... look. What? Just the book I was reading about them makes them sound quite placid and sensible if they do exist. Okay, let's hope your book's right. I mean, you know, it could all be nonsense. Do you think it's nonsense? I don't know. If it's real, I wouldn't... Well, that's why I'm here, to find out whether this is nonsense or real. Fair enough. I mean, it's kind of Reggie's thing, keeping this sort of thing under wraps these days. (laughs) Yeah. Me and my husband had some unusual encounters during our younger years, and are doing our best to make sure this sort of stuff is actually not real or contained. That sounds like a noble calling. It um, is. And a lucrative one. Sorry, is it timeline-wise, because I don't know much about what's gone before, but timeline-wise, is is this after the Reggie? Yes. This is about ten years later. So Meta, you know that she knows a lot more than she's saying, right? Yes. Okay. Okay, well... I think we excavate the rest of the camp, mm-hmm. see what we find, and then go across the mountains. Yes. And see what we find. And if it's just snow and ice, then hurrah. Professor dies a madman and we all go home happy. Yes. I'm hoping that's what happens. And if it's not, we can come up with a plan later. Yes, sir. Yes. Um, why has that stopped? She what points she at the graph for the uh, radio astronomy equipment. With my non-existent radio operations, I look back at her and go, hmm? <laughs> No idea. It's just stopped. What is it anyway? Is it the frequency or what? Oh, is it recording a message or sending one out? I think this is recording signals from space. Star frequency and things like that. I don't know much about radio astronomy. We need the radio astronomer. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Who's having a nice time hundreds of miles away. Having a warm cocoa with her feet up. Well, when um, Agnatha gets back tomorrow, I'm sure we can ask her about proper readings. Oh, look, it started again. (laughs) (laughs) So, if only you knew what it meant. So my question is... Okay, we get the idea. <laughs> What's a, what is a shock off then? What's a go Hugh? Uh, my understanding <laughs> is it's like a big blob of. Um, no, I get that. I read from the article it's just a big blobby mass thing, but. They, they were made, uh, supposedly, uh, by a race that also made humanity and 
Ben. Oh, just tell him everything. Sanity check over there. <laughs> but I thought that's what this whole meeting was about, Anya. Well, still, you don't tell him everything. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Did that go badly? No, it was eight points. Oh, you failed? Yeah, but it did go badly. Sorry. <laughs> it didn't go completely badly, though. Let me change dice. Five points of sanity. Because <laughs> okay. if this is all real, then everything you understand about the world is just wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. Roll a d10. Eight. Wrong, 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 wrong. <laughs> So musical. We really are. Hmm. I walk to the door, I unlock the door, and I'm gone. <laughs> Maybe that was a bit much for <laughs> That's why, yes, you go to your room and you lock yourself in it. Do you remember my backstory? Yes. I have an existential crisis. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Roll me your this sanity is, again. This is a weird thing. Craig's like, great, they're both smiling weirdly. Right, Roll your sanity again. 33 out of 70. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Nothing bad happens. I'm sad. Oh, oh, that's good. Oh no, for me. So for us, it's oh yeah. Oh, I'll yeah. have that card back. You, you go to your room and are like, you sit down and be calm and not lose control. And oh, look, there's a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> I, I ask Anya what other books she might have read that would, could, if it could be of interest to me. None I brought with me. Uh, well, I, I actually work at um, the library of uh, Dr. Armitage in Arkham. So maybe I can find a copy if I know what book it is and I'd be most interested to do some research. Oh, it has lots of books there, does it? She would know about Arkham bloody university's library. But would you know that she knows? It's it's practically world famous. Well, I can give you a list of a few books to suggest when we're on our way home. Of course. Um, I... Take it Dr. Armitage has furnished you with knowledge anyway. Yes, yes, he's already given me quite a lot to work with, so... How much do you know about Shoggoths? I don't get this out in front of her. I'm doing this out of character to refresh my poor in my poor memory of me. Of you. Yeah, I don't have many memories. Um, I've got some idea about their origin and history. Uh, that they There's a chart here. Supposedly were controlled telepathically by their masters and at one point rebelled and... Uh, killed them all, uh, which means they were probably quite hideously powerful. Uh, there are rumours um, of all sorts. Uh, I, I basically relay the contents of this page. Do you mention anything about the footnotes under the picture? Yes, yes, I... Oh, yes, the footnotes <laughs> under the picture. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard that. Oh, it? What? How did I... Oh. <laughs> oh. So you, you discovered a subspecies. Yes, I did. Oh. 
So, well, you must be much more uh, knowledgeable of Chogoffs than me. I should take your word for it. Yes. <laughs> yes, petulant As I child. Said, they aren't a big problem. <laughs> I get the feeling they're probably a big problem for anyone that hasn't got your amount of knowledge. Aren't you glad I'm here? <laughs> you have no idea just how much relief I feel right now. Good. She holds out her hand to you. I shake her hand. Pleasure to meet you. I'm here to save the world. Would you like to help? Uh, I like living on the world, so if it's in danger, I should probably. Yes, yes. Okay, William. Well, come on, Zobel. We're going to go and get something to eat, and uh, maybe we should reconvene in the morning. Yes, yes. Um, did you bring your own stores with you? I can't remember. Oh, oh yes, I've got a camp. You know, we've got our own yes. and everything. Of course, well... Yes, yes. Of Unless you're inviting me to dinner, in which case I must say naughty, Mr. Ripley. She's married. Would be be poke. <laughs> I'm a married lady, but I would join you for dinner. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just leave dessert. At least just here in the camp, you know, you've probably got nicer cooking area yeah. than we do. Well, join join me for dinner. Perfectly platonic <laughs> work colleagues. I'm just going to bring... Might as well put my food in your store. Of course, it's usual. Jesus Christ. <laughs> wait, wait, you're not meant to move in. <laughs> I'm moving into your camp. Okay, that... That I, makes sense, right? Yes, yes, that makes sense. I put our food stores in your food yes, stores. Yes, yes. But I sleep in my tent. I'm not moving into your room. No, don't do that. Unless you want me to move into your room and you'll move out. No, no, gentleman. it's... it's it, I, I bunk with other men here. That's why I'm going to stay in my this tent. This has got so awkward. <laughs> oh, spaghetti everywhere. Don't make me turn this way you want and call my husband. No, no, let's just go eat, shall we? You've got to talk to yourself, Ed. That'd be amusing. Mm. Maybe you should radio back. I'll just make Craig play Reggie. Yeah. Reggie, some man is hitting on me here in Antarctica. Come sort him out. Oh, yes. <laughs> Well, that's what I've run call for. I'll be right there. <laughs> Make sure someone's looking after the children. Um, yes, dear. <laughs> Everyone, have a nice night. You drink yourself into a stupor. Yay. Make me a constitutional. I was about to say cognition roll. But that wouldn't help with being drunk. <laughs> no. hard. You all, all this game system. Yes, you drink sensibly, and then you sleep. Oh. Oh, Everyone roll cognition. <laughs> Craig, roll me your Cthulhu mythos. You didn't gain any of that. No. Roll me your power. Oh. <laughs> yes. What did you get? Forty-three out of eighty. You have a peaceful night's sleep. So says the dice tower. Wouldn't I have a peaceful night's sleep? Well, what happened last time you had a sleep? That wasn't a sleep, that was something else. <laughs> the next day dawns. Kieran, roll a D100. 34. This sounds good. It's yeah. snowing. It's not so good. It's very um, normal for here. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's not heavy snow. It's it's not light, fluffy snow. It's it's constant snow, and it is 
pretty chilly out there. Roll a D100 again. Uh, Michelle. 35. It was all prepped and everything. <laughs> Roll yeah. again. 97. Oh, dear. Da, 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 da. Roll, never roll a d10. <laughs> Eight. Doomstorm. <laughs> roll a d10, Nate. Oh, God. One. Yay. At the coast, it's minus 80. <laughs> wow. The temperature has plummeted dramatically. It's not stormy, but the temperature has just dropped. You've got some sort of anti-cyclone of weather sitting on top of the Antarctic. The temperature is like keeping the snow in and the, the eternal sun is pretty much blocked out by the clouds so the temperature's just dropped. At Lake's camp, it's minus 180. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. God. The temperature is unbearable. Professor Moore has forbidden anyone to go outside. You've moved the German team inside. <laughs> They're camping in the mess it's room. room. <laughs> um, you've, literally, you've locked the doors, you've brought the dogs in, and it's just bitterly cold out there. It's unbelievably frozen. Yeah, this it's, is beyond bitterly cold now. <laughs> it's a wee bit nip. <laughs> a wee bit nip, yeah. Um, the generators are still going, the heating is still on, but, you know, going outside, it's just unbearably cold right now. Even at the shore camp, it's cold out there. You can see the barometers have dropped. The temperature is minus 80. Let me guess, if I ask, even out of character, how long would a human likely to be to survive in such coldness? Your answer will be... Go outside and see. Yes. I'm not doing <laughs> that. seconds in that scenario. Yeah. It's got to be almost... Even wrapped up. Yeah, maybe less than a minute. Sure. Yeah. It's if you're all wrapped up in your proper gear, you could probably walk from a plane to the door and get inside safely. But not much more than that. Yeah. Things will start dropping off after that. Is the wind as well, or is it just There the is no wind, it's just oh, the temperature. Wow. It's just completely dropped. It's completely unheard of. Unseasonable for the summer. This is summer. <laughs> this is the heart of winter kind of temperatures. But because of this weird, the way the snow clouds are stuck above the sky and they're building up against the mountains. In... No funny business, obviously. <laughs> no funny business going on at all. It's just bad weather. Okay, um, so what are you doing? Um. Well, I guess we're settling in for a quiet day, effectively. It's a filler episode. Mm. Stark weather rings in. Um, oh, God, yeah, he's on a frickin' volcano. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is he going to survive? The dice will determine. God, imagine if he just died. No. They're good. They found the cave. <laughs> That's good, yeah. You yeah. set up the um, trail radio they've got with them. Mm-hmm. And they're above the snow line. They're above the clouds. Because they're up a mountain. Because it was not as cold for them. You're all pansies. Ironically. You're all pansies and wimps, <laughs> clearly. It's not that cold up here. But yeah, Stark weather seems to be fine. Okay, uh, what are people doing today? 
Um, it's literally going to be a day of staying in. Sadly. I think I'm going to start. Just, but, yeah. That's the way. I mean, it's not as bad at our camp, but I will go to Agneta to relay the message from Moore that the astronomy equipment's doing the same thing that it did before. I hope that means something to you, because it means nothing to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it's cold where we are. It's not as cold as their place, so I will get the... You could fly back? going to fly back today. I don't think there's... Uh, no, there's no point in flying back. Well, do I want to know what temperature is? Well, I mean... We could call them and ask. Yeah, I know, but I'm thinking, would I even bother to call? Well, well yeah, we would check in. We would check in. So, yeah, okay. We're ready. We're ready. I'll, I'll get the green metal box out of Moore's room and put it in the plane anyway. Yeah. And I'll radio back. Do you look it. in it? It's a very heavy box. I do not look in it. It's none of my business. There's a mask in here. <laughs> <laughs> What's this? Oh, let me wear it. Oh, what a funny day. I am going to start studying the okay. Emerald Tablet. Let me deal with Nate first. Mm-hmm. You um, call the camp. You get hold of Professor Moore. Ah, Professor Moore. Ah, Charles. Um, nice to hear from you. What's the weather like out there? It's absolutely terrible. It's, it's awful here. Really? The external barometers are looking at minus 80. No, no. No, no you're minus 180, aren't you? Yeah. We're minus 80. Yeah, minus 180. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, well, yeah, we're, we're minus 80 here, so you've got it worse than us. Um, yeah, don't fly out. No, it's, it's probably best that, that I don't fly I mean, out, I mean, we're fine inside. The temperature in the base camp is like 12. Is everyone safe? Has Stark ever returned yet? No, he'll come back to the main camp, surely. I don't, I don't know where he went from. He just disappeared, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, he's up a mountain near base camp. Okay, all right. But yes, um, uh, we're just going to bunk down for the day and um, that makes sense. Get warm, keep warm. We've got plenty of fuel, so hopefully this weather will break. I don't have great polar survival skills, but <laughs> even I would suggest not going out in that in that, those <laughs> yeah. sorts of temperatures. <laughs> yes, we're all going to stay inside and um, you know go through our notes and stuff. Remember your mittens. <laughs> yes, don't worry. I don't normally forget my mittens, Charles. <laughs> Unlike you. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we're going to camp down for the day, do some reading, compile our notes. I might develop the photographs you took of the fossil caverns. Okay, sounds good. Do you need to speak to Agnata at all? Or? Um, tell her it's stopped doing it. Okay. It was doing it all night, well, it looks a bit every ten minutes, and then around about 4am it just came back on and hasn't gone off since. Okay, I shall relay the message for you. Thank you, Charles. And hopefully we'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, I'll check back in later today anyway, just in case. Yes, Charles stay in touch. And he signed off. And then, Starkweather to base camp. Starkweather to base camp. Do you hear me? You ah, to... yes. Oh, Hello. Charles, what are you doing on the radio? I was literally just speaking to more. I oh, good, camp. good. How's things? I'm cold. <laughs> you? Well, it's the Antarctic. Being cold was what you signed up for. Yeah. I mean, I'm no expert, but it seems like it's colder than it should be. Well, I don't know. We're up a mountain. Yeah, like camp's even worse. we're camping here for the day to rest, and then tomorrow we're going to ascend to the summit of Mount Erebus. Okay. Is everything going well? Yes, yes. The dogs are well. We've got plenty of food. Lots of great things. Anyway, put Louis on. I'm going to read out today's headlines he needs to send out for me. Very well. Unless you want to do it. 
No, I'll get Louis for you. Well, you should have come with us, man. You'd have loved the weather up here. It's brisk and clear. You can see for miles over the clouds. I bet it's glorious. It is. I'll take some photos for you. Yeah, thank you. I'll, uh, I'll pass you over to, to Louis. Oh, now. how's the science going? The science? Um, I'm not really too well versed in how the science is going. I mean, we found some wonderful some caves that I went down, but I didn't really know what I was looking at, to be honest. So it looks very nice. Oh, good, good. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be exciting news eventually. Yeah, there's, there's science going on. They all seem excited, so I'm sure it's... When good. are we flying over the mountains? Uh, well, I believe we're waiting for you to come back, but... Um, oh, well, I was waiting for you guys to tell me you're ready, and then you can pick me up. I imagine it's going to be <laughs> when the weather gets better. Oh, well... We're probably a few days away yet, at least. just snowing down there, right? Can't be that bad. The temperatures are minus 80 here and minus 180 at Lakes Camp. It's it's pretty cold. Wow. Well, we're going to continue climbing the volcano then, rather than going back down Yeah, that. stay above the clouds. Well, have a good day, Charles. Oh, and one more thing. Yeah. I hear we've got some Germans now. We do have some Germans, yes. Are they okay? Are they above board? Uh, oh. I mean, you know, I've always had reservations about Germans, but... <laughs> Okay, the racist are having a chat. They, they, they seem okay. <laughs> well, as long as they haven't caused any troubles. They seem genuinely you know, gracious in defeat, should well, I say. Well, what I understand, one of them's married to an English toff, so we should probably be okay with her. <laughs> yeah, well, I've, I've left I've left them with uh, with Irvine and, and more, so I'm sure they're having a, a grand old time. Oh, they're probably doing science or something. Oh, yeah, doing sciencey things. For science. Science! Biology. What? <laughs> <laughs> we all got it. <laughs> Surrounded by perverts. <laughs> Your wife suggested it. Yes. <laughs> well, uh, I'll speak to you soon, Charles. Yep, I passed the radio over to Louis, who I assume is somewhere near. Yeah. <laughs> Rolls his eyes and starts and puts his headphones on so he can listen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what are you doing today then? You're um, grounded. You're going to do some more reading? I will do some more reading, but I'll just throughout the day check to see if the weather's dropped and make sure the planes are sort of ready to go ish in case we can go. That's about it, really. What does that mean? <laughs> oh, spaghettios! Oh, it's a zero. It's the zero mark, right? Oh, you got the Cthulhu symbol. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got the Cthulhu symbol and was like. Cthulhu? <laughs> uh oh! <laughs> That's not a good sign! Double Cthulhu. That when it's summoned, summon him. <laughs> well, it's double Cthulhu, you see. Yeah. Double Cthulhu. Which is a hundred. So I just rolled a hundred on one thing. Don't worry about that. Okay, um. So you're going to be keeping on... The, the weather does not break today. No, that's fine. So Are you reading? You're reading, Craig. You're reading? Are you reading anything now? I want to do it at some point. But um, would I have brought any samples back with me? Or am I just working... Roll your luck. Uh, yes. Um, yeah, you pack some of the fossils okay. and stuff. Then I'll take some to the lab and get them. Okay. Um, what are you, you brought some fossils back with you, so yeah, you go to the geology lab. Okay. You have the map, the camp. I can't remember what labs there are. Mm. There are several labs here at base camp. All of the labs. Um, what are you doing today? It's cold out there. 
Yeah, there's too much atmosphere. <laughs> <laughs> right, so I had a weird wibbly bit. A bit unnerved. And now you're trapped in this icy box with all of these madmen. Well, not that. I think, like, I'm gonna go and see more. You find more uh, in the radio room. Hello. Oh, uh, Edwin. Hello. Can I have a quick just to? Uh, oh, sorry. Not about what we talked about yesterday, but in connection with... Yes. I just sort of shut the door. What's up? Um, you read my file, didn't you, in sort of the strange occurrences that happened throughout my career as an explorer? Yes, the blackouts and the Blackouts and the things and the near-death experiences and... That seemed all normal. You know, people sometimes have blackouts in stressful situations. When they're crushed by a tree or in a ravine and... Yes, yes. What about it? Is there anything in these sort of stories about, like... Kenning? <laughs> I'm afraid... Like, I'm in there again. There's nothing I'm aware of. I'm not an expert on this otherworldly information. Okay, oh, I'll go maybe I'll see Anya. Maybe she'll be a more of a... She seemed to be... Yeah, don't bother Dr. Gartner. They had a very horrible night in their tents when the temperature dropped. Oh, of course. Fine. <laughs> oh, no, just go make sure everything's Don't okay disturb them. They're busy. <laughs> They're busy being cold. <laughs> They've moved inside for now. Well, is Urban? Oh, he works with Professor Armitage. He'll be the one. I think he, they're, they're always... I mean, talking. I doubt there's anything in any of the information I have that could explain your blackout. It's clearly just a medical condition, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll leave him to it and I'll uh, total off. Anyone yeah, the door behind you. And then locks it. One dick. Apparently they are. Dick. Um, if anyone is reading, they may roll reading rolls. Reading rolls. Oh, you were doing science, weren't you? I can do reading as well at some point, but yeah. yeah. How many rolls? Um, oh. You may make four rolls. Craig, do you two have two Haster symbols? Oh, no. Does he have two Haster <laughs> symbols? Yeah. Who's just staring at it? <laughs> oh, I just noticed he's frozen in horror. Hand <laughs> me the book. <laughs> Ooh, yes. This was one. just for reading something I have not uncovered. Oh. I have one. Two more rolls. Oh, come on, bring it home. Like it. It's a lot of luck. <laughs> no. It like you were closer. It's, yeah, well, it's, yeah, it's close-ish, but no. I don't want luck that many points. It's like eight. You have betrayed me. You... Let's see how great Fulu treats me now. <laughs> how are you doing? I got my nicks on. Oh, you can peel it off and read it there. I got one success. I just need to get one more. finish that combination and there's just this warm light and you feel really good really 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 good and relaxed and calm oh, and uh, <laughs> having a nice time Craig, Craig's just harbing can't blame the table for your dice Craig mm-hmm. 
Roll the d4 queen. Not a what are the one. blue ones again? Azathoth. Yeah, I'm not going I have no idea what this any it's of them would mean, so. Okay. Fair enough, that's going to happen, isn't it? Um, what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to go talk to Great. I don't know about weird things. Perhaps not right now. <laughs> Oh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> okay, uh, what you you're reading? Did you do your four rolls? I've done my four rolls, yeah. Oh, you were reading. Oh god. Oh, no. uh, you should have. Is he reaching for another book? Oh, he was considering it. <laughs> no, he's got it under his under his piles of paper. He's just doing things to like you know. Yeah, yeah. Craig, you get to a really difficult passage in Latin. And you're sensible enough not to read it out loud. You write it out again on a piece of paper to try and just, you know... Think through it. That makes sense. Think through it. Um, Which activates the spell. Oh. Uh, Cross off uh, six magic points. And just as you open the door to everyone's (laughs) room and walk in... Oh, no. (laughs) Whippity-wobbly. Actually, no. Oh, that's my max, yeah. Um, the sky splits open. Uh, the, air, the ceiling. The air in Irvine's room splits open, and there's this soft <laughs> as this portal to tear open. <laughs> oh God! In air, and this shining figure of pure white light in a flowing silver robe with a halo and wings kind of glides out of the portal and fills the room with a delightful, glorious light as you roll sanity, both of you. <laughs> Do you know who this is? No, I've got a clue what's going on! Which is an extreme. No, not anymore. Uh, mm, that's a 60, so no. 67 out of 65. You lose <laughs> two sanity, bro. And... What do you do next? Do you just shut the door and go away, or are you gonna? Uh, 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 hello, Evan. You failed. Yeah, <laughs> by two. Well, three actually. You still fail. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> it changes the number of dice, though, doesn't it? The size. The size of the dice. Size. I think the number is determined by what's happening. What? What? The... <laughs> what are you doing, man? What number is that? And I love it. the cathedral thing again. Oh yeah, look, it's it's, it's six. <laughs> <laughs> it's a forty-five. <laughs> it's a six. It's a six. So um, roll a d10. Yeah, let me mark off. Let's see what Miali says. Two. You were struck deaf, dumb and blind by the pure holy light <laughs> shining through this strange portal into your eyes. Uh, you can see Irvine just sitting behind his desk. Very monkeyed. Yeah. <laughs> just staring in raptured oblivion at this creature. It turns to look at you and the warm light flows over you. It feels nice. Whoa. It's nice and warm. Um, hello? It speaks. 
its tongue is musical, lyrical, and yet incomprehensible to you. Oh, oh it's going to be an Ocean. I don't, I don't know, I don't know how to understand you. <laughs> oh, that, that, that was a bad sentence. <laughs> <laughs> you learn in this game. Senses are not. You're never supposed to say things. Nate remembers when <laughs> I said something similar. He holds out a hand yeah. to you, yeah, and touches your shoulder, and you feel warm. And then suddenly it speaks again in English. Oh, I am the messenger of the thrice of he who is three. The oh. thrice-faced messengers are here. Oh. This my, my my brain is going Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Turns <laughs> to look at uh, the the dumbstruck idiot in the corner. <laughs> this mortal's comprehension of my appearance is destroying its mental capacity. <laughs> <laughs> Thus, he is unable to give me the message he wishes me to translate. <coughs> so the honour falls to you. Ask what message you wish me to take forth into the heavens above, and I shall ask it of the thrice-faced Lord. Um. Why are hot pockets? No. <laughs> I don't exist yet. Um. Oh, he's deaf, dumb, and blind. He doesn't know what I'm asking. <laughs> Ask why hot dogs come in packs of eight, but both hot dogs come in packs of six. <laughs> Proper <tip. laughs> Collusion between the hot dog companies and the bakers. Um, why? <laughs> why am why I am in life and death situations where there is no hope? Do I find that I am always fine after I lose consciousness? What answer shall come to you? He's fucking useful, mate. He's profiteering from your fuck up. What answer shall be. Your question shall be asked, and an answer shall be forthcoming, as has been agreed with this one. (laughs) (laughs) The light fades. And Irvine slumps over the desk on top of this large book he was reading. I sort of walk over. Is his bed in here? We're in his room. Yeah. Just put him on his bed, put him down. Okay. <laughs> I just sort of leave and I'm like, I'm going to lay down. <laughs> oh, that was exciting. Don't you want to look at the pretty book he was reading? Nope. Run away. I've run away. I'm not reading an evil book. <laughs> So you took the panel off then? No, no, I just lifted it up slightly. Oh, you just lifted it up slightly. (laughs) So I could read underneath what the spells were. It's like, which one of these is Craig and accidentally cast? Oh, well, he summoned an angel, so that's not too bad, I guess. He didn't summon a horrible (laughs) beast from beyond time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's what a Shoggoth looks like. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you open the door, there's this Shoggoth erupting out of Irvine's body. That would be great. I just like, what happened to Edwin? <laughs> well, I think I was summoned to shock off by accident. So we introduced him to Wibbly Things, for, and then 12 hours later, he is dead. Brilliant. <laughs> Anya would just be like, why is no one competent? <laughs> the day passes. I was doing science. Oh, you were doing science? Science. There's a geology and there's a glaciology bit. You're examining your ice samples, which have melted. You do various chemistry to them. Well, your glaciology. 
the water content in this ice is so pure. You've never seen such pure water just dug out of the ground. Um, you'd expect there to be, and you know, the surface ice is obviously dirty and full of bits. But when you get one of the samples that was extracted from deep down with the ice drill, it's pure. You could drink this and be absolutely fine. That's how pure and pristine. There's no salt at all. It's pure fresh water. Hmm? How old is that? Um, from the ice melt, you reckon this ice is about 60,000 years old? Nice, that is not fresh. Okay. <laughs> it's freshly melted, it's perfectly fresh. Yeah, I know. It's, it's pure water, which is interesting. Because obviously most of this water would have been rain or snow mm. that's built up over years. Um, so yeah, most of the Antarctic ice must be fresh water. <laughs> which you have just discovered or are in the process of discovering by you test it more like useful but yeah the theory um, the theory pans out a lot of money. most of the ice on the Antarctic ice sheet is pure water no salt so it's fresh water the key word there being most yeah <laughs> you know, the stuff on the surface is you know not so great but when Fiddle. it gets compacted down a lot of the struggle impurities are lost Damn, Damn sure peeing in the pool. You're, going, you're <laughs> pushing forward the envelope of science and understanding of humanity. Not discovering any gods go- or anything. She's trying to bribe something. <laughs> <laughs> and while well, you're... Geology. Geology. No. The fossils are beautiful. Uh, you've got a whole fish. It's about this big. Mm-hmm. Just trapped in this uh, Precambrian chalk, limestone from the fossil cavern. They're amazing specimens. You've never seen such... A lot of them are intact. Isn't Agmata out of the main camp? Yeah, that's why she's in the lab. She's taken some stuff with her. She took some of the samples back to the lab so the scientists in the lab can do some yeah. science on them. Um, they are beautiful. These fossils are going to fetch so much money. <laughs> like, you're going to be able to sell these to museums around the world. I mean, they're perfectly intact from the limestone so essentially from the looks of it, it well, there was some sort of inland lake or sea where this fossil cavern was and then when the Antarctic and the ice came it all just froze and all the plant life and animal life was frozen in the water and then has slowly fossilised over the years as it's been compacted into limestone so these are some amazing finds but you don't find anything you know earth-shattering, like you did with the glaciology, but, hey, you know, you're going to make a lot of money when you sell these back home. Money, 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 Bob. Mythicotonic <laughs> University is likely to hold a big fossil auction. And a auction. A auction. And you're going to make a lot of money. And uh, as the day passes, you can roll me your reading again, people who are reading, except for you who are in bed. Unconscious. I'm not going to roll the second one because that makes it a fail. <laughs> <laughs> not critical, just a fail. Okay, where were we? Um, Do we're all asleep again? The next morning rolls around. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Craig, make me a Constitution A check. Constitution. I feel like you're being mean to me. You went insane. Nope. 
Arona, when you what get a chance, could, about it? Could, you, like, <laughs> could you compile a time frame of how long Craig's unconscious and asleep during this Cthulhu campaign? <laughs> you were or in a hospital bed. <laughs> you got shot! How, how often is Craig incapacitated? That's a bingo square, isn't it? Craig incapacitated. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, the weather has broken today. Uh, it started it, raining. It stopped raining? <laughs> no, it started. <laughs> The snow is uh, still falling, but it's fading off. The temperature is rising. The anticycline has broken. And it's a balmy minus 20 outside on the coast. And a nice minus 35 in the shadows of the mountains of the Miskatonic. Nice. Fresh, calm... Balmy positively weather. toasty compared to what we used. It is. It is <laughs> positively roasting out there. Shorts and t-shirt weather. Craig is asleep. Yes, I know. I'm, I'm exhausted. Sleep. Okay, um, Agnata and Charles. The weather should be good for you to fly back out to base uh, the lake campsite if you so wish to do so. Yes, um, I find Agnata. She Hi, is. Charles. Hi, Agnata. Have breakfast. <laughs> I relayed a message from before to say because I haven't got around to telling you that, that the apparently the equipment has now stopped doing the thing. All right. It was doing it for a bit until the early morning and then stopped and it's not doing anything at all or something. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I think we should make preparations and head back to Lake's camp. Sure. I'll let Louis know. Louis is all ready to go. Mm-hmm. He'll go get his coat. And his mittens. I forgot and the, the new doggies. New radio is on. on the plane. And the new dogs are on. Uh, we'll load the dogs now, I guess. We haven't loaded them before now because loading them on the plane and then leaving them there overnight would yeah. be a me. <laughs> Wouldn't it just? We go back and open to horror. <laughs> yeah. Frozen yeah. dogsicles. They'd be much easier to rotate, though. <laughs> yes, but then you'd have no dogs. Yes, but we'd have easily rotatable dogs. And Michelle would hunt you <laughs> with a rifle. Not Misty. You'd hunt him anyway, just for the fun of it. Because Misty would be sad. Yeah, Misty would be heartbroken. All our chums would be dead. And then she'd die of a broken heart. And it'd be Kieran's fault. I do final checks on the plane, blah, blah, blah. Roll me some aircraft maintaining. Yes, I maintain hard. (laughs) I'm like, you will work, machine. Yeah. Okay, now roll me... A D one hundred. Ninety-nine. Oh. That wasn't oh. a skill roll though. That could be anything, Craig. It's a red problem, Suddenly it gets very cold again. <laughs> um You discover a problem with the plane. Oh. Just because of the minus eighty degree temperature, the control wires have frozen in place. Mm. So you have to spend an extra half an hour with a, you know... Thawing them out. Thawing them out, essentially. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, they, they, they can't move, so the flaps can't flap and the tail can't twiddle. Yeah. Be, go up in here. I'm going to turn left now. No, nope. oh, here's we're going forward, guys. <laughs> right into the mountains. But you noticed before you took off. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, you spent an extra half an hour thawing out the bits of the plane that have frozen and getting it ready to leave. It's cold out here. I'm glad when you get inside and the heater is on and you 
shut the cockpit door, make a nice little toasty room. <laughs> My electric heater. You there, warm me. No. Oh, not what a trick he is. It pours out freezing cold air. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> okay, uh, you are all on board and ready to go. Roll me some pilot aircraft. Yep. Aircraft. Right. Meanwhile, at camp, um, Professor Moore calls you in. Oh. Good morning, Professor. Uh, hello. Um, I think as the weather was broken... I'd like you and the professor and Irvine to get out there and excavate Hangar 2. Of course, yep. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll go wake up. Have you seen him this morning? Irvine? No, he didn't come in for breakfast. Oh, he saw him yesterday. He took a bit of a turn and um, put him to bed. A bit of a turn? <laughs> Did he go, go outside? No, I think he just... Well, cabin fever, maybe. Oh, well, stuck in. Yeah, it's not nice being stuck in here. I mean, it's not as big and spacious as the... Um, Great outdoors. As the base camp. He's probably missing his private room. Well, I'm going to call in on base camp. And okay. I'll see you in a bit. You go check on Irvine. Yep. He is in bed, covered in frost. I thought he took it all off and put it into a jar. That was yeah. yesterday morning. <laughs> this is new frost. Oh, okay. <laughs> I rolled a survival to see if there's any like breaks in the. Yeah. And I look at the restroom. Is there anything else in this room? No, just just him and his bed covers. Eighteen. Yeah, he looks. There's nothing wrong with the room. There's no breaks or anything. Mm, um. Am I going to star in my own TV crime drama? <laughs> 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 No. Frozen witness. I could be David Jason. <laughs> I go to him and sort of. We danger mouse. Wake him. You give him a shake. The frost cracks, and he starts to wake up. No, but Irvine, Irvine, are you okay? Well, mm, what, what, what do you mean am I okay? You. What, what happened? Why you... am I in bed? What? How much do I remember? You remember a great glorious light and a singing, a ringing voice that sung eternal harmonies in your mind. It was so very, very nice, and yet at the same time, uncomprehensibly bad. Why that? Uh, you're telling me this now? <laughs> uh, yeah, I found you in the after- okay. late afternoon when I came and got you for dinner. You were slumped on your desk, so I put you to bed. I look over at my desk. Yeah, there's your book. Open on a page, you must have fallen asleep. I close it, put it in a drawer of my... Also, you're covered in this weird frost I've got like on my finger. But did you go outside or something? Or No, I... Do you know what I, this is then? I get some more of a frost and I take another sample. I want you to put it in a, like a sort of like... Just wipe it off the corner of your desk. No. <laughs> it's just melted now. Yeah. Can I think of any reason why someone would just be covered in frost when they wake up? Yeah, they're outside oh, and dead. Oh, mythos? Oh, God. <laughs> of course it was. <laughs> nope. No, no idea. You were somewhere cold. And yet you were in bed. All snug. 
Uh, I guess I should get some food in me anyway. Yes, um, we need to go and excavate the second hangar today. The weather's clear. Oh, oh, oh great, great. Let's get on with that then. I, I grab some, a very quick thing to eat and get out there with them. Okay. Anya joins you. You turn on the heater. You start to excavate hangar two. Sure. Okay. Um, Anya has been examining the mound of Hangar 2 mm-hmm. and she has excavated a small corner of it and is examining it. Maybe you join her outside. Ah, you're here. Yes. Morning. Um, good news. I think this is intact. Oh. If we can get the ice off it, it should resurrect itself. Awesome. And we should be able to go inside. Oh, perfect. Right, let's get to it then. Electric ice melter on! Shovels and pickaxe. Who's turning on the electric ice melter? We've still all only got one point. <laughs> you must remember it from before. Yeah, right? yeah surely. And he's got the instructions. And she's got a 14! Yay! Exciting! You spend two hours excavating the hangar. And it slowly pulls back up. Okay. And you are now ready to head into the hangar when you hear the sound of an aircraft engine. Huh. Duck and cover. Wait, are you going inside or are you going to go see the landing? Uh, the it's landing the f- is... Just a landing. Uh, yeah, the first one in two days after being stranded. And I don't really understand why I'd be interested in the plane. Because your good friend Charles is back. The oh, other yeah. players are here, so then maybe they could accompany you on. Okay, yeah, yeah. I go to watch the plane come in, like an awestruck yokel. Roll a landing. Don't crash into us now. No, we're good. We're good. <laughs> he lands. The propellers. Chew you up and spit out <laughs> chunks of Irvine. Why only me? Him too. Are they in like good enough chunks so we can cook them up at least later? Mmm, yeah. nice bolognese. I don't want you to go to waste you. I feel like you're that's, one with us if we can shoot you. Uh, the plane lands. Um, Agnatha opens the side door and the air stairs clack down. And a bunch of dogs rush out. Yeah. I get out of the way of dogs. They're very excitable. I don't want to be hit by a dog avalanche. <laughs> uh, Misty bounds over to greet Agnetta. She's perfectly fine. And uh, Professor Moore wants over. Ah, Charles, Anya, and um, Agnetta, welcome back. Welcome Thank back. You. Thank you. Hi, guys. Hi. Nice trip. Yeah. Oh, yeah, wonderful. A few hours turned into a few days. It did, didn't it? Well, the weather was against us. You can't help it with the Antarctic weather. Yeah. Anyway, uh, welcome back, everyone. We are about to enter Hangar 2. Um, I wonder who I want to join us. Sure, I've brought your green metal box. Oh, good, thank you. Uh, he goes on board and gets that and opens it and just takes out two pistols. Puts it in his pockets and shuts it is it safe to assume we'd have brought most of our personal effects with us? Why would you bring all of your stuff up here to the secondary base camp instead of keeping them at the main camp? In case I wanted to shoot a penguin. 
penguins are all down at the coast. In case I wanted to do a really long shot at a penguin with a short range shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> you right, go on, though, got it? Well, you've got to test the range of your weapons. That's science. <laughs> Until, like, uh, the day before yesterday, there was nothing you'd need a weapon for. The professor sent someone for his. Yeah. Gonna go get a knife. You, boy. <laughs> Sorry, what? He's going to go get a knife. Oh, fudge. Oh, Kinell. Not in-game, actually. He's not not John Rambo. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, maybe he is. (laughs) Yes, I'm not about to slice you all up. Okay, um, you head over to Hangar 2. It's dark inside because it's full... The hangar is intact now. You've got the snow and ice off. The canvas has lifted back into position. Have my magic points gone back? Yes. Am I going in? Do you want it? I was going to say, well, should I go with Louis and get the um, radio? You want to go do that with Louis? Yep, you and Louis head off inside with the uh, hangar as Michelle deftly skips the part of the adventure full of horrors. <laughs> no. Success. <laughs> now there'll be no horrors. It's just now that empty hangar. Surely. It's a hangar. I'm going. I like hangers. Yeah, you do. It's an aircraft hanger. Yeah. Um, there is a faint, disagreeable metallic odour as you enter the hangar. Does it smell like blood? No. <laughs> okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> what, was the, what was the final noise? It sounded like a, a perfect imitation of a fart, but it came from your mouth. <laughs> oh, my nose. Oh, your nose. <laughs> I was coming up my nose by it. <laughs> the more you learn every day. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, he did that. Are you okay? Yeah. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> My nose made a perfect bar. It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's made your day, hasn't it? Hey, I don't it, know what I've done. Is this the pinnacle of your life? Can, can you die happy now? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah, yeah. raining a bit. As you move oh, yeah. into the hangar, you see that there are patches of pink ice over the floor. Ice? And um, as you move in, torches shining, you realise they're dog-shaped along one wall, the southern wall. They are the outlines of where a dog was. Like it said. Yeah. In the thing. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry, so it looks like there was a dog there, that has and now been... it's just an empty dog void. Uh, roll me your intelligence, Nathan, as you look at this. I am intelligent. This looks like someone's been slicing dogs uh. open, and there are... There are, there's like the outline of a dog and then there's a pile of pink off to one side that looks like someone's Aww. taken the organs out. And then one of them, it looks like someone's sliced the top of the head off and the brain has been moved onto the ice. And this is How disturbing. Oh, this is years old. Years it's old. all frozen. It does frozen. Okay, cool. Am I rolling insanity? Um, yeah. I'm assuming I've seen enough of this shit by now. Yeah. Oh, no. 95. Oh, close. At first you're like, what, what? And then you move in and you, you pan your torch around and you realise that there are 
about 80 of these. Wow. Like someone's done this to every Remember dog that the camp had. You like hangers. I do like hangers. <laughs> the hell's been going on here? I draw my weapon and don't like it. Something that was not smashing. No. They might have been splashing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it was more slashing. <laughs> and the thing that really disturbs you, Nate, is you, you're just panning your light and you stop on one of the outlines and then you shift to the next one and the next one. These are human-sized outlines. Arms and legs. Oh, God. Blood spatter in the ice and then the piles of organs. Lovely. As if someone has been dissected here on the ice. You. And, uh, yeah, you roll me a d10. Oh, you ready? Oh, there. Mm. Yeah. Ones you roll all day long. Six. Oh no, not a card. Anything but a card. You'll go run. You'll run screaming away and <laughs> just get me away from Germans. Last time I got a card, it wasn't didn't, it wasn't from Germans. Did you murder some Germans? No, but I might have done if they were there. Go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I don't, I'm not even going to... Yeah, I just basically just fall down then. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I can't take this dog. Charles has fainted. Oh, um... Ah. Lying spread eagle in one of the human <laughs> outlines. <laughs> That's just awkward. <laughs> I go over and kind of shake him. Charles! Charles! Nothing can rouse me. No, he can't be roused. I guess we better get into the infirmary. Uh, Is yeah. that what my... D10 was four. Yeah. Okay. You were just. This was just slightly too disturbing for you. Uh, you get him inside, and once he's in the warmth, and you get his coat off, he starts to come round, and you leave him with Doctor Green. Mm-hmm. And then. Uh, you... <laughs> this is going well. There, there, chap. Horrible. Um, when you go back outside you see Professor Moore he's kind of wandering backwards and forwards around the camp he's got the text that Dr Gartner brought with him and he's just like I go over to Professor Moore and uh, I'm guessing it's all matching yes yes I thought as much I remembered well after seeing Edwin uh, just sort of look at him vacantly like that was um Disturbing. How many more hangers are there? Two. But according to this, there's a crushed plane between two of them. One of them has been destroyed by the wind, and the other one is just empty. So I'm relatively sure we should leave them. Yeah, we've probably got more important things to do at this point. What do we do? What are we going to do here? I mean, you saw Charles' reaction. If we tell the world this, that this was covered up, I mean, they clearly... No wonder they didn't bring the bodies back last time. Because most of them have been mangled beyond anything that could be attributed to a storm. Yeah. I mean, do we excavate the graves? Or do we leave them here and decide that it would be disrespectful to... I think it'd be disrespectful for the dead to... Disturb them. Yes. I think maybe the hangers are lost to the snow. Well, they're all under that 
she points towards the big stone pile in the distance where they've been buried by late um dire yeah how about first off before worrying about how we're going to cover it up we verify the city yeah that is the last thing i mean as uh, the whole story is fantastical beyond belief if we can even get just a visual from the air sighting of the city we can be pretty certain the rest of it is actually factual at this point yes yeah yes and then if the city is real at which point then we worry about cover up okay makes sense thank you very much <laughs> great fucked <part> up <laughs> it's good isn't it well, I, d- I normally don't like fudge but you've said this one's supposed to supposedly divine practically so. um, no I'm okay thank you Mm. Wonderful part. It's not overpowering, but strong. Still strong. Yeah, I can't eat a lot of that at once. Where's that from? Um, America. Yours is gone. The mechanic. Mackinac Fudge Shop. My friend Norman sent me it as Christmas. Mm. Do you want some more? No. <laughs> <laughs> Later, baby. Feed me Seymour. That was lovely. Mm. Well, as you say, we should prepare for a trip over the mountains. And beyond. How do we want to do this? We need to take one plane. Mm-hmm. Who are we taking? Yourself and the PCs. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, the NPCs. Wouldn't it be better to take two planes? One of them we keep as far away from anything going on as possible. The more planes we take, the more people we have to expose to what's on the other side of those mountains. A single pilot. You can't fly one of our planes with one person. Two single pilots. (laughs) They They can't have families. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's just enough horrific stuff is described in that that I don't really want to go over there and risk being trapped there with only one plane and something going wrong. Okay, Can you imagine how that ends? Not well. Hmm. So we're going to take the Weddell and the Starkweather? Yeah. I'm not there. Oh, he's not there. Yeah. Speaking of Starkweathers, <clears throat> we need to get the captain and take him. Yeah. Yeah. He would be outraged if he even catches a vague wind we're hiding something like this from him. But Will he be able to keep this quiet? I can talk him into it if he thinks it's for the better. And when it comes to a cover-up, he's the spin doctor we need. Yes. And Dr. Turnison, probably. She's famous enough now. Well, um, she's here, isn't she? No, she's inside oh, building right. radios. Oh, right, she's bugged off. I haven't done her scene yet. It's going to get fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we have a beginnings of a plan. Who else are we taking? The Weddell and the Enderby need 
pilot, co-pilot, and then they can take up to four other people, plus the supplies we'll need to survive over there. Well, as from a pilot, that's Charles's area. So Charles and one more other, and then... No, Charles and three others. All right, of course, yeah. So he needs a co-pilot, and then two pilots for the other plane. Yeah, so there's myself, Dr. Mm-hmm. Gartner, James, you two, Dr. Turniston, that's six. So we've effectively got another two seats. We leave them empty. Dr. Gunner wants another person on her side. So she wants to take Dr. Mayer with her. Yeah. Should we sit stop? Mm-hmm. Oh. She's with James. Oh, okay. So... Um, what about... Do we need... Uh, don't really know we need there, do What about the Doctor? We're going to be wearing oxygen masks and such on the other side yeah. of that thing. So Dr. Green. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Igor. Igor? Gregor. Gregor. <laughs> we're out of seats. Oh, we're out of seats now. Okay, well, we're done then. I don't think we need to take any dogs. No. It wouldn't make much sense. We're taking our polar survival expert. Yeah. Um, should we take a fair supply of explosives with us? Just in case we find anything we need to seal in. Okay, Irvine, Edwin, organise this. Okay. I'm going to go radio the captain. You're going to be playing Call of Cthulhu Book Edition again? Yeah. (laughs) And um, someone check in on Charles and see how he's doing. Charles, you're dreaming. Oh no, Christmas. Getting fucked by tentacles, probably. (laughs) (laughs) I like dreaming. You are standing at the top of a staircase. It winds down in the dark beneath you. Around you is a bucolic meadow full of flowers. I stay in the meadow. You stay in the meadow. (laughs) (laughs) It's a dream. I like the meadow. You ignore the staircase and you stay in the meadow. Coming up, staircase. (laughs) That is probably the other one. (laughs) Have seven sanity back. Oh. And eleven luck. Oh. Jesus. As you stay in the meadow. And you dream. It's a calming dream and the wind is warm and blowing around you. And you can hear faintly a song. A beautiful song. It's like one of your pipe melodies just circling around you. And next time you look the staircase is gone. And there's just more flowers. Yeah. And it's a really nice meadow. And you dream peacefully. And then you awaken. I enjoy this And dream. you feel fine. You must have just been overwhelmed by the cold. This makes sense. You've cold been madness. flying a lot. You, you pushed yourself too far. You overheated inside your um, snow gear. This does make sense. I feel better. You do. You feel really good. Yeah. You're still a bit disturbed by the weird things you've discovered, but... You fainted because you overheated. Absolutely. <laughs> Not because you were a big girl. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nope. Agnata, you and Louis set up the big camp radio. Yep. I better roll some things, Louis. Oh, yeah, that's good. Uh, you wire it into your radio antenna and plug it into the power. Okay, he hands you a set of headphones. He's got a set of headphones on. 
Okay, let's see if we can tune into this uh, signal you're picking up. Okay, if you can take that set of dials, I'll do this one. We need to triangulate and get this thing on the same frequency for both. Okay. So roll your radio operations. Uh, what? 100. Oh, no! Wow. No! You are adjusting the frequency. And it screeches through my ears. It screeches through your ears and you jump back. You fall backwards off your chair and the wire for your headphones doesn't come out. It tugs the unit forwards, which pulls the wires out the back and there's a... And then all the lights go out in your lab. And there's this horrible, burning, melting smell coming from the big radio unit. And the big bank of radio astronomy equipment to the left. Louis, like, takes his headphones off and, like, you hear him fumbling about and then he turns on a lamp, like, a torch. And he shines it at you. Hello. What happened there? Um, (laughs) it went really loud. And I jumped. Did you not think to turn the volume down? He shines it behind. We've been using this volume. Someone must have been fiddling with it earlier. We just installed this one, didn't we? (laughs) (laughs) No. Oh, okay. Someone has sabotaged me. (laughs) He takes the panel off and he's like... uh, He pulls out a couple of tubes that are burnt out. Well, I can replace these, but uh, why is the power off? Well, do you want to go check the generator and I'll go through the radio equipment in here and see if anything is permanently broken. Okay, you go look at your big generator. Roll me your operate heavy machinery as you examine this thing. Yes. Okay, okay, you take the panel off and yeah, you've burnt the motor out on this. Uh, You're going to have to get the spare parts from base camp before you can get this up and running again. Okay. You go back in to see Louis. He's like, well, I can repair this. We've got most of the spare parts for this here. Um, he's opened up your radio astronomy equipment as well and is pulling bits out. Pulling bits out. He's like, so what's the power like? Um, the motor's gone. Oh, that's not good. No. And anything that can do it is back at base. We could plug this into the base power. Or we'd have to wait for Charles to go and get us stuff from camp. Yeah, go on. Okay, I'll go pester Charles. You go pester Charles, I'm fixing this radio. I thought you said base camp. Yeah, the parts of the base camp. No, 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 I thought you meant attach it into the base stuff. Oh, the base power? Yeah. Yeah, okay, we can do that. Should we ask Professor Moore for permission first, or should we just... Uh... I think, oh, he's, he's gone, hasn't he, with the others? They haven't left yet. Oh, have they? No. Okay, you can go and ask him. could just do it. We could. If you don't want to just do it, do you? Can do Okay, then. <laughs> Let's just patch this little radio astronomy equipment into the base power and see what happens. Um, well, you go splice that in, oh, and I'm going to die down here. <laughs> and I'll I fix the radios. Anything wibbly wobbly. Roll me your electrical repair. I can help you with that. <laughs> He's helping me. Yes. Help me. Hey, help you me. wander out of your lab. 
you find the junction box nearest your lab and you you have the wire from the radio astronomy lab and you open the junction box and you plug it in. Nothing encodes. Because it's not overloaded yet. It's not switched on. This is going to be fun. You guys are packing, preparing for a trip over the mountains. What are you all doing? Oh, you're lying in bed. I'm still lying in bed. Irvine and Edwin, what are you doing? Wondering about the feasibility of there being another flight back to base camp to get my shotgun. <laughs> well, that would and, and we probably need more dynamite than what we've got here. Yeah, you may need to make a trip to base. Should we yeah. have a look at the stores? Uh, and then we'll uh, see what we've got. Yeah. The thing with me and Libby was while they were doing the hangers. Yeah, so, yeah, right. you guys are a bit in the path at the moment, so. Okay, um, you've spliced in, Louis, fix the radio, should we try this again? Sure. Reaches over and turns the volume down to one! Let's start there! Well, rather than ten. Headphones on. Which one? Radio operations. Yes. You start tuning the radios. Um, roll me your luck. Be lucky. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you've just got the signal coming through your headphones. And then it cuts out as the power dies. And all the lights go out across the whole base. <laughs> You guys are still outside, and um, when, um, no, no, that's fine, you guys are looking through a horrible thing, you've brought Charles in, and you've gone back out again, so yeah, so yeah, Louis is like, I think we might have drawn too much power off the base, yeah. didn't think of that, we should have turned some stuff off in the base first, and then, hmm, oops, <laughs> what are we doing? Disconnecting it from the generators so that no one's aware of what we've just done. Great idea! You <laughs> want <laughs> electrical repair? Yes. You unplug your cable and get it back inside the lab and shut the door. And then you and Louis wander out totally innocently. Oh no, the power is off. Let us go and help them fix it. <laughs> or your uh, operate heavy machinery as you go into the generator room. Uh, yes. Yeah, this, um, the generators for the base camp are just, they've just tripped. The fuses have blown. Good. So you have to pull the fuses out and you have to rewire the fuse and plug it back in again. Okay. So, uh, yeah, you get the base power back on in about half an hour. By which point Edwin and Irvine are coming in. If it was half an hour, would I not have noticed the power go out? You're, you're unconscious. This is whilst you're dreaming. Right, okay. Because Agnato was a bit in the past. Right, okay. So you wake up after they fixed this. Miss nice. uh, Edwin Irvine, roll your spot hidden as you come back to base. Spot hidden. Yes. <laughs> I spot. You both spot Louis and uh, Agnatha leaving the generator building. Looking oh, Something wrong with the generators? Oh, the power trip, fuse blue. How long was it out? Oh, not long, about half an hour. Would oh. that be enough for the airplanes to have issues with the heaters? Mm-hmm. We've only got one airplane here. I guess we should probably check with Charlie. Yeah, I'm sure he'll... Uh, we should check to see if he's all right. Yeah, let's go see Charlie. We go see Charlie. We get in bed next to you. 
No, we do not. Jesus. <laughs> we <laughs> talked about this bad touching. Wait, wait, for bad. Him, wait for him to wake up. Roll one way. See one of us. Panic. Roll the other way. See the other one. <laughs> Charles is just catatonic for the rest of the game whilst the doctors show him dolls and ask, ask him to point where he was touched. <laughs> In my brain. Okay. Um, you find Charles lying in bed. Charlie? Charlie, are you okay? Uh, you feel quite calm as you wake up and there's Irvine. Oh, yes, I had a sweet dream, pleasant dream of Meadows. Oh. Yes, I'm, I'm well. Are you, are you feeling better? What? Meadows. Oh, flowers. Oh, that sounds rather pleasant. It was considering. pleasant. Considering what? Nothing. Um, <laughs> apparently, the power trip for about five minutes. So, the plane heater is going to be fine with that amount of time out. Mm, yeah, half an hour isn't that long. You just need to go and check that. They're yeah, actually... I'll go and check over. They're this. probably switched off if the power dies. You just need to turn back on. Yeah, I go outside. Before the fuel lines freeze. You wander outside. They're off. You just turn yeah. it back on again because you know they're not been off that long. Yeah. Okay. And the plane is in the shelter. There's only one plane here at the moment. Yeah. Oh. They would have had their covers on as well. Yeah. Oh, Charlie, we're um, looking to set off over the mountains. Okay. We want to take two planes with us. So oh. And ideally, we need your pilots, which are the most likely to Die. not blab. If well, we've only got one other main pilot here. Okay. Ralph. Ralph. Yeah. So. I mean, I, I would trust Ralph, but we're talking about taking the two main pilots of the entire expedition to the mountains. Yes, yes, we are. <laughs> the Germans all flew back. The only Germans who stayed were Dr. Mayer and Dr. Oh, and we are going to need some supplies from the main base, I think. Okay, we can do um, another trip back to the base camp. Professor Moore comes in. Why don't we all gather in the field lab? Agnetta, Louis, how are your experiments going? Um, quite well. We've managed to get some of um, noise oh good are you continuing with that or have you got time to help us plan this uh, expedition across the mountains uh, I can help you with that Louis Louis's like oh yeah no I'm going to go back to the lab and do some more work sure more tuning yeah fixing <laughs> I think there's going to be a trip back to base camp oh, so if, ev- if everyone can make a list of anything they might want from base camp <laughs> Brilliant, says Louis. I'll write a list for you. There yeah. are some things me and Agnatha would like for our experiments. Excellent. No one need know. <laughs> That's a motor. That's our reason. Just bring me this box. It looks like this. Don't look inside. <laughs> I'm, good at, I'm good at collecting boxes and not looking inside them. It's my thing. It really is, isn't it? Yeah. He's going to go see what he can do for now. Okay. Um, um, so do you not advise us to take two planes then, Chant? I, it's not the planes I'm worried about because we have three of them. It's taking the two main pilots that I'm worried well, about. Well, James can fly. Yeah. Oh, so James could be the pilot of one of them. Yeah, I suggest we leave Ralph here if possible. So the main base. Yeah. I mean, we've been kind of. Well, we're supposed to have been doing a relay, so when one plane from here flies back, another plane flies out, so there's always one plane at either side. It's going to be a case of anyone who stays at this camp when we're gone is staying at this camp until we return. Um, unless, unless Ralph flies out from the main camp. Yeah. Um, well, Ralph should be able to do a daily trip around. Yeah, yeah, he take, can do that. Because we we've should, got yeah. specimens and things that need to be taken back and they're better be examined in the main camp. Yes. Yeah. I mean, the professors are... I mean, Dr. Griffiths is, and the team are still down in the fossil cabin 
excavating fossils and things, so... Didn't we say we were going to close the... I've closed the tunnel oh, right. found. Yes. Um, but the main fossil cavern is still open. I'm mm-hmm. letting them excavate fossils. It seems safe on the surface. Yeah. Near the surface. Okay. We can make this work. Um, but yeah, we should definitely leave Ralph here anyway, because if, if, emer- if there's an emergency at the mountains, we'll need a, a, an experienced pilot to come out. So. Yeah. But James is going to need a co-pilot, so what about your chap Lawrence? Yep. And um, someone with a... Uh, Agneta could co-pilot you like she's been doing on your other trips. Yep. You can navigate and stuff, can't you? Uh, can't navigate. Got base navigating. Oh, maybe it's Irvine who was navigating for. Nope, I've done no navigation ever. I don't know where I am, even when I've got a map and a compass. The, the, the thing is, we've been doing trips from base camp to here, and we haven't really needed a co pilot because we've done it often enough. So I think, yeah, we're going to need someone proper, really. Um, well, if we leave Ralph, one of the technicians from Boeing, we'll leave Patrick. And you want to take Lawrence and Alan on either plane? Yeah, I think that will be the sensible option. Very well. And then it will just be Doc- Dr. Mayer and Dr. Gartner. Mm-hmm. Uh, Edwin, Irvine, Agnata and me. And I think that's all we're going to take. Yes. Must make sense. I'll go and call James then. And let him know the plan. I'd say we... Round trip to base camp and back to collect supplies and then leave day after tomorrow? Day of packing and getting prepared? That makes sense. That's sensible. Well, uh, Charles, if you head back to base camp, yep. uh, I'll get a list of things I think we may need. Everyone write down anything you want Charles to get. I'll help Charles at base camp just make sure we've got everything there. Okay. Um, well, I'll see you both when you get back. Excellent. Mm-hmm. So we, well, we wait around for the lists for a bit, yes. then, and then we'll head out. I've helped compile some of the lists as well, and I probably have to go back to handle the dark explosives where I want to bring in as well. Louis uh, gives you a list of things he'd like from base camp. Several yeah. boxes. Random innocuous boxes. Mm-hmm. Bits of radio spare parts and things. So he can build a better thing for Agnatha's experiment. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going over the mountains? Yeah. Okay, so I guess once they get back today, we'll get it up and running and run those experiments tonight. Yeah. We might get a better signal with the sun eternally in the sky, but it'll be down on the horizon by then. It'll be behind the mountain, so we should get a clear signal because it will be out of my direct line of sight for them. Mm-hmm. As long as it's not when they decide to turn it off. Yes. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Um, you do that. Uh, what are you doing whilst they go to base camp? Just check everything's okay, and you're just packing. Yeah. Roll your purse as well as you think of things you may need. I like it. <laughs> you pack the oxygen tents and the sleeping bags and the oxygen <laughs> you, you write down all of the oxygen equipment you want Charles to bring back from main camp and then do I realise I haven't given it to him yes 
<laughs> I've made a perfect list. Everything you need is on here. And then you're like, you, you, you put down your cup of coffee and you're like, oh, there's my list. And then you hear an airplane engine starting. <laughs> you run out to the aircraft and like, Charles, Charles. And I'm like, oh, look, he's giving us the signals to fly. <laughs> Away we go. <laughs> Why is he being a bird? <laughs> Stop! 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 I you get the list. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, Agnet, what are you doing? There's not much to do with your equipment broken. Um, are you going to play with your magic box? I'll play a bit with Misty and then oh, I'll fuck. do fuck, some fuck. reading. Fuck, I'll turn Okay, you can roll me a pilot. Pilot boy. Pilot! Hello. What are you doing on this long flight? Three Extreme hour. piloting. Guess I'm doing that. <laughs> <laughs> you will not read the Emerald Tablet anymore. Oh, okay. You In have decided case. to give up on that because it was too disturbing. <laughs> I don't have an Yeah, angels and stuff. Uh, In case right? I might look at the secret doctrine instead. This takes a week, though, so. Arabic. You fly through base. The weather is clear. The sky is green. Yeah, what? The sky is green. Okay. It's just the angle of the sun reflecting off. It's just green. Beautiful leaf green sky. It's it's odd. You don't like it much. But all the way there, the sky is just green instead of blue. Can I roll... Have I got it? I'm sure I had it. Can I roll natural world to know what does that? You're reading, so roll spot hidden to see if you notice it first. Spot hidden. I thought this was when we got off the plane. No, this is on the flight. Oh, right, in which case, no, I don't anyway. Oh, great, you could have fed on the plane and done something horrendous. I'm just failing to... (laughs) Summoned the angel on the plane. (laughs) I won't read that one. You land at base camp, you load up the stuff you need and have been requested... No trouble, you've got lists to follow. I'm, I'm going to assume that everyone's weapons are on these lists. Yes. Mine are. They were not on count with us. No. Oh. You, you request your weapons. Everyone's requested their weapons. And weapons. you can fly back. Roll me a um, piloting roll, Charles. Three. Yes, extreme. You're good at this. And Ralph <laughs> was going to fly out with you, of course, because well, you need yeah. the other plane. Oh. <laughs> Is he not so good? He stalled the plane. <laughs> you have to try. Don't okay. flood the damn engine. <laughs> oh, that's okay. He stalled the engines on the first go. Can I do another reading? You can read on the way back. Michelle, are you doing any more reading? You've got all day, really. I do. What are you doing? So, not much to do now. You've got everything ready. You're just waiting to come back. Yeah, I just sort of... No, that's a... 99. What the it's not a hundred. Well, they both. They both critted. I know. Michelle, how Connor crit. Connor crit. I know. You can't trust On my con. plane, no less. Oh, I'm not doing the air. Oh, this is going to be crits crit. Crits on a plane. <laughs> Which one were you doing? Transformation. I'm sick of these motherfucking crits <laughs> on my motherfucking planes. Fair. <laughs> oh, it is fair. It's all kinds of fair. When you turn Craig into a frog. Roll a D8 for me, I'm not on the same... She's not on the planes. Eight. Oh, yeah, she's not on the planes, yeah. <laughs> Just great. No, I thought Michelle okay. was on the planes. No, 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 no
<laughs> You'll be co-piloting on the next flight. She stayed to well, I mean, help fix the crap she did with the generator and all that nonsense. Oh, yeah. Michelle, did you stay in the base camp? The yeah. Base camp? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Sorry, it's, only, it's, only, it's not going to be... Can I have a pencil, please? What did you get? Uh, I'm fine, 46. The GM will be the judge of this. <laughs> of your tomfoolery. I'd like uh, to stop critting now. We'd all like you to stop critting now. <laughs> I did it on my transform spell. Yes. What yes. did you get on your sanity check? 46. Your new dice do not like you. <laughs> I'm saying that one. That just happened to you, Michelle, in the privacy of your room. Yeah, that's a point. That's what I thought. (laughs) I thought that was going to happen. Misty is very confused. (laughs) Hi, she says. Oh, hello. I didn't realise you could talk. Of course I could talk. I'm not dumb. Sorry, who are you talking to? The dog. <laughs> She's completely fucking lost it. <laughs> uh oh, spaghettios. Why would you be a thing? Um, that's what I usually am. Well, that sounds boring. Oh, it's quite fun. Yeah, but it's more fun being me. That's oh. your book. Um, I suppose you don't have to do so much when you're you. Nap time? Sure. Or should we go walkies? Um. Probably not our best idea if I go walkies. So, nap time. You're staying in your room. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> That's the correct answer. <laughs> Unless, of course, anyone comes in, at which point they just won't find you. No, I'm reading my book, so I would have locked the door, probably. Probably, yeah. You normally lock yourself in, so you wouldn't be able to go out anyway. Okay, Kring, what were you reading? Damn it, Kring. The Secret Doctrine. <laughs> Oh, give me the book. It's meant to be a week's read time, so I can't have read too much. Yes, but you could have read some... something else. Or something you were supposed to read. It was a 99, part. not a 100. <laughs> How was that last one? Um, two hours. Okay. And then you have to get dressed. <laughs> Hopefully, seeing as this wasn't a 100, I'll at least be able to try again at some point, assuming I don't kill us both. No. Roll, a, roll a d4. <laughs> oh, that's a jump. Four. Oh, that's the good one. Oh. Foo. <laughs> How many magic points? None. Oh. You have. A revelation. Oh. This makes perfect sense. As you realise you've inadvertently solved the riddle in Arabic, you now know where the archive of Malaricon is. The archive of Malaricon? Mm-hmm. You're not sure who Malaricon is, but you've translated this text enough to realise that you have divined that location. You know exactly where it is on the planet. You could fly there right now. <laughs> you really think you should like redirect Charles and head there? If I really think that, I go, Charles, Charles. Uh, yep, I, yep. 
I've made a discovery and we really need to just do a quick diversion if we've got the fuel to look into it. I'm going to need you to define quick diversion. Uh, how far away do I think it is from our route? You pull out a map. I pull out a map. How far away is he, t- is he talking? <laughs> that looks like the middle of the Atlantic. Yeah, that's not happening. Uh, we don't have the fuel for a start. Oh, if we don't have the fuel... It doesn't make sense if, if we don't You have should it. go there now. You know what it is. You might lose this knowledge soon. You must. I, I write it down. He, he'd scribble some coordinates on a piece of paper. Yeah. I would suggest that we, we will go there, but when we have the fuel capacity and... Aren't on an Antarctic yes. expedition? Yeah. I'm just trying to speak to your sensibilities, uh, man. Okay, okay. Um, I tell you what. Maybe we can make our own private expedition after this. Yeah, I'm, I'm in. This could be a an absolute... It could make both our careers. Certainly mine, anyway. Yeah. Use, use some money. That's yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yes, this is a plan. We shouldn't tell anyone else. This plan. No, we won't. This is for after... I mean, Professor Moore's already said I've got, I've got my doc, doctorate. Your PhD, yeah. yeah my PhD yeah, from... Doctorate, yeah. yeah, my PhD for, for, for helping on this expedition, which means I'll be a fully qualified professor and... You have to have tenure to be a professor. Oh, yeah, doctor. Yeah, that one. I have to get a job first. Either way, we can make this happen. This sounds good. I sit dreaming of glory for the rest of the flight, then. (laughs) I'm just happy I convinced him we should just go back to camp. (laughs) (laughs) Fly north! (laughs) Well, there's really wanting to go somewhere, then there's clearly not having the fuel to go somewhere. There's a certain point where sensibilities yeah, have no, to that kick was in. Good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what are you doing, bro? You I'm just, just waiting for them to come back. I'm just do you have getting... a nap at any point? Probably can go to sleep, yeah. Well, if it gets to the... If it gets to the how does it do... Well, it's, it's, it's a 6-hour round trip, so... Yeah, at some point it will be get to the evening. Um, Read I'll your have to... WhatsApp. Your Secret WhatsApp. messages. Okay. Um, you... Had an adventure. Uh, you didn't. Did you? Did it, you marked off Sandy, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, you did that. Yeah, that was. Yeah, you now know how to do that one. You can peel that off, by the way. Oh, okay. Um, cool. Just um, you, you, you didn't mean to do it to yourself like that. <laughs> <laughs> Without you know preparation. <laughs> I have replied. Secret messages! Secret message man! So you get the lower dice of sanity. Five. Yeah, no sleep. That's so, fine. Craig, I'm really. I apologise, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, what? I don't know. You wake up and look like that as you get out of bed. Do you make another one? Yeah, is that gonna be a little focus for Yeah. Oh, um, you get uh, seven Cthulhu mythos. Five. Yeah, you, you you were half expecting this, but yeah, this is this is awkward. Yeah, awkward. He's not the, human, is you, he? You run into the um, bathroom and lock yourself in before anyone sees you. Yeah. I'm PS. How much? Uh, you reduce your maximum sanity by seven. Okay. I thought you just got seven Cthulhu Mythos. He did. Which does. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's from st- the stuff he learned earlier and the stuff he just learned now in his dreams. He got an answer. Oh. 
in his duty. Does affect your max sanity? Yeah. Oh, in Philly Mythos, decreases your max sanity. Oh, there you go. So, like, my max sanity can only be 75 now. Wow. Wow. That ain't um, that. Michelle, you get four Cthulhu Mythos. Uh, right. And you're still perfectly innocent in the ways of Cthulhu. I'm just a happy pilot. Uh, you land back at base. It's <laughs> evening. You unload the plane. There's no sign of Edwin. Yeah, that's strange. Maybe he's napping. Irvine and... Um, unloading the plane, obviously. Ed, um, the Professor and Agnetta, um, Anya, sorry, and Dr. Mayo are all there helping, and the other people at base, you know. You're loading up the planes, you're all prepared, you're ready to leave tomorrow morning. Okay. Yeah. What are you doing? Am I still a thing? Yeah. <laughs> Not doing anything then. You're just hiding in the bathroom. Do I feel like it's anything like... You feel like yourself, you know, you're just different. Do I feel stronger? Mm-hmm. What are you doing? I'm sure you want to test this, but I don't, I don't want to do something like a Wolverine and just wreck a bathroom. With <laughs> <laughs> your really bad CGI you. claws. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? You're hiding in a bathroom. Someone is going to notice eventually. I just, I just, like, sit down close my eyes and try and just clear my head and think about this <laughs> and try and go back to not so it's evening now and yeah. there's not actually a lot to do till tomorrow is no. at which point I'd probably go back to the barracky bit and yeah um, you find Avery one of the um, Avery Turley one of the other students he's like Edwin hey uh, Edwin um Edwin's in the bathroom and won't come out. Let, let me go see if I can talk. I, I knock on the bathroom door. Edwin? Edwin? We know you're in there. Why Why are you talking the loo? <laughs> come on, Edwin, come out. I really need to go and I'm not going outside. One minute. You've been more than a minute by all accounts. <laughs> You've been in there for hours, man. Um... I'm over the top of the <laughs> It's on the ground, is the problem. Um, We're dug in, aren't we? Oh, yeah. Start digging, yeah, start digging. He's covered in snow, so you know, he's in here. No, but I mean, if they've got separate cubicles, they might have done it as cubicles and there's no one No, it's just one bathroom, yeah. so it's just a hole in the ground. Okay, roll me your pal, and you need an. Well, I know what you need. <laughs> a 13? Ooh. Let me see your couch sheet. That's actually an extreme on my couch sheet. Extreme. Extreme. <laughs> Take it to the max. Extreme. No! <laughs> Edwin, come out. What's going on? Oh, I'm going to go use Agnatha's bathroom. And he runs off. Is something wrong, Edwin? I'm alone now. Ah, uh, it's it's under control. Avery runs into your room. He's like, Doc, Doc, Professor... Someone is hammering on your door. You've turned back by now. Oh, okay. Um, and I presume you put clothes on. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> That's up to you. <laughs> it's entirely up to you. Um, who is it? It, it? It's Avery. Avery Giles. Okay, what do you want? Can I borrow your bathroom? There's a problem with the main one here in camp. Okay. Thank you. Professor! He <laughs> dashes into your bathroom. Oh. 
need to unleash these demons. <laughs> what are you doing, you two? I'm still trying to get him to come out. Edwin! I try and block out the incessant the <laughs> librarian. And, um, try again? Try, yeah. Try again. Try and... T- I know what I'm doing if he doesn't come out this time. Breaking down the door. <laughs> oh, 33. Yeah. Dominate. Edwin, get the hell out of here. All right. Opposed power. How does... Ah. Dominate? What's that, is that a thing? 20. 29. 20. Oh. He... You. Um. <clears throat> Hang on. Dominate something everyone can do. You feel him resist. No. spell he's casting. Oh, he's casting a spell. He's got a spell. Easy, Imagine. easy, let's keep easy. Africa tap. No. You feel him resisting you, but you get a momentary vision. What he looks like. Or the, or the thing. Oh, am I going to have to check messages? Yes. It's more fun this way. You alternate between going... I don't look at messages in-game. Don't use messages to use messages. Yeah, but when I'm using messages, it's fine. I don't mind if you send me a secret message and tell me about it. It's when I've you done send... that before and you've minded. You see this? Sanity check. Uh, I've already seen these. Yeah, but still, you weren't expecting that when your spell is rebuffed. Do I see it? No, uh, you no, I do not. Oh, no, do I see... I guess not. I do not pass. I just need to look up the dice type. (laughs) Failed. Aster the unspeakable. Nodens. L. Oh bugger! One of the things has come off. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Now Has burped. This is good. Sorry about this. I shouldn't have closed the page. Right, here we go. Shit, as they say, happens. Oh, you failed. So that's that's actually a nasty dice. The normal result. Oh, oh no. He kept one or something. Two. Oh, bloody teeth. Ten and got a two. That's just rude. How rude? That's what you see standing in the bathroom. Edwin. Yeah? We need to talk. Can we talk in a bit? We need to talk, little Mr. Leng. You got... Yeah, you know what that is now, yeah. Go on, then. You had a dream. A dream. Am I little? You're... Um, no. So <laughs> You're about... Quite tall. Uh, half as tall as you were before. Oh, he's quite little then. There, there, there. there. Oh, we're at half as tall again. Yeah. Or half tall oh. again. Oh, God, I'm enormous then. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about Can nine see foot. Oh, above again. It. I'm about <laughs> nine foot then. Ah, yeah, yeah, 
are you doing? You trying again? For your power. No, 99. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you think you may be stuck for now. So, you're one of them? I don't know. I don't know. Have you or have you not got goat legs? I haven't the... Uh, right now. <sighs> what do you remember? What do you know? I black out some. Someone knocks on the bunk room door. Hello? Is everything okay? Edwin's having a freak out. Uh, I need peace and quiet in here for a little bit. I'm very sorry. Okay, you, you were shouting, so I was worried. Did I get the doctor? No, 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 it's fine. It's fine. I'm just talking him down. He'll be fine. You sure I shouldn't get the doctor? Yes. You sure? I mean, this sounds like the sort of thing the doctor should be doing. Okay, go get the doctor then. Okay. Okay. Hey guys, Edwin, you here? Edwin, try and calm down and do whatever you need to do to go back to being you, if you mean you can do that. I, I don't know how to. I've been trying. Or are you evil? I'm not evil, it's just me. I just apparently am a bit of a nine foot goat man. <laughs> goat man? <laughs> Where are we? Are we, in, are we in my room or are we in the. You're, you don't have a room here, it's a bunk room. Oh, yes, the bunk room. If you room. look at the map. Oh, yes, yeah. the, you're, you're in this room. Irvine's in here, and there are double doors between which Irvine has now locked, I'm assuming. Yeah. Well, Edwin. Also, why did you say bring the doctor? Because it wasn't working telling him not to. Well, you could have just And said... he gave us a few minutes more peace. Now hurry up and do something, man. Okay, um. Can I try and disguise myself? How? You're nine foot tall. No, I mean, like. Magically, not actually put a sheet over my head. Can I try and teach him a spell? <laughs> Which one? Disguise self. Um, I'm fine, thank you. Do you want some? Oh, you've no. still got some. You haven't got time to teach me it, but you could try and cast it on him if he's willing. But it's called disguise self. You'd have to be inventive. Okay, I try. But you're going to have to be able to touch him. Uh, can you punch yes, hole in this door, him. Edwin? Or maybe open, open it. it. Oh, open the door. Just let me in a minute. I think I can uh, do something. Wait, open the door. I brace myself for the view because I saw it. Yeah, and he's naked. That's a disturbing <laughs> view. Naked go man. Tuck it between your fucking legs, man. <laughs> I can't. If you, it's fucking... I'll wrap it round him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Okay. Wait, I, I'll put it on the shoulder. Hang on. I try... It's not that <laughs> I try to cast Disguise Self on Edwin, then. Roll power. Can you just cast Disguise Self on someone else? No, Dominate, I tried. No, I said, can oh. you do Disguise Self on someone else? Isn't the point of it being called Disguise Self free. you're doing it on yourself? <laughs> yeah, he said, I can if I get inventive. I'd like to think free is inventive. Roll... No, you got a three, that's good. Um, <laughs> cross off six magic points. Done. You remember to hold an image of what Edwin looks like in your mind, <laughs> so you don't disguise him as you. <laughs> <laughs> this is an ex- this is a different problem we need to deal with. 
Because you got a three, <laughs> which is a critical success. Mm. Well, uh, extreme. No, it's not critical. It's extreme. extreme. Yeah. <laughs> and you cast the spell, and Edwin is turned back into Edwin. Edwin, must I make it? Yes. We will get a towel. <laughs> Why are you a goat man? I don't know. I what, do you are lying to me now? I don't actually know. I used to black out all the times on my adventures. Like I one time, I got pinned up by a tree and I pretty much was going to die and then I blacked out and woke up and the tree was split in half and one time I fell down a crevasse and blacked out and then I woke up not in the crevasse and yeah it seems every time I almost die I haven't well that's my nice dig- for you but it doesn't really explain much well I don't know anything else this is all new to me <sighs> I face palm and Start acting a bit hysterical, so when they come in, they actually think you're a bit hysterical, and then go and have a lie down. Well, I'm naked in. Come in. I am. I got. I go and lie down anyway, and just. Hello, doctor. Hello. How are we doing? I've got him to lie down. He's still a bit flustered, but. That's okay, Edwin. I'll leave you to it, doctor. Just give him a vacant stare. I'm staring. How are you feeling? He does the medicine on you. He does the medicine all over you. And he sedates you. Okay. Good night's sleep. I'll keep him under. He should be okay in the morning. Probably. Well, you know, it's no madness. Yeah. Well, good job in talking him down. Stopping him from doing anything stupid. Uh, I thought we try. Are you feeling okay? Uh, You look a bit pale yourself. The one I can't see. Um, I'm. I'm. Just had a long day. Any advice or anything you could give for helping? Sleep. Uh, yeah. I'll get some sleep. I can give you an injection and put you under two. Yeah, go on, man. Oh, God, is that more TP investor male? Yeah. I'm have some of Okay, uh, the doctor puts you under two. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's being sedated today. Why not? What are you doing, Charles? I'm the most sane man in this camp. You are. You haven't been experimenting with weird things. Hey, I wasn't experimenting. I was saving his ass. I say that. I so because I walked in on you fucking about with your book, Craig. Oh, my God. Yeah, but you haven't told him this, so he thinks it's all your fault. Yeah, all your fault. All your fault. And I saved your ass. You owe me. Okay, Craig, you've been sedated. You don't get to make a power check as you go to sleep. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, Charles, what are you doing? Everything's ready for tomorrow now. There's nothing to do until it's time to fly. Then it's reading time. You're going to sit in the common room and play your flute. In the common room? Hell no. Where are you going? <laughs> to to a, a room that I can go on my own. <laughs> Here's the map. Oh. There's the common room, the cold room, room, the specimen storage room, the radio room. A hangar? A plane? Yes, I'll go with Main the plane. I'll go into my plane. You're going outside into the plane. Oh, well, now. I've done that. You go to the plane, you turn the electric heater on and lock yourself in the cab. Yep. Roll some reading. <laughs> yes. Yeah! That was. Oh, I've, I've unlocked one. Yay. Yay for unlocking things where the hell. This is where it all goes horribly wrong! <laughs> when I'm in the plane! I would admit that fudge was very nice. Full fudge. I think I've had enough of that. Mm. Yeah, even that one bit was enough for me. So what do you accidentally cast on yourself now as you learn it? 
Is it a good one? It seems like it'll be useful. Top one on the right. Yeah. That happens to you. And you experiment with it for a little bit. You're yep. expecting something to happen. You have learned that spell. Yay. All that music. Cool. You may make me a sanity check. Be sane. I'm not sane. Ah. 78 over 68. You have a little bit of a freak out. Let's <laughs> see how bad. Because it'll be great if you run out of the plane. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, I'm going to roll. I'm sorry, but I actually want you to end up running out of a plane. I, I'm going to roll the Nyarlathotep dice. <laughs> Five! So, uh, that is 10. How is it? Roll the D10. Five. What's that are you on now? I went up a lot. I'm on oh, you did get oh. sixty-three now. You just oh, you just stop doing it. Oh. And I'm like, okay, I can do that now. That might come in handy. I can do that now. Um, um, <laughs> let's see what's on the radio. <laughs> oh, it's Louis. Static. It's Louis talking to base camp. That sounds calming. <laughs> let's listen to that. Yeah, as I good do as that. The arches. <laughs> the archers doesn't even exist at this moment in time, but <laughs> you had a little bit of a freak out, but you can do that now. That may be useful. It may indeed be useful. Once you've calmed down, you're like, okay, that caught me by surprise. A little bit freaked out, but I'm okay now. Uh, Michelle, what are you doing? Um, so, he just ran into my room and it's at night. Oh, um, Louis has everything up and running again. Okay. I because the stuff arrived from the plane. Go and meet him down at the thing. Okay, you set up in the radio astronomy lab. Yeah. And you are going to... Not we'll your... have another generator. <laughs> the, your your personal no. generator is up and running again. What, what, um... Radio operations. Uh, no. Okay. Uh, Louis has done his. He said, do you want to swap and he'll tune yours sure. in? Yeah. Okay. No. Hmm. Can't get this one. Hang on. He opens it up. Yes. Oh, I see. He pulls out another little trend, um, tube that's burnt out. This will be why. Puts in a new one. Try again. Four. There we go, perfect. You both you managed to tune that it was... in. <laughs> that was a very emphatic four. Yeah. Four! <laughs> it was an extreme. Rip the wee. It's good. You tune in. You have the signal coming through your headphones. It's almost like voices singing. <laughs> Not that. <laughs> Not that either. <laughs> Yes. God, I wish the clangers were on the other side of this man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the what the fuck? You'd be a bit like, what the hell? But at least it would just be the clangers. <laughs> no, no, this is the point you realise that the clangers are the elder ones, and they're just, you're like, oh, maybe they're just exaggerated, but they still are as powerful. They're just, you know, um, given what it's, it's from it's our last uh, almost modulating. <laughs> teka lee lee lee, teka 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 lee lee lee. It's almost like someone's Off-more singing problem. or chanting. Oh. It's almost like <laughs> flute music, piping glorious music on this wavelength. 
but it's definitely an artificial signal that's coming through. Louis is listening. Okay. He's like, I mean, I don't know. Do you think they're picking up a base camp on the far side? It could be just being scattered by the mountains. He, he taps the radio and then he looks at the graphs on the radio astronomy equipment. It's definitely artificial signal. And a really powerful one. It's just nonsense, though. No, I know that Irvin, Irvine can um, distinguish lots of different languages. You know he doesn't knows lots of languages, yeah. yeah. Maybe this is just a language neither of you speak. Yeah. I'll go and see if I can trace Irvine, because I know he's quite good with languages. He might be able to work out what it is. Where are you at the moment, Irvine? Oh, um, yeah, you've been sedated. Yes, I've been sedated. You find uh, Irvine in bunk room Doctor G- with um, Edwin, and Dr. Green is keeping an eye on them both. Oh, ah. Professor, can I help? I wanted to speak to Irvine. Oh, I'm, I've sedated him, I'm afraid. Ah. He, he okay. wasn't feeling well, so I decided the best thing he needed was some restful sleep. Ah. Yeah, restful sleep. Okay. So God's um, a good uncle. probably won't be awake again until just before you leave. Okay, um, who keeps start with his outside? Do you happen to know where Moore is? Um, in the field lab, I think. Okay, thanks. You can go and find Professor Moore. He's uh, going through some... He's looking at this weird, glowing... It's almost like a stone lamp. And he's just, like, scraping a bit off of it and, like, looking, under, looking at it under a microscope. And you come in. Oh, Agnata, hello. Have you seen this? Irvine found it in a cave. Oh, no, what? He touches the base of it and it glows. Ooh, what is it? I don't know. Uh, what, what substance is it? It looks like stone. It's like oh, a, right, okay. there's. It's, it's literally like a small lamp. It's oh, got a oh. flat bottom, tall metal pole, and then there's this intricately carved stone. <coughs> it's almost like a lozenge shape, you know, like a pill shape yeah. on top. But when he touches the base, the top it glows with this soft, pale green light. Cool. Yeah. So no idea what this is. I mean, I'm not even sure what this is made of. Look at this. Points at the microscope. What, what's it, at the microscope itself, or at he the, points at the slide. You know, look through the microscope. Oh, right, right, right. Can I, from my geology, kind of have an idea? Of what you can roll your geology. Ninety-eight. You've got no idea what this is. <laughs> it's baffling. You've never seen anything like this before in your life. Okay. See what I mean? It doesn't yeah. look like stone to me. No. I'm not sure what it is. Anyway. Reason I popped over was to um, say we got um, the other radio up and we managed to beam across and we're getting a signal back, but we can't um, distinguish exactly what it is. Irvine apparently wasn't feeling very well, so he can't. Have. I thought he might be able to understand what what it's saying. I was wondering if you want to come and have a listen. Yeah, I'll come have a listen. Have we tried transmitting back? Um, don't you think so yet? Well, maybe we should try that then. Cool, good deal. He you. comes and has a listen. No, I've got no idea. It's not a language I recognise. Is it maybe Arabic or um, a Hindu dialect, maybe? Those are quite lyrical. Or could it be a Chinese language? I don't know really anything about Chinese languages. <coughs> Mandarin and Cantonese and Japanese. I don't know either, so... Well, let's try yeah. transmitting in English. Okay. Louis, can we set this thing up to transmit? No. Oh. Louis like well um, I haven't plugged the microphone in he wanders off to the radio room and he comes back because it's just a big box and you plug all the pools uh. in so you've been listening so 
it, he's going to have to plug away a microphone in and adjust the transmitter slightly. But he does this, takes about half an hour, and then it's like, holds out the microphone to you. Uh, yeah, it was like, you did it. <laughs> Say what? I don't know, you're, you're famous and Nathan Turnison, they'll know you. Um, okay, um, um. We could start with, hello, can you hear us? Yeah, yeah, I was about, I didn't know what to say, yes. When being sedated feels like it wasn't the right idea. Um, okay, and then, right, okay, so I've got to the mic. Um, hello, this is the Starkweather and More Exhibition, X. Expedition. 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 receiving this over? Louis listening. No change. Try again. Hello, hello. Anybody out there? Still nothing, I'm afraid. Testing, testing. One, two, three. Oh. No, sorry. Still nothing. No change in the signal at all. Maybe they're not receiving or they can't receive. Can only be a one-way thing? It seems out. I mean, you can transmit and not receive. That's possible. Well, you know, a radio station transmits and we receive it, but we don't send messages back to the radio station, do we? Right. <clears throat> I mean, we could... I don't know how. How about if we... Have we got any musical device? Um, Charles plays uh, pipes we could get him to play his pipes down the uh, microphone yeah okay, I'll go and find him <laughs> okay you head off to find Charles this is going to go well <laughs> you're asleep in sedated dreams good dreams in sedated dreams drug fuel dreams okay so we're not you are standing in a white plane Everything is fuzzy around the edges again. Oh. As you are standing there looking around confusedly. And then suddenly Louis is there, sitting at the radio station, listening with one headphone on and a microphone in his hand. Oh, hello. You've returned. Yes, apparently so. You've been not answering my calls the last couple of nights. I didn't realise I was getting calls. I said we would talk again. You did. I, 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 I'm sorry if I didn't get your calls. I did not mean to be rude. It's okay. There's nothing interfering now. Our connection is true and strong. Ah, that might have been... Yes, I guess that's what that was. Um, have you found what you seek? I found some truth since we last spoke about one of my friends. It was not what he seemed. Yes, I see that in your mind now. And a very clever way of uh, fixing that. Well, some of it was luck. Don't forget to renew your power. Oh. Or else it will wear out. Yes, yes, it will. How, how, how would I go about renewing my power? Just rest? Renewing the power you have granted and woven around the other mortal mind. Oh. Oh, I'm going to have to keep well, until I succeeded in this goddamn power. Yeah. Okay, thank you for pointing that out. I hadn't considered that. How long does it last, do you know? What is time? Ah, good point. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot. Interesting concept. Very wrong, though. Yeah, it's That's something not that... how the dream works. 
you stopped yourself from asking that. <laughs> Ask how the dream works, Greg. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning. <laughs> I like the way but you should you be is a question you're asked, you should ask yourself. Yeah, I know. <sighs> no, no, it's, that's perfect. How does the dream work? <laughs> Everything is at once, and yet not. So, is from from your perspective, <coughs> would everything almost be just one giant static model? That's interesting. You can look around, and so I guess I'm almost like a tube heading through time. Your perception is limited. Would you like me to expand your perception? <laughs> will I still be myself? Your mind will be. My mind will still be myself, and my mind will still be in control of the rest of it. Yes, but the mortal shell wrapped about you will be the place. <laughs> With what? It could be anything. Jelly babies. It depends upon the perception <laughs> of what I dream. Unicorns. Perhaps you're not ready for such a... Dramatic change. I think I probably need a bit of time to process your very gracious offer. Okay. But your perceptions are very amusing. I can't believe you believe it works like this. I'm... I'm <coughs> I, the problem with your statement there is I'm not sure what I believe about how it works after our conversations. Yes, your perception is very muddled. Mm, I'm learning, hopefully. No, you're not learning. <coughs> oh. You're just confusing yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and this offer that you've made of increasing my perception would unconfuse me a bit. Yes. Eventually. Ask the prince about it. He'll explain everything. Who's the prince? The prince. He's, he's there with you. Just go talk to him. Okay. I'll try and find the prince. Do this. It'll be interesting. Now our connection is complete, I shall be watching. Oh, okay. Now I believe you need to sleep. Yes, yes. I, 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 I asked the doctor to help you get some restful sleep. Restful sleep. Oh, I can help with that. Oh, that's wonderful. Who the... Yes, that's wonderful. Thank you. If you will. Your thanks are not necessary. The experiences are all I care for. Oh. I'll try to experience lots. Very well. You dream of walking through a palace. White walls, golden domes, silk hmm. hangings, warm sun beating down upon you. This is nice. Poor luck. Oh. As you dream of sleep. Agnetta, where are you looking for Charles? Um. Charlie Charles. What time? It's evening. It's getting on. His room. He doesn't have a room. There's the bunk room. Yeah, the He's not in the bunk room. You've just come from there, remember? Um, hangar. You head outside. Well, we pull the survival as you get dressed for going outside. Yes. Hey, and you climb. You, there's two planes. You see Charles sitting in the cockpit of one of them. The Stark River. Do I see Agnetta? Oh, a spot hidden. 
I do spot. Let me see Agnata walk into the hangar. Ah. She waves up at Agnata. Hello. I wave back down. You get on the plane? <laughs> yeah. You climb on the plane and go into the cockpit. Hello. Hiya. What are you up to? Just chilling. Okay, yeah, well, it's cold out here. That's why I'm chilling. We're <laughs> um, just wondering. We're trying to send a signal over to um, this... We're getting the signal from the other side of the mountains, and we've sent the signal. Yeah. But there's nothing coming back, and they seem to be broadcasting some sort of musical or something musical. Yeah. Just wondering if you could play your little <coughs> instrument, and then see if they respond to that because they're not responding to anything we're saying. I could play something over the tune. I mean, the signal you're getting—is it a repeated message or is it different each you time? You don't understand the language. We don't understand it. You must it, be able so. to detect patterns. Yeah. Stuff. It's definitely repeating a pattern. Oh, it's repeating a pattern. So it's probably not a live signal then, but I mean, I'm happy to try and play something if you like. Yeah. Okay. We'll head inside to the radio room. Well, the astronomy room. Well, some Ocarina. <laughs> nope. We make some noise. <laughs> 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 it's a bit. It's a bit. You know, <laughs> play some noise. Louis adjusts the radio. And you're all listening. It stops. Do I recognise the tune? You've never heard of this before. Is it stopping at the time it usually stops? He played the music and then about. Ten seconds after we played the music, it it's cut out. Okay. And it's just silent now. Can I attempt to imitate the tune that they just played? You can roll me your ocarina. <laughs> yes. Roll me. You can tick it again, by the way. You've been doing lots of that. Make me roll your power, I reckon. And then roll me your intelligence. Oh, intelligence. Oh. At heart. Oh god, no, 95. <laughs> you try to imitate the tune, um, but what you make is more screeching sounds. <laughs> <laughs> and then it just resumes. Hmm. Definitely seems to have responded to the, to the, yeah. the a- angelic music that I'm playing to it. <laughs> Louis like, yeah, and get it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> You're a regular Beethoven. <laughs> he had that blasting in his ear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's wearing the headphones <laughs> <laughs> Professor Moore strokes his beard and was like, hmm, try playing something again. Okay. Maybe a tune, you know. Nope, not even close. Hmm. Do, do, do. I wish we had someone who was better at you. More tunes. skilled at music. <laughs> at least we know it got a reaction. Which means it's alive. <clears throat> yes, yeah, so they're picking up our signal. It's alive. Well, I'm happy to stay a bit longer and try some more if you want, but other yeah, than that. Try imitating it again. Yes, yeah. at hard. Well, your intelligence at hard. Five. Yes! <laughs> you mimic the tune. Nom, nom, nom. And it changes. Teka, teka, lee, teka, lee, lee, teka, lee. 
doesn't want me to attempt to do that again. Did you try to recopy that? Yes. Roll your intelligence at hard. Two. <laughs> wow. You copy it. It's in all your good rolls. Tech, tech, lee, lee. Tech, 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 tech. You imitate it again. Don't roll. Oh. All right. You've got a two. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're yeah. in the zone right now. And after a while, it, whoever's on the other end clearly realises you're just mimicking them. Okay, yeah. So it stops. Hmm. There's no more signal. Interesting. The professor's like, okay. That was odd. Yeah, they're definitely trying to communicate in some way, but I am absolutely no help in why. But you've let them know that we're capable of communicating. This is true. So maybe they'll go and find someone who speaks English. <laughs> we can hope. Interesting. Well, I'm going to write this all up, and I think for now we should probably stop. Sure. They, I mean, they stopped broadcasting, so... Yeah, if they stop, then there's no point, because yeah. they're not going to respond. <laughs> Well, thank you, Charles. That was very helpful. I mean, we've learned something that we hadn't learned before. That I can play beautiful music. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, I suggest everyone get some sleep, um, rest up, and tomorrow we're going to fly over these mountains and see what's on the other side. Actually to the point where we're receiving the beam, or just anywhere? Well, we're going to go over the mountains first. We don't have a triangulated source of where this is coming from. Um, Though maybe we should load one of the big radio radios on planes and oh, but then we wouldn't have a generator capable of powering it. We do have two planes, or we're planning on taking. Well, I mean, we have the small emergency generators. If we took one of them and one of the big radios, we could then try a triangulation. We'd have to move them to different points around the city or, or whatever's on the other side of the mountains, obviously. And then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what city? <laughs> No city. No city. <laughs> Professor Moore's like, there's you nothing there, it's fine. Okay, <laughs> well, I've given that bag away. Fair enough. Queen, who's Hello. got the diatext summary at the moment? Um, a diatext summary? Do you know the thing we read earlier? The thing you read. Diatext. Oh, oh, I thought you meant D I R E. Dire text summary. He takes out a book. Well, maybe didn't you read this before we leave, Agnato and Charles? It's probably not fair for you to be in the dark when we set out. Ooh, something to read. And I will see you all in the morning. He leaves. <laughs> is is no one going to pre-warn us what we're about to read? <laughs> No one knows they're there. No, no, yeah, they're not there. We're sedated. Moore was. <laughs> yeah, Moore was. Moore's a dick. Moore was <laughs> to gauge your reactions to see what you think. Fair enough. I mean, you might just dismiss it as nonsense. <laughs> His head's like poking around. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> He's watching this around the corner. He's gone to find Professor Garn- Gartner. <laughs> I did a silly thing. Oh, I like the fact Queen is having magical adventures in his sleep like I meant to have a peaceful sleep by doing that. You are. You're exploring well, an Arabian palace. Well, you yeah. got some luck back. Well, yeah, that was good. That was good. I, I just didn't expect to have your connection is now complete happen. I didn't know there was a connection. I'm not found. There's anything wrong. 
Yeah. You got the unusual result instead of the good result. Now that I got that result, can I see what the good result was? No! Of course not! Did I ever have a good result? No! Okay. You gave me a backstory and I abused it. It was a great backstory though, wasn't it? Who gives the GM a backstory that can be used against them? Yeah, you give GMs backstories that are fully detailed. You don't ever put anything like, I had amnesia, or I black out occasionally. Because that's (laughs) like saying, hey, GM, I'm bending over, just ream me without any lube. Ooh. That's what it's like doing. Yeah, it's pretty bad. That might have been a bit too graphic. At, but... at least exchange such a background for a benefit for your character, you know? Yes, make make, make a, is, a Stygian pact of some kind. There is. Oh, you already know about some benefits, do you? You, pre, you pre-agreed benefits. No. Ah. <laughs> okay. I um, trust he's not a total dick. Charles and Agnatha are reading this book, probably side by side, heads together. Louis's reading it with you too. Oh, good. <laughs> he was like, what on earth? <laughs> He's intrigued. He wants to go over the mountains with you now. He also looks slightly disturbed. Why would he want to go over the mountains? Maybe he's gone backward. Well, he wanted to try and triangulate this weird signal. I realise I have another copy of it here. Oh, yay. And uh, everyone else is asleep, sedated, or having fun dreams with entities from beyond space and time. Of all of a relatively harmless thing that we're in that section. Hmm? Why are we going over the mountain? Who are you saying that to? More. He's More's gone. gone. <laughs> okay. More skipped out while you're reading it. Right. It takes about three hours to read. Okay. So you finish reading that, and I'll wait for wait for Nate to catch up, and then you can talk together in character. <clears throat> well, this was a bit you're going to sabotage the mission to go across the mountains. The problem is we're all probably vaguely considering the idea to Oh, what a shame, let's just go home. Charles is pilot in it, so he can do whatever he wants. Flying <laughs> over the mountain. Oh no, I crashed into a mountain. I crashed into the other plane. We clipped our wings, we can't go anymore. No, <laughs> he crashes into the other plane whilst you're 60,000 feet in the air and brings you both down in a ball of flame. No one must know. <laughs> Terrible tragedy. <laughs> Nate's expression is getting more and more. <laughs> tragedy when the show has gone. And for tongue tragedy. Kafulu <laughs> for tongue. Kafulu for tagon. I'd love a flag in place, Ash. Of course, now you've read that bit, if you want, you can actually borrow one of those books tonight to read the proper story. Going nowhere. Do, do, do. I may have been, I thought you were going to do Venga Airways. 
Fun hunt. A bee fast guy. Going to eat pizza. Oh. Back to the pie man. Pie. <laughs> Poor Nathan. He's like, this is terrifying. Yeah. I want to see who believes it and who doesn't. <laughs> well, he's seen them. How it matches up to what they found in the camp almost perfectly. Yeah. Is that the same from with Michelle as well? You, you saw Michelle's first question was, oh. why, why are we going over the mountains? <laughs> <laughs> why aren't we back on the Gabrielle steaming north? There was nothing there. We found nothing. Goodbye now. Look at this pretty fish. So... So this is just a summarization of a much larger story, basically. Yeah. So yeah. We're, it's assumed we know the entire story. Yeah. From this. Yeah. Which is. Terrifying. Why are we going over the mountain? Um. I don't know. <laughs> Do I get Kafuna Mythos for this? Uh, you get. Uh, you both get some. Let me Whoa. just grab the dice. Oh, base sanity's going down a little. Okay, you both got eight points of Cthulhu Mythos. <laughs> And your max sanity was. Was I supposed to get any when I was it? Um, oh yes, you were. You also got eight. Oh, puts me on fifteen. Um. So I take it off max sanity. Yeah. yeah. Which one's max? That one. Uh, no, the other one, ninety-nine. Ninety-nine. Yeah. That one, other one was your starting sanity. Uh. So your now max sanity is now ninety-one. Um, I think Michelle needs a rubber. Hey, Michelle. Okay, uh, Agnata, uh, Louis puts down, like, turns the last page backwards and forward a bit and is like, is this real? I mean, is this what they found in Lake's camp over there? Because I've not been to look. Oh, there was some stuff in the hangar that I saw that kind of does fit with the story, but it could just be a story he told to make the whole thing more wonderful and elaborate. I mean, a, a yeah, great, I mean, great fiction. This is a bit balmy compared yeah. to, say, Gedney went mad and killed everyone in the middle of a storm. Perhaps they were trying to like sort of defend his memory or something? It's sort of a bit strange. But why keep this secret for three years? Yeah. I don't know. This is why? very strange. It all sounds like hogwash to me, but... So I guess we're flying over the mountains to prove this is nonsense, then. This sounds... Well... I mean, they're going over scientific research, I'm sure, but from... Bar- yeah. Yeah, but I think if we can disprove this whole nonsense, then it's certainly going to be... Oh, I'll pack more cameras, then. Yeah, definitely. Because, yeah, I bet this... You know, the Germans had this, right? So I bet this is yeah. going to get out. Mm-hmm. If we try and cover it up, they'll just release a copy. Yeah, exactly. And then the yeah. Miskatonic University will look like not stupid. Yeah. Yeah, we should document this as well as possible. Well, I'm going to pack up this that... This is lit. Oh, thank you. I'm going to pack up that um, trail radio. Uh, sure. It'll take you about two, three hours to read. It's only a short story. Sorry. I'll pack up the trail radio. We really triangulate that. I bet it's a Chinese expedition or something. But it hasn't been published. There's another one out here. But, you know, they're going to tell us. You can't trust the communists. 
They're probably sneaking over here, digging up oil or something, you know. Now, I suggest we all get a good night's sleep, and then tomorrow we can set off. Yeah, it makes sense. Sedated boys, you wake up after a night's sleep. Craig, <laughs> do you want to spend two MP to keep your spell going? Yes, and then I want to spend a bit of time actually teaching him it. Can I do that? You're or is about it too to leave. Long? I can do it on the plane then. With everyone else around. <laughs> Don't worry, fellows, I'm going to teach him so some magic spells. That's what I'll be. Okay, I just spend the two MP. Yeah. Or your power. Pow. Oh! What did he get? 100. <laughs> Can you stop doing this, please? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Craig, one of us has got to do it. Craig, roll me your <laughs> spot hidden. We're in the oh, same sheet. Look, we're in the same game. What goes wrong? I spot hidden. You feel uh, Edwin trying. He's like turning his power internally and about to rip your spell into shreds. Stop! Stop doing that! Do I stop doing that? Because he shouts, do you stop? Yes. I didn't know what I was doing it. You nearly ruined the spell. Stop it! Sorry. I gave you a chance because you have a spell on him. Yes. Got Otherwise... And now he's mine? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Try not to break that. I don't know how you might, but you just nearly did, so don't do it again. Is everything okay, says Dr. Green, from where uh, he's packing up his stuff? Yes, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Do you both feel better after a night's sleep? Oh, yes. I feel much better, thank you. Well, Starkweather will be landing in about five minutes, I'm told, and then we'll all aboard the planes to fly. Okay, I'm just going to quickly check with the others, see if what's happened while I've been asleep. Okay. You find Charles and Agnatha and Louis... You finally cornered Professor Moore. He's appeared for breakfast. Morning, everyone. Anything interesting happen? Well, I read the diet text. That was interesting. Yes. yes Sorry. I guess you needed to know. Anything else? Yeah, I mean, it sounds like craziness to me, but I guess we'll find out when we go over there. We're going to fly over these mountains and there's going to be ice and snow and we can all have a big chuckle over how gullible we were. It would be nice, wouldn't it, Professor? That's what's going to happen. I say as I'm polishing my collar. So, so what else is going on? He yeah. pats his pockets for his gun. We're just going over for scientific reasons? Or? Yes. Yeah. We're going to explore your strange signal. What? Yeah. Okay. And um, see what's over there. Oh, yeah. You don't need it. We didn't tell you about the signal. So you was... Signal? Uh, we was, I was playing my beautiful music down to the signal. Okay. In response to the signal. And then they were responding. What signal? Me. I don't think anyone's told me anything about any signal. We were getting a radio antenna up and it was picking a signal up from beyond the mountains. Which is what Agnet has been doing most of the time. Have you got a recording of it I could listen to? No. Uh, No. Got a... Wave chart. That won't mean nothing to me. Wave chart. Yeah. I mean, if we've got... stopped now, says Louis. I listened again this morning. Ever since... Well, you were playing music at it, you say? Yeah. What were you doing? 
Can I repeat what I played to him? Yeah. So, do I need to roll for that or? Nah. You, 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 you're good at this now. I replayed the tune that I played. Do I recognize? It sounds like beautiful piping music. And not like any language I might know. No, you don't know how to speak any of those languages. Just read them. Uh, I hear it. Do I hear? Mm-hmm. I listen to it. Do I think of anything? Right? No. It could be a language. It's very regular. We're not sure which one. No language you know. Bloody dead languages and not knowing how to speak, pronounce them. <laughs> Probably Chinese or something. Something like ta ti ta ta ti. Oh well. Let's get ready. Um, Starkweather arrives on time. Um, he flies up. He's been picked up from his volcano. <laughs> Has he been volcano losing? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he lands in his wingsuit. <laughs> He flew on the thermals from the crater. <laughs> he did not do this. He got a plane. Ah! Hello, chaps. Are we all ready to go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Professor Moore. Oh, we don't have time. Time for what? Uh, we've got the diatext. The what? <coughs> uh, science stuff. Probably wouldn't interest Ah, so. yes. Well, good science. Whatever. I'd give more a look. Who's going in what plane? <laughs> oh, yes. I'm going in the stark weather. Yes, that makes sense. You're piloting the Stark Weather. Am I? Oh, good. So you're in the Weddle then? Yes, I'm in the Weddle and I I'm in the Weddle. I suggest that. I'm in the Weddle. <laughs> I suggest <laughs> that Lawrence I being the be most. <laughs> and Dr. Moore, come on. I'm going in the Stark Weather. Oh, good luck. Uh, the, the more experienced co pilot is Lawrence, so he, I suggest he goes in the Stark Weather and I'll take Alan with me. Okay, so you've got. Um, two more seats in the well. Who else is going in the well? You haven't uh, declared to get. I know. I don't know where the seat seating was. You can come in the well. So I'll go in the well, and then the German. So we're going to put Excellent. all our eggs in one basket. Yes. <laughs> one plane goes down. All the players are dead. This makes sense to me. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. And the German will go in the other plane with Starkweather. Ah, so if the other plane goes down, we lose all the Germans. <laughs> I don't think we'll lose all of them if it goes down. Oh. <laughs> oh, while we're all here, has anyone heard of a prince that might be here? What? Have any oh, of us heard, I heard of a, a prince? I heard a silly rumour that someone here might actually be a prince or related to. Oh, well, the, the, the German ladies related oh, to oh, royalty. Oh, but... yes, so if no one here's got any idea. You huh? Go and find the Germans. Yeah. Hey, Anya is loading her stuff onto the Starkweather. Ah, uh, morning, Miss Gartner. Hello. Oh, Anya, sorry, formalities. You That's did okay. say. Um, I was just wondering, would any of your group be related to a prince by chance? Well, my husband is. Yeah. No, he's I, not here. I, I was told someone here is related to a prince, or is a prince, and by, is a prince. by yes, he's a prince by someone. Said that I should find the prince and have a talk to him. Oh, oh, good luck. So, yeah, I was just wondering <laughs> if any of you, you guys were, because our guys definitely aren't. Fuck you! <laughs> no, I didn't bring any princes with me. Fair enough. See you. Uh, which plane are you going in? Are you with the Starkweather? Mm. Yes. Okay, well, I'll see you on the other side then. Yes, good luck. Good luck. On the other side. <laughs> the other side of the veil. <laughs> Oh, hmm? Reg, um, Reggie, 
Other one. <laughs> so you're already confusing yes, this man with your husband. <laughs> I summon you into Irvine's body <laughs> and expel his soul into the void. No. You know too much. <laughs> yeah, it would be. Agnes pragmatic. Yes, and that would be evil. <laughs> no, be pragmatic. no, it wouldn't at this stage. Fine, she'll trap you in a little crystal. It's evil too. No, nope, just pragmatic. She's no reason to do this. Yeah, but she might feel like it. That's evil. Evil. <laughs> Evan. Uh, um. Hmm? What do you know about which thing? <laughs> about what might be on the other side of those mountains? Uh, I suspect it might be an ancient race that predates humanity and were our creators. And I suspect there might be Shoggoths there, which killed the creators originally and killed uh, some of the other members, maybe, of the Dire Expedition. And I'm, quite frankly, terrified, if that's what it is. Keep hold of that terror. <laughs> oh, I will, don't worry. Bottle. I think it's healthy terror. Keeps you on your toes. She hands you a hip flask. Ah, <laughs> take that. Drink it in an amazing. Okay. She it onto her plane. Thank you. I tuck it in a hip. Tuck it. Oh, no one questions these things. Like, in all great sci-fi stories, people always just mysteriously hand you vials or bottles. <laughs> oh, I'm guessing. And no one ever asks what's in it. They just be- say, because you of, need it. Because of a conversation we've just had, I think it might just be a whole load of, like, cyanide or something that will just give me a nice quick clean death if it all goes horribly wrong <laughs> do that. yeah it's too nice it's not it's evil a, or pragmatic yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. pretty but, pragmatic here's a cyanide capsule in case it all goes wrong okay you all board your planes by about 10 th- uh, 10.20 10.30 everything is ready the planes are loaded the engines are on uh, everyone's come out the other scientists from the here to cheer you on. Yeah, Wish yeah. you well. Um, they'll stay here and keep the radios going. And uh, you head off. Louis is in your plane, by the way. Okay. And you take off. The two Boeings climb steadily towards the pass. Uh, roll me some piloting skills. Piloting skills. Six. That is mega piloting. Um, you, you gradually gain altitude as you know the you, you literally the steepest climb you've ever done. The floor of the plane is slowly tipping up as you're flying up the side of these mountains towards the pass <coughs> you've chosen. Excellent. Can I tick pilot twice now? I've done many. You can times. indeed tick pilot in twice. Yeah. Barely got any ticks this session. Actually, no, there's a few. As you pass 16,000 feet, there is a roar as you are caught in powerful winds rushing from the pole towards the mountain. This wind is blowing out of the south towards the mountains, and the whole plane just jerks and shakes, and everyone can roll me dexterity. I'll be sat down strapped yeah, in. but still. But, ooh, I'm dexterous. Eight. Extreme. Ooh. You've got all of the dexterity. I just hope that's not an extreme I could have done with elsewhere much more. Did anyone fail? 
No. You all tossed her out a bit, and oh, a bit. no one's oh, going oh. out the door then. <laughs> but you know, you're all strapped in, and none, none of the cargo shifts. And within a few minutes, you're fully in the racing air current. The uh, ground speed ometers on your dash indicate you are now travelling over 250 miles an hour. This wind is carrying you forwards. Nice. We're going to get there sooner than we thought. (laughs) And everything, (laughs) as the hours pass, it's eerie how the mountains loom closer slowly. These things are huge. You know, from the ground down below, they loom ominously, but flying towards them, somehow it's different. They're a different kind of huge, rearing up on either side of the plane. Mm. As you continue to grow, the... As you draw up near the peaks, the crackle of static over the radio increases, moment by moment, until it's a deep, humming roar, and then you turn the radios off. There's no... You can't communicate with the other plane, you can't communicate back with bass, it's just static. Yep. Endless static, screaming on the wind. Screaming! Unless you would like to leave the radios on with the booming noise of static. No. No. I would like to concentrate. And then, as you pass 18,000 feet, uh, you all have to don oxygen masks. The air in the cabin is growing thinner. You switch on the oxygen, clamp on your masks, and start to breathe the air outside the aircraft draw closer. And as you draw near the forbidding peaks, dark and sinister above the line of the crevasse-ridden snow and glaciers, you notice, all of you, that something about the peaks is off. From a distance it looks like jagged, blocky granite, square cut. But as you're flying closer you realise that it's more than that. It's like cave entrances. It's, you're still quite a distance away as you're flying between them, but it's almost as if they've been shaped and aren't just natural formations. Maybe it's a trick of the imagination, the light, the shifting, ever, never-ending sunlight of the Antarctic above. Well, we kind of expect just... this from Dyer's text anyway. Mm-hmm. But it, you can see what he means yeah. from his descriptions, that they almost look man-made. You're too high up and far away to get a proper look. You'd have to fly yeah. much too close in this dangerous wind. But so these are square-like caves in the mountains, yeah. not over yeah. where the mountain trolls live. You're flying over the mountains. Oh, God. Craig's moving the table. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. King! I had to rub something out! And destroyed everything mm. in the process! Whoever made the drink should have filled it so much that should they? Yes, Craig. <laughs> Don't know what you're on about. Craig. Ashley. You ruined everything now. You ruined everything now. It's okay. We, we have the technology. <laughs> the tissues. <laughs> Why didn't you do that during the break? Um, uh, no, it's fine. What? Oh, it is a bit wet. Yeah. Oh, there's chocolate. A bit there. wet. Uh, it's not much. Since when's it been chocolate? Since I put it there. Oh. Michelle's chocolate senses have been watching it for the past two hours. I don't know what to try some of the camera away. It tastes quite rather strange. 
I say strange, it's just dark chocolate. Does it taste like the chocolate in Michelle's cupboard with the dead No, no, it's nice, it's nice. It's just you won't, you won't be able to have a lot of it, that's all, because it's quite strong. I liked when he almost poisoned Craig the night before his wedding. Yeah, that was no. a really, really, really bad decision. How did I you kept do? telling who it was. What happened? Look, we'd had a lot of single malt whiskey by then. <laughs> we hadn't had that much. We'd had enough to think that bad chocolate was good. <laughs> Had enough to risk the chocolate cupboard. Now you know that the chocolate cupboard is as dangerous as the pickled eggs. Oh, those pickled eggs are lethal, dude. Yeah. We've still got ones in the cupboard. That yes, are we over have. Four years old. I don't know how long we had them. It is before we took them. Oh, more than four years, I reckon. Well, I don't. Think these aren't the pickled eggs of evil. Yeah. How long were the pickled eggs of evil? Craig, you only pickled eggs. No. No. I remember having one when drunk. It's like fuck. It brought you back to your senses a bit, didn't little, it? A little bit, yeah. Pickled eggs aren't supposed to sober you up. No. <laughs> it's only a temporary sober, though, and then and then the stomach... And the stomach ache kicks in. <laughs> and then... Hmm, maybe I'll have another. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll have some pickled eggs on the go, but they've only been going for a few months. Okay, so we're on a, we're on a plane. The plane is rising up. 20,000 feet, heading towards 21,000 feet. The oxygen rushes through your masks as you breathe in. The plane is silent as everyone stares through the cockpit windows for a glimpse. Well, it's silent, surely you don't. You're silent. Oh, my goodness. The engines are not silent. Oh, goodness. <laughs> they are still on. <laughs> but you are silent. Success. <laughs> <laughs> the engines have stopped. Yeah. If you ask me to land these things with no engines, all bets are off. <laughs> As you rush forward, you can't help but look at the spires of the mountains on either side. They are so high. Tall, jagged terraces of cubed rock reaching up into the heavens. And ahead of you is the pass. And on the other side of the pass, the air is a curious colour, mottled white and pink, tinged with darker bands and areas of brightness that seem to move and flow backwards forwards. Mm. The mountains are dark stone, black and grey, the occasional striated band of crystal that catches the light of the Antarctic sun and reflects it back That's pretty. Clicking. Photo, yeah. Well, photography. (laughs) No. 52. You've just pressed the camera against the window now, pressing the shutter. We're not sure if you've got the band of crystal. Uh, there are openings and caves, cylinders and ramps, cracked crevasses and sloping, almost spiral-like protuberances up to the cave mouths and the blocky stones that rise up the mountains. Roll me your geology. Oh. Uh, whoever has geology has a skill. The geologist, I would imagine. Not me. Uh, not quite. Um... Puzzling looking. You need to get down on the ground to really examine it, but you've only seen one or two formations like this in real life. And like the Giant's Causeway in Ireland and other similar locations where the volcanic rock has fractured and formed the sort of like hexagon like pillars of rock. But these don't look like volcanic mountains to you from this distance. It doesn't look like volcanic rock, it's schist and shale and granite. This isn't, you know, proper lava that's condensed. And, you know, you wouldn't get lava taller than Mount Everest. Mm. 
like this, not boiling up and then cooling down like this. It just doesn't happen. So it's odd. <clears throat> right, look. I just had the thought of how amusing it would be to just drop a spell on him right now. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, I'm not doing it. But... Did anyone pack binoculars? Was they would have been in the plane? plane. Yeah. Is anyone looking through the binoculars at the mountain? I'm busy I flying the plane. Yeah. <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> okay, roll me your spot hidden as you peer through the binoculars. Eight. Oh dear. Nope. Uh, the mouth of the caves look smooth and regular, especially along the upper surfaces. The lower lips are there frequently rounded and misshapen, but as you get higher, the cave mouths are uniform. Some of them are even perfectly symmetrical. At least that's what it looks like through the binoculars, which is disturbing. Hey, look at the caves. They all look to be the same shape, entrances. That's odd. They do? I can't really see from this distance. Hmm. Look through binoculars. Uh, even with the binoculars. Well, I'm sure we'll see them when we land oh she's pointing it out now can I see more clearly yeah oh no no it's coming into focus wait roll your spot hidden queen roll them bones nope well, that's lucky <laughs> I'm I'm gonna say it almost looks like the ones at the bottom have had a lot of things going through them oh I'm not thinking that. It's too late, you did. Yes. <laughs> yes, I did. Everyone, roll spot hidden. More spot As you quest. Well, I do this time. Nope. Eight. I spot. I do not. In fact, that is an extreme. You spot. That as you're coming up level with the top of the pass, you are flying at about 24,000 feet. The top of the pass is barely 200 feet below the plane. 23,000 feet, 800, you reckon. Maybe a little bit higher at places. As you're flying through narrow paths, the wind is behind you. The plane is travelling closer to 500 miles an hour at this point in time. As the wind is being funnelled through the pass, Literally, you're about to get fired through the pass out the other side like a bullet caught in the wind. Yeah. I think this is a normal flight because I have no idea about flying. Everybody will listen. You are worried. No. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to be able to fly this plane back through this pass while this wind is happening. I do not yes. listen. 16. Hard oh. listen. No extreme. Mm. Extreme. Extreme. You hear the wind whistling through the caves. Oh, just a hard. It's a high-pitched, piping, lilting song, which neither of you have heard before, because the only people who've heard this song before um, failed their role. It's really nice. <laughs> Tekali. Oh, I heard it. Tekali. Oh, you have yeah, heard it. fucking played it. I played the damn thing. Uh, it just sounds like the wind whistling through the caverns, but to your ears, you can't help but notice it's got the cadence and the beat of that tune, except it's being blown on the wind. Surely... Agna, can you hear that? Can I hear you can listen again. 
Yes. Yeah, now that he's said and you, you all quiet and you strain to hear over the howl of the wind and the roar of the engines. Yeah, there it is. Isn't that, that the... It sounds like the tune we were playing over the, yeah. the radio, yeah. Louis is like... Maybe we've come to where the signal was coming from. Louis leans past and turns the radio on. And he listens for a minute with headphones on. It's the tune, perfectly harmonious, whistling through the radio. It's not static anymore, it's just that song. Oh, we can't tell whether it started up again or it's just because we're in the right location. Yeah. And then, everybody roll my power. Everyone who's heard it roll power. Okay. Ah, blissful ignorance. Eight, five, eleven. Extreme. Extreme. (laughs) Pass. It's. Is extreme a third or a fifth? Fifth. Fifth. It's very odd. A foreboding sound of light and wind. Dark. There's a dark undertone to this tune that almost seems to reverberate with your inner being. And then, as you fly through the wind and the snow, you're riding higher, 25,000 feet, 26,000 feet. You're almost as high as the plane can go. You are heading for the end of the pass. There is a blinding flash of sunlight behind you all. And out of the cockpit window, twin halos surround the sun and the whole atmosphere outside the plane just shines for a moment with dazzling, gorgeous, Photograph. magnificent photography. <laughs> Cha-ching! I'm going to lock it by one. <laughs> don't burn out the camera lens or the film by pointing it at the sun again. <laughs> ah, but do I get my picture? You do get a picture. Excellent. You make sure it's not pointed at the sun at all, and you just take a picture of the sky in front of you. You can see glories and shadows and rainbows scattering in the air outside the cockpit. I'm going to drink some. It's fantastic. <laughs> wow. Have we found the, the place to land? And then as you swoop out of the pass, nearly 30,000 feet up in the air... So you wouldn't want to land on the slope of this mountain. Well, no. So I'm saying, have we seen where we can land? And there, spread out before you, is an ancient tableland, fully 20,000 feet high. It's barely 10,000 feet below the plain. Massive plateau. The climate looks deadly. Ice and snow. And an ancient riverbed cracking out of the ice and lining it dark stone that you slowly realise are buildings rising up out of the permafrost city. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's at the end of the river there's a magnificent bridge arching over the end of the riverbed where it must have plunged under the mountains and at either end of this bridge are statues gigantic bulbous statues that from this distance look somewhat suspiciously like those bodies you dug out of the burial mound just missing the heads I say well I think that might be confirmation we can turn back now yeah. I'm just going to go back or well, not back but you know around <laughs> I'm not, I'm not I, don't, I don't say that are you sure? yeah <laughs> what I do say is that yeah we're not going to be able to go back that way 
What do you mean, says Lewis? I'm saying the, the winds and the speed that we picked up coming through there, it's just not going to be possible to fly back through it. Okay, so what do we do? Um, well, right now, I'm guessing we're still going to land, but it's just how we go back. Did, was there any way for us to know we weren't going to be able to come go back before? No, because we were in it. Oh dear. We didn't know it was there until we got into it. Well, it's on the other side of the mountain. That's, that's regardless it, of point, it's like, the point now, I guess. So. It's like 500 miles from here to the shore around these mountains. Yeah, and we didn't bring enough fuel, I'm guessing. Probably not. So what if we siphon all of one plane's fuel into the other? Yeah, we might need to leave one plane. We wouldn't... We'd be overweight, surely. Um, we'd have worst to... case scenario, we'd have to do two trips. <laughs> Let's land first yes. and worry about this later. That's why I said. Louis is looking out the window and he like lifts the camera and it's like, click. <laughs> click. I, I look over to Professor. The Professor's not here. Oh, he's in the other one, isn't he? Mm-hmm. I make a, f- a note to myself that Louis is taking lots of pictures that may need to be destroyed. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's an actual city like Dyer described. Are you guys seeing this, right? Yes. yes. An ancient That's why city. That's we're turning round. We can't. We literally can't well, right yeah, now, well, Agnata. We, we Calm down! Calm down! Everybody let it <laughs> You're losing it over there. Yes, I'm fine. I, I bring okay. myself yeah. under control. Right now, right now, we have to land. We can't turn around. We don't have the fuel for it anyway to go round. And we cannot go back through the way we came because we just won't make it through. So we have to land. We've got no choice. Once we've landed and we've reconvened with the other plane, we can make a plan to go back. But we have to land. How far is it back to just yeah. Lakes Camp from here if we walked along the pass? I'm guessing we've flown ages. but We'd have to climb the mountains first. Oh yeah. Have we just gone on one side of the mountains? Or have we actually gone across the mountains? You've gone across... I've got a handy map. You have flown from Lake Camp across the mountains and you're here now. Uh, I've got you. Yeah, so I'm guessing that to get back without coming through those winds we'd have to go all the way round the mountains. Yeah. Another further yeah, but exactly, and we'd be guessing. So there's no point in risking going out, losing fuel on the way out, just to have to turn around again. Um, as you descend, yes, it is. Yep, and you pass through the icy haze of the clouds, and suddenly the air seems to clear up, and you can see the city in even more detail. It's it's gigantic. I ask if anyone's got eyes on the stark weather. Um, look out window. Everyone will spot hidden. Yes. Yes. Yep, you can see the stark weather. It's off to the right a couple of miles. It's waggling its wings and sort of like starting to circle lower. Okay. They're obviously, they're searching for somewhere to land. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Dark buildings, squared and domed, shifting. Do they have that ancient. hazy effect to them? Um, is it just that's, the, yeah, that's because you're just so far away. Oh, right, okay. I mean, these things are massive as you descend out of the sky towards them. <laughs> you alright there, Craig? Yeah. Maybe you should run some of them. Just make a note for posterity. <laughs> 
Um, you slowly bring the planes down to about a thousand feet above your mm-hmm. plateau, so you're still at twenty-one thousand feet above sea level right now. <coughs> Whoa, <Whatever. laughs> you can't believe it! Oh, I had to check, dude. Oh, no, you did it for science. Constitution. Constitution. Check. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. <laughs> good. I'm glad. Uh, you can see ice spilling around the base of buried buildings. Towers that are shattered. Towers that are intact. Domes that are collapsed. And you see <coughs> domes that are intact. The city seems to form a band 50 miles deep, you reckon, yeah. just by looking at it from the sky, along the shore of this river. So this is larger than London is by a massive amount at this, this point. This is gigantic. I mean, that's, that's how wide it is. How far it disappears into the distance in either direction. It must stretch for hundreds of miles along up this riverbank. Okay, okay. Uh, you can see where the great river used to run through the northwest through the city. A broad artificial channel. You can see that the cha- riverbank between flowing through the city it's like, you know, the embankment in London. They've built this new you know, they've capped it in stone and <sighs> this river, which is now just a slowly moving glacier that vanishes through a large cavern beyond that huge bridge into the depths beneath. So how far did we fly? So how far are we from Lakes Camp in terms of miles and hours of flight? You've been... It took you an hour to fly towards the mountain into the foothills. Yep. Three hours... Climbing up the side of the mountains, yeah. an hour through the pass, and it's taking you about an hour now to descend. So you've been flying for about six hours. Okay. Looking through your binoculars, you can see that the big statues are indeed pentagonal, star-shaped, bulbous um, images of those bodies you found in the gravestones. They're just missing the heads. The strange five-pointed head is just gone from both statues. Oh, it just as in it was there in the first place. It must have been. Oh, you can right. see the jagged stump at the top as you're okay. pointing your binoculars in it. Yeah, they can just, just build headless statues. <clears throat> that wouldn't be creepy at all. <laughs> I imagine the heads were probably ripped off when the Shoggoths revolted. What the, ha- the hell's a Shoggoth anyway? Did you say that out loud? Yes. <laughs> Louis is looking at you. Yeah. What? I'm I'm quizzical as I'm, well. Oh God, the things from the book. What I, are the things I just from the book? Look at him. Remember when Dyer's? No, no, no. I remember the, the shot off. I don't know what they are. You seem to know what they are. <laughs> just show them the pages in your book. Yeah, I'll, I'll show you the page in my book. I steal myself. <laughs> Steal yourself good. Perhaps, show, good. perhaps show the pilot once we've um, landed. Well, <laughs> well, this is all in languages you can't understand, but that's a shot off. He shows the pilot first. Roll your sanity. Literally, bring my words you. Don't show the pilot till he's I was not listening to <laughs> I you. I am ashamed. That is a shot off. They're a big thingy, my boys. Yes, all of that is a shoggoth. They're like big amorphous blobs that can take on all sorts of shapes. And that do you check for you too, Michelle? Because, you know, these things must be real because here's the Notice, city. Notice, there's a human for no. scale. 
Stop making me know this thing! I'm piloting! Are you refusing to look? Yes! There's a human for scale. Are we gonna roll with There's a human for scale. Oh. Can't believe Interesting, that's what a human looks like next door. Yeah. Sanity check over there. Seven. My work here is done. Who's doing a sanity check, sorry? Uh, I didn't mind. Okay, me sh- Oh, but that- Okay, well, <laughs> Read the- Oh, crap. <sighs> Damn your dice tower of doom. Doomed. <laughs> he's pulling face- Oh, no, he's reaching for another- No, he isn't. He already had the book. Can I have my pencil? Oh. It's Spanish. Or a pencil. Do you eat pencils, Ash, or something? He's the great pencil devourer. You're the the worst old one ever. (laughs) (laughs) The fire of stars. I eat pencils. (laughs) Thanks, Gary. (laughs) Thanks, Uncle Cthulhu. Gary's the special one. All elder things or great ones have to start somewhere. (laughs) Yeah. Gary, he was in... Cthulhu was in mailing. You know how supposedly like serial killers and stuff start off killing small creatures and animals and then they <laughs> progress. That's Gary is starting with pencil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He'll pr- he'll proceed. Hey, can I say one thing? You serial later. killers, rather than just any employment line ever. I read a lot of crime thrillers. <laughs> <laughs> Roll a D four, Michelle. Three. Oh, this is going to be fun. Oh God! Who do we oh Jesus! Gain or lose? Lose. And then number three on that one. I thought she said gay. Do I read all oh, of that? Or just yeah, read, read the text and then it's number three that's happening to you. <laughs> um, I'm glad it wasn't you. Oh, oh did she fell a sanity on the yes. shog off? Oh. This is a real thing. This is a real thing. This is a real thing. I'm a real boy. I'm a bit numb to it all right now. Here's what it looks um, like next to a human. <laughs> Not looking! Agnata starts screaming at the top of her voice. I don't think she liked it. I back away. Someone stop the noise trying to fly a plane. <laughs> you just land I, I, the plane. Agnata, be quiet, please. She's not shutting up. I. How much cargo is like behind us? Uh, lots. I, I sort of get up and go find a rope. Just, just is it like a, is a the rope? Chair? I'm going to tie it to the chair. Sound. She's strapped in. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I'm worried about that. I don't want her to clip off I'll, and go I, to the I'll door. try something. Dominate sleep. Uh, For no. five minutes. Her mind is just completely oh. out of it. No, nope. stop doing that. But I'm still screaming. I can't. I'm shrieking at the top of her, her lungs. Swift bit to the back of the head. I'm. Donkey Punch! I don't want to maybe kill her by <laughs> What are people doing? Someone gag her. Has anyone got a sock? <laughs> You're all wearing them. I don't want to take mine off. <laughs> I've got a rope. Roll piloting, by the way. Oh. Out hard. Oh, okay. Um. Um, um, I go to the spare spot. Oh shit! <laughs> mittens. What have you got? Oh, hundred. He's been distracted. <laughs> <laughs> You've looked back, like shut her up, shut her up. <laughs> um, everybody will spot hidden except for you. Yeah, <laughs> not you either. Fifty. At extreme. No. 
at Extreme, I succeed! Yeah. Yay, we see the mountain. You may save us yet. <laughs> You've just passed over a broad circular plaza. Ahead of you are three glossy black pyramids in a line, and the biggest one, which is about six times the size of the Great Pyramid of Giza, is right there, and you're about to slide into it. Turn! Turn or pull up! <laughs> no, no, no. I turn. You turn and look. <laughs> Extreme piloting. Oh. Nope. Push it. Do what? Push the roll. Convince me you deserve a re-roll. Well, I'm going to be concentrating very hard, and I've had lots of extreme rolls before. <laughs> <laughs> Adrenaline rush. Roll again. Do I need to do it hard? Extreme, he said. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, you I'm not pull up. Close. There's an opening in the pyramid. You aim for it. You go through it. There's a horrible, sickening crunch as you lose both wings. But you crash the fuselage down onto the ground inside this tall black pyramid and apply the brakes. And roll me your piloting at hard. I, I, I sit there to myself and think... 93. Oh dear, the I think we're going to die. Should we roll decks? Everyone is strapped in. You are shocked out of your screaming by crashing. Okay. <laughs> told you I'd shut up. <laughs> I, I'm glad I told us to bring two planes. <laughs> uh, the fuselage flips and spins and everybody <laughs> can roll me their constitution. Oh no. Fine. 29. 93. Oh, God. Nope. I failed by a big distance. 75 out of 70. Agnata and... I think we're still taking damage. Thingy. Edwin. You lose uh, five hit points each. Oh, that is painful for you two. Roll me a d6, both of you two. Five. Five. Okay. Fuck you, dice. Fuck you. You both lose... It might not be bad yet. Uh, five hit points as the plane crashes. Your oxygen masks are ripped off. Nope, that's magic points. Okay, that's pretty bad. And the plane is now upside down, and you've... You, this massive pyramid, you've flown through like an opening in the side of it. Yeah. Just taking the wings off. And inside, there's a large room, then there's a staircase, and you've hit that staircase and flipped forwards and smashed them to the other side of it. And now you're gently rocking on the other side, and you have both fallen out. Uh-oh. Spaghetti-os. Sorry, I've fallen out where? You've fallen out of the plane into this hole, so roll me your luck. <clears throat> See, luck I don't mind rolling. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Nine. You have both fallen about maybe eight feet and then landed on... It's like... Um, let me draw you what it looks like quickly. And it all went better than expected. I yell like a glove. <laughs> <laughs> well. Well. It's a bit crude, but you've flown in through this hole here. There's a big hole in the middle of the room with a ramp. 
Yeah. And you, the plane has flipped off the front of this ramp and then smashed into this side. And you've both fallen out of the cockpit here. Yeah. But you both landed on the ramp. Excellent. About eight feet down. Do you use cow bombs for your washing machine? <laughs> yes. Are you proud of what you've done? I didn't do anything. <laughs> I just educated also, people. You flash a, a book drunk. in front of people's face and we just cry. No, look at the evil start screaming for no real reason. <laughs> you, because someone, all you did, oh, no, someone showed me a picture. You validated that story. Okay, you two are still strapped in, breathing through your oxygen masks. You've been completely shocked out of your hysteria because plane crash. Oh, yeah. I think we should probably go. We've just been thrown out. Yeah. yeah. And were we wearing outside gear inside the plane? I. There's no way I would have been wearing mittens flying the damn thing for a start. You might have your coat on, but undone yeah. and stuff. Uh, but you haven't got any oxygen at the moment. Yeah. Let's get back in the plane, quick. Anyway, uh, both of me roll... Both of me? You two. You two. <laughs> both of me. <laughs> My other me. Yeah. Oh, dear. It's a source of like, dissociative identity disorder coming out. <laughs> what me or spot hidden? Six. Thirty-two. Okay. Uh, Louis is dead. His neck has snapped. Oh, no way! <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, we don't need to worry about the photos anymore. <laughs> Alan, the I'm co-pilot, the is gone. His oh. seat is empty. Oh, my God. He did not land on the ramp. <laughs> 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 okay. This went well. <laughs> hey! I was right! <laughs> Keep your um, books to yourself. I'd like you to see these two rolls I made for Louis and... Uh, uh, Alan. Oh, wow. <laughs> Two bastards. different sets of D-hundreds, and they both rolled a hundred. If I could silver lining this, we don't need another Kylo pilot now anyway. <laughs> <laughs> this plane is screwed. And, oh. like, 600 feet in the air, <laughs> up a black pyramid. Oh, wow. <laughs> How thin is the ocean up here? Um, very thin. Uh, you two. Are you going to try and make we it back up to the plane? We gasp and run back to the plane. Yeah. Okay, roll me your constitution as you stagger back up this ramp. Constitution. Dumb yes. Stat. You know, what, my, Three. I've got loads of dumb stats in my head. You both make my it parents. back. Oh, yes, you want ugly dwarf. <laughs> you both make it back to the plane. Ugly dwarf. And um, Agnata and Edwin are untangling themselves from sitting on the ceiling. <laughs> because the plane is upside down and they have you get portable oxygen tanks and slap marks on and then you all see the first thing you do is get into your cold weather gear yeah uh, Louis is dead yeah Alan, Louis Alan is missing presumed falling Alan did we bring Alan, Alan. yes he was in your co-pilot seat Alan. no 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 did we bring Alan, <laughs> Alan. <laughs> the correct answer here is no he's safe at the base camp <laughs> Did we bring this plane? No. <laughs> okay, what are you doing? The plane is like sticking upside down over the edge of this big pit. We need to get, get as out. much out of the stuff that we can so yes. we start moving. Get all the oxygen first. Yeah. You Grab open the back survival of gear the, tra- the plane yeah. and start piling. There would probably be more of the gear in the other plane because they didn't have many people in the other plane. They have Anya, Dr. Mayer, Starkweather, Lawrence. More. More. I'm pretty sure it was as full as a hole. Yeah. Was it? Oh, yeah. I thought we'd... There's uh, one empty seat. Well, there should have been one empty seat in your plane, but you brought Louis. <laughs> as a last-minute addition. Oh. oh. You had one extra seat. Right, <laughs> let's get Louis out. Let's get some of the way out. 
car the plane. You, you, you. I don't think we need to worry about weight in this plane well, anymore. Yeah, but Charlie. having him dangling upside down dead is a bit... Yeah. It's uncouth. Okay, let, let's the get the poor burnt man Put him in a policy. Damn it, Louis. See what happens when we let you fly for a bit. <laughs> it was a really good skill. Connor has to hold him up there while his plane's upside down. Yeah. Hold his legs in place. In. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to assume you take Louis out of the plane. Yes. yes. I need to find the right building. We uh, wow. make a makeshift sled out of him and go out We're the in a pyramid. The <laughs> mile of city. Well, I'm also guessing that the Starkweather would have seen this occurring and probably would have come, I'm hoping come, so, like, yeah. come down pretty rapidly to try and assist. Yeah, but if we're in right we, in the middle got, of a city, uh, they're going to have to park like 25 miles away. Have we got a radio Ooh, through to them? Map you showed us necessarily. Yeah. <clears throat> Are there runways in the city then? Well, I don't know. If this pyramid's anyway. in the middle, is what I'm saying, then yeah. we're boned. Yeah, we, got, we don't even know how to that with the other plane. Big. Sorry? Have we got contact with the other plane, like radio or anything? Well, there'll be radio contact, probably, if there's no disappearance. <laughs> Is it worth trying um, that? Yeah, it's definitely worth trying. I look at the radio in our smashed plane. Please tell me, GM, what is the condition? Roll your luck. <laughs> you go to investigate. Do you really want to get close? Because the cockpit is dangling upside down with no windows over this. And you're the rest nine. of us oh, go and stand at the other end of a plane to counterbalance it. We're going to have to do, try and do a freeking... Okay, roll me your no, yeah. I'm electrical repairs. I'm, not, I'm just looking at it. From, get, there must be rope on the plane. Yeah. So let's see if there's anything we can anchor the back to. to sort yeah. of tie I mean, this is an aluminium hull, so you could just drag pull it. it. Pull it forward, okay, I guess. We, do that, we all get out and... You've unloaded it. We can just drag it. It's, it might be aluminium. There's no wings. Uh. It's upside down. You know, you don't have to drag it far. You just need to get it back a couple of metres. Well, you've seen how big a 247 is, right? Yeah, that's true. It's Maybe big. you can turn back into a goat thing. I, I think you two would thing? shit yourselves. <laughs> I don't know about it. <laughs> and jump down the hole. <laughs> I don't want to live <laughs> Okay, you have um, pulled out your supplies. They're all stacked up. Um, this pyramid room is open on all four sides. Yeah. You can look out over the city. Um, and the plane is teetering over this pit. Well, not teetering, but sticking out over this pit. Okay. We, we'll we find this. a tie point yeah, to yeah. tie it to... I mean, we can yeah. attempt to pull it, but I think it might I mean, be you've got climbing gear. You can hammer some yeah, yeah, yeah. eye hooks yeah. in the gr- we, into the stone. We secure it as best as possible from the back. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so I'm not going to the Is it now secure enough now to check the radio if we've, put, if we've anchored it down? Yes, Captain. Is it, we, I think you should. We've done, oh, oh, we go in. Oh, we go <laughs> into the radio. We've got to go to the radio. Okay, you go to the radio. Yeah. Uh, if it's broken, I, you take someone who knows how to repair it. That's I, not me. I, you I look, have it repair. looks intact. Okay. Um, most aside from the shattered windscreen and um, a, you know shattered glass on the dials, most of the equipment here looks intact. Okay. The problem is you don't have any power currently because the engines were on the wings, yeah. and the wings didn't come inside the building with you. Where did we put well, the generators? Spare generators. Yeah. Uh, roll your luck to see if it's in this plane <laughs> or in the other plane. <laughs> Yes, I lucky. Ah, it's in this plane. Yeah, and it's intact because Louis, <laughs> Louis, Louis packed it in a box. See, knew he should have tied it down. <laughs> His death was not in vain. He's lying over there under a tarpaulin, freezing. And at least you've got a whole spare set of cold weather gear now. I was Silver that. linings. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, try to hook up the radio. Uh, is the radio it's not detachable from the uh, yeah you can closet. slide it out oh okay yeah we'll take the radio you, you slide it out, out and you get out of the plane and 
Wouldn't we probably have to take it to like the opening or something to get signal probably? Um, you're going to need a new antenna for it because the antenna would have been on top of the plane which is now probably under, underneath the upside down plane. Right, okay. So you're going to have to rig someone up, someone with some radio operations is going to have to make some sort of roll. I have radio operations. Or electrical repair. I have electrical repair. While they're doing this, of where we are. Or someone runs left the bonus dice. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, okay, I'll deal with the radio yeah, first. Of course. Um, I don't know who's best at it. That's a bit meta, isn't it? So. Yeah, I'll run it over there. Are we doing it with a bonus dice or are we doing it? Yeah, if you're well, working together. I don't really need to because it was 24, but yeah, 24. Okay. It's fine. Um, Which was that for, electrical repair or radio operation? That was uh, hooking the radio up to the electrical generator. Which one does that count, electrical repair or radio operation? Electrical repair. Electrical. So you've hooked the radio up, now you need to jury rig some sort of antenna. Is that radio operation? Yeah. Um, you've got a bonus task for that as well, because I've got radio operation. Yeah. I've got ten. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, you uh, snap a piece of metal off one of the landing struts and sort of a bug, manage to hook it on the side of the building and wire it into the radio and you sort of have a makeshift radio. It's not going to have great range, but, you know, hopefully it doesn't need to send very far. Yeah. And uh, I shall come back to you two in a minute as used to with exploring the uh, pyramid. <coughs> like I think we've got stuff out of the plane. Yeah, 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 you've yeah. done that. Yeah. It's been about an hour since you crashed cause okay. at this point because you've had to unload the plane. Yeah, yeah. Calm yourselves down. Uh, an exciting thing. The the pyramid as you are you going to the north, south, east or west entrance? North. Yep. Follow it. Okay. Um you head to the north entrance and look out. You're on a low rise, not too far from the riverbank. Mm-hmm. Um the pyramid seems to have like stepped in four layers. This is the biggest one, it's huge, and then there are two smaller pyramids either side. You can see out across most of the um, pyramid, and it's the lower level is completely buried in ice. I mean, you realise that street level in this city must be about another five, six hundred feet under the ice. Oh, this is glacier ice! Wow. You know this ice. So basically, the buildings we can see are the pinnacles of buildings. Yeah. And really, really fucking high-rise buildings. Yeah. Okay. This is a big pyramid as well. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. And it's like this level is up near the top on the final pinnacle, and it's almost like a landing. You know, someone would you fly in through these openings, and then we're better craft than ours. Better craft than yours, and then you go down the steps or the ramp. I almost feel like this was supposed to happen. <laughs> You were not let's go with that. To crash into this pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Ashes, is... you were not supposed to crash into this period. Get is there it. any interesting markings on the walls here, or um, is it just serviceable kind of? There point? aren't really walls in here because it's mostly just the openings, and then the edge of the pyramids goes up. Okay. Um, so most of the op- the walls are just open, but in the ceiling, it's studded with crystals. Oh. And as the sun catches them, roll me your astrology or idea. Uh, idea it is astrology, you say. Mm. I'm looking at over the city. Mm. It's going to be idea then. 
I have an idea. Uh, int, you mean? Um, I do. Yeah. Int. The crystals studded into the ceiling up here look like stars. They're in, arranged in like ah. constellations, alien, strange constellations, but they're definitely mirror. They're slightly off. So yeah. probably one ways for different. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not continuing that. It's it's a star map of the southern sky. It's yeah. just it's all shifted wrong. They're not correct because it's so old. Yes. Yes. Are you? Do you want to work out how old? Yeah. Go on then. Roll your astrology. I don't have astrology. Then you can't work out how old. Okay. This star map excellent. Is. Um, <laughs> but if that's all the details there really are this way, now that we're by ourselves for a bit while they're concentrating, I'm going to try and teach him how to cast disguise self himself. In what language is it in? It is in. That's a good question. Uh, actually, it will have to be. It'll be this section. It's in narcotic. Um. Yeah. And it is actually under the. The land. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Roll me your intelligence, Craig. Intelligence. Intelligence, Craig is intelligent. Forty out of seventy. Oh, you're intelligent. I've been fucking bossing pilot rolls all day. Well, and one of the most um, yeah, yeah, yeah. critical <laughs> ones. Uh, admittedly, 100. That, even if you hadn't rolled 100, you know, it was just like, oh my god. Yeah. It was just like, oh, they're going to crash. There's nothing I can do at this point. They're going to crash. I was like, okay, what, what are they like? Oh, they're going to hit the pyramid. That's, that, that, they're going to hit the pyramid. I've even got a map of all the buildings you could possibly hit, and I rolled, and I was like, they're going to hit the pyramid. <laughs> Why are they hitting the pyramid? It's not wrong with the pyramid, right? Hey, uh, what did you get on your intelligence? 40. Okay, roll your intelligence. Very intelligent. No, he's not intelligent. Yeah. You start learning him, it's going to take a while. Okay. You have one quick session. Okay, uh, you two, um, would you like to try and fire up this radio and talk yeah. to someone? Indeed. Roll radio operations. Have you got that as well? I have, yeah. We both roll them or uh, bonus dice? Bonus dice for me, shall I, yes? Uh, no. Oh. You just get static. Lots and lots of static. Hissing sine waves and crackling noises. We shall try to adjust what we have done and try again. <laughs> you spend some more time. Do you want me to roll this time? Seven. <laughs> <laughs> For a moment you hear a voice. Weddle, do you read? Weddle, come in. Weddle. Yes, this is the Weddle here. Then it breaks up into static for a bit and then it kind of comes back in. We are not receiving you well, Weddle. Yes, I don't know how much of this you're getting, but we have crash-landed on what appears to be a pyramid. Um, we need help. Have landed. Crackle, crackle, crackle. Location should be crackle, noise, static, static. <laughs> <laughs> Watch for crackle, crackle, noise, crackle, static, static, hiss, hiss, hiss. Did not get any important information. Please relay again. <laughs> I'll see if they get a better radio roll this time. 
Grackle hiss hiss crackle hiss hiss <laughs> hiss crackle ninety six ninety six crackle yeah, on hiss, our hiss. own no <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. Yeah, sorry, they got a eighty seven, then they got a fifty two, then they got a ninety six. Can we see can we see out anywhere? Like I take it we can't actually see the stock where or where it is. Um, or... roll me your spot hidden at hard. Do you do it like a tour of the end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I've saved that there as well. So. No, 100. <laughs> no, just just no. <laughs> 92. It's, you're really cold by this point. You've been outside for too long. You need to set up one of the tents, get the, the heater hooked up to that generator, and like yeah. retreat inside and get warm. Okay. And probably eat something. We start making a... I suggest to start making a makeshift... Camp. I'm guessing about this point we won the back over. Yeah. Yeah. You unpack. You've got you've got tents with you. Yeah. After all, you've got half the equipment. Uh-huh. You unpack one of the oxygen tents. Yeah. You erect it, and this allows you to then go inside. There's an electric heater, and that it you don't you can take off your in boot. an oxygen tent. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's electric. Oxygen is highly flammable. Yes, but you're pumping in oxygen to breathe, not filling it with oxygen. It's called an oxygen tent, so you, right. yeah. it's got a double airlock entrance. I think it's just air. And it, it, it's, okay. it, it's just pressurised to breathing pressure. It's right. not full of 100% pure right. oxygen. That's what I thought you meant for a no. moment. No, why, why would you take one of those with you? There's some nitrogen in there too, buddy. We're good. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's breathing oxygen. Hey, we'd, we'd be good even if it wasn't, as long as it's only pressured to a standard atmosphere of pressure. Yeah. It's yeah, only yeah, at two yeah. standard atmospheres that you then get oxygen toxicity, which the first symptoms of are coma and death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the oxygen doesn't mess around if we have too much of it. So what are the second <laughs> Reanimations. <laughs> Redeath. Combustion. Yeah, you you, you can take your breathing marks off here and breathe normally. Essentially, you've got there's a there's a tank of oxygen in here. It's releasing air, and you have approximately six. Six? No, I said six. We'll see what happens. I'll tell you how many. One. <laughs> That's a ten. Yeah, but I rolled it as a D ten. Well, then you you picked the wrong unit of measurement. You had the option, and you chose poorly. I'm sorry. I believe the correct term is all, all of the. <laughs> Yep, the rest of the world is dying from lack of oxygen. <laughs> you have ten oxygen tanks, which is um, enough oxygen. Um, that's the big oxygen tanks to go in the oxygen tent. That's enough oxygen for you four, probably for about two weeks. Ooh, okay. Little oxygen tanks. You've all got one of them, and you top them. Uh, top, eat, them up. top them up yeah, on the big yeah. one when it runs out. And so how long do they last? One lasts for two weeks, or all ten are lasting for two all, weeks? All ten will last for two weeks. Right, okay. Um, and that's if you go out as well. The little oxygen tanks last for 16 hours, I believe. Let me double check. Okay, I bring the radio equipment inside the tents, by the way. Yeah, this tent has like a double flap connection to run a power cable through as well, mm-hmm. so. 
so you can power lights and heaters and things. So are we all huddled in this tent place, you know? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, we've tried to use the radios. Uh, we're not getting a good connection. They said some stuff on the start web, but nothing helpful. Um, Did they at least know that we're alive? A tank uh, yes. of small oxygen will last you... About um, 15 hours. Do we all know this? Yes, you've all been trained and briefed. And how many small ones have we got? You've got five, because you've got Louis. Okay, right, so we've got yeah. okay cool. Um, uh, the spare little tanks weren't in your plane. I rolled. Right. We need to... Oh. Might I suggest one thing that we should really probably try to do mm-hmm. is get down to actual street level of yeah. this place. In theory, if we get lower, the oxygen is going to get thicker. Mm-hmm. So we might even be able to get low enough if we go down enough to the very base of a plateau below the glacier, survive indefinitely. How big is this? How long is it going to take us to, to descend... How uh, high did you say we were? Glacier rise? Remember, this plateau is 20,000 feet in the air. You would have yeah. this because you are Mr. Inventory. That's yeah. what you packed on the two planes. Okay, excellent. And it's about split evenly between the planes. Because you are Mr. Inventory, you'd have a copy. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say that's a thing. You have because... Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Well, we've got enough food, uh, if this is split evenly, to last... 12 days. Right, well, if we're going to descend, and given how high we are, and we've got we've got 15 hours on each of the small tanks, so we can only ever do 15 hours at a time before having to replenish them on the big tank. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have to do it in stages. I don't know how long it's going to take to fully descend. How high did you say we were from like street 20, level? 20,000 feet or something? This pyramid is 600 feet high okay, that you can see above the glacier. Right. And then you estimate, you did give us an it's estimate. It's about an extra 300... Oh right, okay, that's not going to be enough to make a difference then, actually, really. Not, not a substantial difference. Okay. Three, so four hundred feet of ice. So yeah, you'd have to get really deep. I mean, the pro- if we, they've done a quick round of the bits, are we in the middle of the city? Are we at the edge of the city? Or? Uh, roll me. Oh no, um, actually, I could just show you this. As you can see from where you are. Oh, two pages. Actually, I've probably got a handout for this. Fine. I'm back in the period of having to give out handouts. It's like the beginning of this campaign, it's like a bajillion handouts, and there's like no handouts for everyone. There's like more handouts for everyone. It's teeing you, isn't it, dude? When you've got a 92 in pilot, yeah, he's at you. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was like, this will be great. Nate, Nate's nate got 92. <laughs> as long as he doesn't... Oh, he rolled 100. Yeah. Again with the, I'm glad I made us bring two planes. Yeah. Well, we don't even know if that's going to help us yet. Yeah, because if we're in the middle of this city, it could take us half a week just to get out. And yeah. that's if we choose the right direction. Okay, I don't have an extra copy of this, but 
Uh, from what you can see, you're in here. Mm-hmm. The river is there. Yep. That's uh, where the bridge is. This is the rest of the city spread out that way. The Sorry. mountains are over there. Did we so we're on the edge of the city then. Any idea of where Stark were the were and where they were circling? They were circling, still searching when uh, you you lost it and then you crashed. And now we know we're, they've landed, but we don't know where. Do yeah. we, we'd know where they intended to land, though. I oh, know we wouldn't have seen known the, known the city was there, so I wouldn't yeah. have mattered. Yeah, they they were still circling, oh. and everyone was looking at the city and yeah, being all yeah, like. Yeah. <gasps> And then Craig decided it was a good time to show... Hey, look, look! <laughs> Wimbledon monster! <laughs> hey, the pilot was fine. If someone hadn't just started screeching for no reason... For no reason? You drove her insane! No. Okay. <laughs> you eat a hot meal... Yeah. And you... Take stock. What's your plan? Well, our plan is to descend. And so we can get to ground... Well... You're yep. going to climb down the interior of this pyramid, down the ramp. It's the only way down, is it? Yeah. I mean, you could try going down the outside edge with ropes and no, pins no, and no, things. No, 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 no. Go down the ramp, there's a chance there might be more air pressure in lower in this sea. You have been of... up for about eight hours now, however, oh. with flying. Oh, yeah, we're planning to rest here in the tent tonight, I think. Yeah, let's rest. Okay. Do we need anyone on guard? Not that we know of. <laughs> I well, we don't, don't know where think we, are. we probably do tonight. We don't know. I mean, where we're we in are. a desert. It's... I've got no reason to suspect why what we would, but I mean, it's not going to hurt to at least. Yeah, bomb. it's not going to hurt. We know someone's sending a radio signal in yeah. this city. This is true. This is true. In this city or around. Okay, we'll the take we'll take watches. I'm not sure where it's coming from yet. I don't want to hurt to take so, watches. Yeah, we'll take watches. So, Abby, you're do. saying that you think that there's something else sending it that's not in this city. So you're telling me there's going to be another superstructure in this 50-mile-wide city. The mountains. That doesn't get much more super. There were caves in the mountains. The mountains, Gandalf. Mountains. Man, I bet you wish you had Gandalf with you. <laughs> He'd be like, I summon some big birds! <laughs> he would. That's just what he'd do. Except he didn't let them fire them into Mordor. No, he didn't. Gotta fucking walk into Mordor. <laughs> yes, the rules, dude. <laughs> like, why can't we just fly on one of the big birds? We can fly us over the bloody volcano and I'll toss it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Plot hole, Mr. Bruno. Plot hole. Okay, um, who's going on the first watch? Are you watching one at a time? I'll, I'll go first watch. No, you go on second watch because you've been flying I'll, a plane. I'll go second watch because that's you're <laughs> Maybe probably you the should s- have a watch and you should rest all day. That's not a yeah. Or okay. take the last watch. Yeah. Okay. I'll take the last watch. I'll get a good stretch of sleep. Okay. I'll, I'll take the third one to recover slightly from earlier. Yeah. I'll take the second one. I'll then. start then. Okay. Are we going one and one? Are we doing one at a time? I guess. Or are we uh-huh. going to do sort of one second one, wake up, then it's two, and then. Yes, one at a time is the only thing we can do. You need to sleep at some point. So yeah, there's no. Yeah. You can't yeah. even stagger it before you all go to sleep. You head out the into the plaza. The sun annoyingly stays in the sky because it's summer. I saw. <laughs> look, I look over the city and see if I... Well, we are spot hidden at hard. You fool! You damn fool! Uh, nope, not at all. Yeah, you you walk around. It's a bit disturbing having that big black hole and the ramp leading down into the darkness right there yeah that you walk around and look out over this deserted 
by Shrouded City, and you stay on guard for about two and a half, three hours. Yeah. Will you go in and wake up Irvine? Okay. And I get up. Tell there's nothing you don't do. No, it's quiet. I go out and keep watch. Okay. Well, your spot hidden. At heart. Nope. You keep watch. It's quiet. This is good. And cold. <laughs> and full of ice and snow. And after three hours, you head back in. Get Agnata. Now wake up. That was easy when in real life. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, hard. Okay, you are patrolling and watching and looking out. And you can see from the top of this pyramid to the east. To the east, to the east. You can just make out there's lots of broken buildings here. And then there's what looks like an open space. And you see a flare, mm-hmm. bright green flare against the piercing snow come up out of this plaza and crackle for a while. I've still got a, I've got a flare in my personal inventory. I think I'll do that much. Oh, I might. I don't know. Yes, I've got a flare. Yes, I'll go and set one. Oh, does it make a noise when it... Uh, they make oh. a... <laughs> it's not a big deal. It's not a big okay. deal. Yeah, I'll go and set a flare off. You set a flare off and you wave it backwards and forwards and see if anyone sees it. You do. Another flare goes up, letting you know they've seen you. But but at least you know what direction they're in now. Yeah. Why are flares green? Um, Because green stands out against white snow. I'm just making sure it's us. (laughs) Well, I'm there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Red red flares against ice. You wouldn't see them properly. But in the icy snow, green really stands out. Because that's just the weird way human eyes work. Red flares are a really stupid idea. Just in general. Just people use them because that's the colour we expect to see. But green is better. And Edwin is smart when he was planning this expedition. Okay, after your watch, it's been... It's been eight hours since you rested, so it's probably a good time to wake up. Okay. Uh, wakey, wakey. I wake up. By the way, mm-hmm. I think we spotted them. Um, they're in that direction. They sent a flare up. I sent one of mine up, and then they sent another up in recognition. The worst part, what she's pointing at. Yeah, it looks like an open space. It's about three miles away. Cool. Okay, well, in which case, I guess we try and make our way over there. So are you going to pack up the camp onto what... The, you've got two... Um, how many sledges do you have, actually? Check before I just give you a number. No. And actually, I'll point out, as you handed me these, and you said these would be split between the two, equally-ish, and one of these is titled the Enderby, and one of them is titled the Weddle. Oh, then you've got everything so, in the um, Weddle. In the Weddle, yeah. Exactly. Not the Enderby. you you still got I'll the Enderby still left. keep that. Okay, uh, so we have got... Which is that from the start, weather? Which is the start, weather? Mm-hmm. He left the weddle behind the others. Nansen sledding cooker and prima stove. Oh, we've got a trail radio. We didn't need to rip that out. Ten flares, electric mass signal. Sled with hauling harness. One. You got one sledge. 
you can pack everything you can onto the sledge, I guess, and take the camp with you. Mm-hmm. And then everyone else can carry something in backpacks and things. Yep. Mm-hmm. We load up. I'll pull the sled. I'll use, I'll use a pair of binoculars to look better at the wherever the flare came from. Uh, yeah, you look ahead. There are more buried buildings, and there's some sort of open space about halfway. Mm-hmm. And there's more broken buildings and ice-covered streets. Mm-hmm. And then there's a large open plaza, which looks more than big enough for um, something to have landed in. Um, the oxygen snow tents, they're only two-man ones. Yeah. Oh, does that just mean we're cramped in yeah. them? Okay. Oh, and also there was only really three in there at a time because we were all one. Yeah, true. Yeah. I mean, you you all weren't all in there forever all at the same time. It's a bit, it's a bit tight, but you know, and the dying warm. Need, yep. <laughs> need, needs must snuggled up warm like. Mm-hmm. We shall never talk of this again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you <laughs> load up. Gone broke back. The camp onto the sledge. Never go full broke back. Everyone roll me their polar survival. Oh God. I'm here, so does that help? Uh, everyone gets a bonus dice because Edwin is here. Cool. I don't need your bonus dice. I don't need your bonus <laughs> dice. Seven. I actually got a hard roll. Yes, so I've gone extreme. Extreme. I got hard. I got hard. Hard's good enough in this situation. Yeah. For the moment, you start down the ramp. After it takes about an hour to pack everything you can. Um, is there anything there that you think is going to be? Give me that. Let me see if there's anything that's going to be too big. We won't be able to take the crew and passengers. We won't be able to take the empty Boeing Model Two Four Seven plane. <laughs> uh, what? The five hundred and fifty-six gallons of gasoline. We won't be able to, obviously. Yeah, you might have to leave that behind. Uh, well, lucky that didn't explode. The that's engine fine. lube oil as well. We won't be able to. Cross off anything we're leaving behind. Oh, and where's the dining room? Don't necessarily cross it off, just mark it. Because yeah, that's what it, I was thinking. We might end up needing to come back for that fuel or something. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fine. Where's the dynamite? Uh, that's the only thing. It's not mentioned on these You've had that separately so. as extra, so you've probably got it with you. Okay. Yeah, I, we've got it with us. You have ten sticks of dynamite, uh, um, 500 mm-hmm. feet of fuse, and 15 blasting caps. How many feet of fuse? 15. 500 feet oh. of fuse. I swore I had 15. And 15 blasting caps. Oh. I'm assuming you just packed those on the plane you were going on. Yeah. That would make sense. Because I'm the one that's handled them and has the license. So it will actually treat as the dynamite. Yeah. Um, we don't the need the canvas dynamite. bag with minor parts, no, really. Blow up. No, it might be worth taking the actual bag, though. Uh, maybe. Let's worry about it. that in a minute. Navigation equipment will keep blowtorch. Canvas tarpaulins with grommets and six poles for engine starting covers. Uh, don't really need that. And it's related 20. To the, related to the. Uh, take all the food, obviously. Well, I'm getting rid of the things that we don't need first. We've only got two canvas and goose down sleeping bags, apparently. Guess we're doubling up. 
I'm not yeah. only back two. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. It doesn't. It Others doesn't. are probably in the other plane. If you've got the other inventory, your excuse doesn't work this time. Or does it? Uh, four of them are there. No, which it doesn't make sense. Still doesn't make sense because there's more people. Let's just assume we've got the right amount of people. You've got the right amount of. Okay, so we've. So we'd have five, six for the in this yeah, line. Six, then. Yeah. Oh, that, so, no, you've got six. No, you've only got five oxygen tanks because Alan's oxygen tank is missing with Alan. Um, Damn you, Alan! <laughs> oh right, I see. He's, uh, he's Alan's not dead. He's on oh, an expedition. Right. <laughs> Must mean to leave us there all to die, <laughs> Dick. Can't leave her up to one hundred like that. Has. Well. Louis is dead and Alan is dead. Oh well. That'd be hell, could have been worse. We could have been dead. I would have sucked if one of the PCs yeah, had At the same done. time, we've got six sets of snowshoes by default. Yes. <laughs> There's some weird numbers on here, but okay. Uh, but that's fine, I imagine. I'd assume this is the inventory that they assume start with the packs. Power radio. If you don't interfere. I like the bit uh, we crashed. Don't really need no one else likes that bit. Does any of us have meteorology? Yes. Okay, I'll keep that one. Cartography, chemistry, something possibly medical bag, obviously sled. That's what we're using. Obviously, sodium hydroxide canisters. Those are to take get rid of the CO2 in your tent. Yeah, we need those. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. And obviously we want all the oxygen tanks. So that's anything that hasn't got an X next to it, we're taking. <coughs> or attempting to. Or attempting to. Um, yeah, you can fit most of that weak on little the sledge. Dwarf, man. Um, mental, isn't it? Because it's the big sledge oh, designed to be yeah. hauled by two of you at once. Yeah. <laughs> no, not by dogs. No, you didn't I really know two of you. No, I know, I just didn't know. Yeah. Well, it, it could be I'm a dog sledge, but um, you've bought the person harness. Oh, the same. So yeah, it, it will take two of you to pull this sledge when um, mm-hmm. it's fully loaded. They're so probably me and him then. But you yeah. can load most things. What's your sledge? Seven. Won't be me. It won't be you. Hey, spend two MP. You, you've, oh, yeah, you've you've slept, so you got your MP back, and yeah. then okay, roll fourteen. Then do we get HP back for sleeping? We uh, get uh, make a con roll. Mm-hmm. A fifty-eight. Am I supposed to? Be, yes. Yeah, I got a success. Yeah. And then uh, you get yeah, it back. You or? get um, no two back, Michelle. Two back, uh, Nate. Did you pass uh, a con? Oh, con. I don't know. I'll spend one luck to pass no, my I didn't, con. I didn't. I didn't pass my con. We get two back. We all get two back, basically. Yeah. Right? Except for Kieran. No, <laughs> that doesn't work on me. You know, how do you roll? You're not a goldfish. I oh, know he could. We know he's not human, so. You're a satyr. Yeah. You're my flute. <laughs> You're my pan pipes. It's not a flute. It's a goddamn ocarina. You could, All right, you, you could abandon these guys and fly to where the others are and be like, everyone else is dead. I don't know what you mean, Ash. <laughs> <laughs> everyone else is dead, Professor, let's leave. <laughs> Goodbye, my pretties. I would eat you. You never catch me. <laughs> okay, you start down the ramp inside this... No, he was. You start down the ramp inside the pyramid. 
after about a hundred feet, uh, you arrive at a large landing, and it enters a room. Do you stop to look? Yeah. yeah. You look inside. It's a large, magnificent wall room. Uh, it's half. It, it circles the inside of the pyramid, so it's another circle, circular chamber inside the pyramid. The walls are covered with glorious frescoes showing the city. Magnificent, beautiful, towering buildings. They look completely different. The whole architectural style is different to what you're seeing outside. And flitting between the towers, flying on their own wings, are the five-sided alien creatures. Um, And uh, the whole wall is covered in these magnificent, beautiful little circles and dots. Circles and dots. It's narcotic. Uh, I read it. And it's... Disturbing. Everyone's sanity checks as you look at these beautiful frescoes and murals. No. I'm not saying. Would I need to? You don't need to. Fame. You two lose one sanity. Because, you know, you're thinking, hmm, those creatures were flying backwards and forwards and between the buildings. And this, this looks like a city. It looks like this location. You can see the mountains in the background. Yeah. But the whole architectural style is different. Do I have time to do more than one roll? Depends how long you want to stay. Uh, just enough time to do two. However <laughs> <laughs> long that is. Do you let Irvine stay here and start reading this? Convince me. Because these two want to leave right now. I want to see if there's any useful information about the passes and ways to actually get here. I mean, this is a fresco of a city. might be like a tourist information, which would effectively tell us how to get to where that area is. Okay, I'm happy to wait while he does some more. I'll only try once more. Did you fail the first one? I failed the first one, but only bit by, like, 12. Is there a way to get any... Nope. Increase your okay. max MP? Move on. Um, the reason I ask is because I have a spell that I learn that I don't have the MP to cast, which seems a bit sucky. Yeah, you should find the spell in that book that increases your max MP. <laughs> I see. <laughs> see, I didn't get any fun information like that. I just get spell names, and that's, yeah, that's it. That's what I've got. I don't even know how much MP. No, I don't. Until, oh, I don't. No, I don't, I don't even have that. Well, I literally just have name. What? When? Once you've learned it. Once I've learned well, it. What, how, how do you know how much to spend then? He tells me. Jammy. Oh. <laughs> Jammy Dodger. Not Jammy GM. So you failed twice. Yeah. So I'm at that point. It's... Sorry, guys. It's a bit too complex. Me <clears throat> carry on. I've only got 40 in it, so... You continue down the... There's like many plugs. Uh, into the darkness. Is it a USB-C or is it normal? The ramp continues to descend. Uh, again, after about... Rate me... Um, the switch plug. is behind yeah, you. Yeah, let's plug into this yeah. and use that cable Make me... <laughs> <laughs> Give me your couch, Shinkyo. Oh, hang on, there's that cable. Oh, no, I'll leave that. Sure, thank you. Uh, make me... I've got a fiber with me as well. Make me navigate rolls. Oh, I haven't really got that. So. I haven't got basic. If you have the skill. Fuck's sake. I don't know. I've got 10% I don't know. the base. Yes, no. I've got loads of it and I still failed. I've only got the base. Oh, look, I succeed in navigate. Fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I even here? <laughs> Three. It's, it's been about... Yeah, uh, yeah. 
half an hour, Just 45 minutes when you stop. Oh, okay. The ramp has <clears throat> is still descending and you realise it's stopped at this bridge and there's another doorway out. You're at what you reckon is the level of the ice. So you could try and see if there's a way out of the pyramid here and get onto the ice and then walk through the streets. Or you can keep going down, which is going to take you to street level. But then, surely we're but then we're going to be underneath. miles underneath the, the ice. So yeah, we, need to, we need to leave here and go across the ice, guys. Okay. You okay, have... we need to be really careful and check all the ice we're walking on. And that we don't fall any to just random unseen crevasses. Do we have ice walking boots? And we have... We have tennis rackets. Snow walking boots. Mm, no, they won't help. They won't help. I was thinking more like, uh, what are they called? Cleats? Crampons. Cramp- crampons, thank you. Crampons. I've got ice skates. Yeah. Well, we've got climbing gear. That has crampons, sure. Crampons are going to be better for ice, sure. Yeah. yeah. You want the crampons attached to the bottom of yeah. cleats. Okay, you move into the... And we tie ourselves together but yes. with rope. Yes, smart. I, I, only, I suggest we only hold the sled. Because the thing that's really heavy, if that goes... It takes us all. <laughs> At least yeah. if one of us goes three people's body weight. On the flip slack. side, the, the sled is so long that it should never go down a crevasse that we can Not a crevasse. See. I mean, like, if ice went... Oh, you mean if it just drops yeah. away under it? Yeah. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Okay. You can just hold it. You move yeah. into... It's another circular chamber with frescoes showing... Um, <clears throat> You all kind of take a while to work out what it's showing you, and then you realise it's actually showing space, and like a, it's like a long horde of these creatures flying through the void of space, just as they are. And there's a planet, and they seem to be flying from one planet to the next planet. And is there writing? There's lots of writing. I'll try again. Roll narcotic. Roll. Nope. Come on. Yeah. Uh, you walk around the room and it's just circular. There's no way out of this room. Ah. Well, and this was wall. the only way off of the ramp. It carried on going down. Ah. We may have to keep going I down. I knock on the wall. Or just the, is it like obsidian? Stone. Just, just... You think it's... Either some sort of volcanic basalt that could be obsidian. Is there a gap in any bits of the walls? Perfect. Like it's all fresco. There's no block. Is there any part of a fresco that's quite deep and enclosed? Um, no. It's it's mostly embossed pictures of these flying creatures flying between the two planets. Could still try and blow a hole in it. Not without being able to sink a bit of dynamite. Into the wall, there wouldn't be any point. I get a nice pick up and just hit it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, your strength. Yes. And you chip a little chip. <laughs> How hard was? Is it? Do I think it's quite soft or? It's pretty. It's gonna. Solid. It's gonna be. It'll be. You'd have to chip at this for hours to dig a hole deep enough. Yeah. Uh, I guess then maybe not. This is even... some sort of granite, you think? Yeah. And granite is not a soft rock. I guess we have to go down. Or find, see if there's another one of these lower down, or maybe we'll... Let's just keep going down. Yeah, I guess we keep going down then. You descend. After another 15, 20 minutes, you reach the end of the ramp. And at the bottom of the ramp, there are these tall, beautiful fingers of crystal that reach up out of the sky. And they're almost like fingers that, like, um, ten 
fingers that arch up and they're holding this big egg, solid crystal egg about this big, which is covered in really small lines of text, narcotic text. I'll try again. I'll look around the room. Um, you find Alan. Is he alive? Is a he dead a, Alan, I'm guessing. A very dead Is he Alan. a very, very, yeah. Yeah, yeah, passed. Yeah. Hit, very... hit the ground very hard, Alan. I find like a... You take one of the tarps off the sled and... No, I think they're more useful on the sled. What do you do to... I, I just mention he's over there and don't set him for him. Uh, roll me your... Is the oxygen safe Roll your luck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. You recover his personal oxygen tank. And I do, I do the, the, the Hollywood movie closing of his eyes. What eyes? He's mostly a pancake. Aww. Ah. He fell. I mean, it's taken I you. Switch my fingers it's into taken his you mess. Like an hour and a half to walk down that ramp. <laughs> yeah, he fell for a. He, he must have fallen for about yeah. two. How minutes. is the oxygen tank even usable then? Luck. He must, must have been, been on his, his back. His back, and he's taking me. <laughs> That's how physics work. <laughs> <laughs> it is if I say it is. Okay. Okay. Well, fine. Now no, luck, luck. <laughs> he did the luck. It's fine. We got lucky. We, we got, did get lucky. Uh, it, it got caught in a piece of his clothing and parachuted down after him. It's yeah, fine. Something like that must yeah, have yeah. happened. It's not attached to him anymore, so who knows? <laughs> it's just lying there on the floor, and it seems intact. It's empty, so you'll have to top it back up with one of the big tanks. But I guess it didn't get to a terminal velocity. Yeah. Which is strange. Drag for the win. Tanks are quite heavy. Um, <laughs> got caught in his boxes. <laughs> the writing on this text seems to be describing something that you translate as the lure and the trap and then it's mathematics okay it's really complex mind-boggling mathematics in an alien language you've got no frigging idea what this mathematics is describing the answer is one or zero it seems to be this this is like a and at each wall it's a huge chamber, you're clearly at the base of the pyramid, and there are big stone doors in each wall. Mm-hmm. Cool. Which way do we think is the way that would lead us towards... You check a compass. Yeah. And you want to go east, because you know the plaza they were in was east, so you pick the east door. Mm-hmm. This makes sense. We go to the east door. It does make sense. It's a very big door. It must be about 12 feet tall. Made of some sort of gorgeous dark black crystal. Big door is big. And it's covered in more writing. It seems to swirl around these two big gems oh, set into the door. I'll have a quick yeah, read To me, again. this door looks really big. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes. In Moria, we know. <laughs> Free. Erwin um, looks for a while and then he reaches out and touches one of the crystals. And you place your fingers, you have to use both hands to stretch around the bits you need to touch, and the crystal glows with a soft light. Are you fondling a crystal in the door? He is. Yes, because it will open the door. And then the the doors slowly slide with a deep grinding sound open. (laughs) Nice. Into the wall. (coughs) Is that just because they're so heavy or the fact it hasn't been opened for a long time? Probably they haven't been opened in millennia. And on the other side of the door is ice and like snow and it's arched and held up by what looks like a colonnade that led away from the pyramid 
So like the pyramid had like a big fancy, you know those Roman colonnades you always see with the pillars yeah, yeah, and yeah. the roof. So there, there's ice spilling through the pillars, but there's a gap down the middle that's still clear. And that, that leads... Are we going to try walking down there and it's going to go, oh no! Probably, but we're going to try it anyway. <laughs> yeah. okay, do you shut the door behind you? I do, yes. Because that would be polite. <laughs> There is, and you know he has to open it. Yeah, there's two more crystals on either side of the door, and you 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 worked out how to use them. Yeah. I was thinking more if we need to make a quick exit back that way, but we can close the door. It's fine. You close the door behind you, and you walk down this corridor, and after about seven hundred yards, it ends a wall of ice that towers up above you. Anyone got any idea how we can maybe Did go? Did we bring a nice note off? It's no, on the list. It's not on the list. Is it just now just a ceiling and just up? Yeah. It's like the end of the colonnade collapsed onto the way and there's just ice. This must have been a street at some point, you think? So maybe there's a building that's still accessible? You have to search. Have a bit of a search then. A switch. Yeah, are there any sort of like. Offshoots oh, from. Oh, your spot hidden. You all look around. Three, four. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I, I get 40 birds. <laughs> They're better. You two are searching around, having a look. You find a few crevasses that you could maybe wiggle through, but you can't see what's going on. There's, you two find a uh, hole in the ground and a ramp that leads down under the ground. Yeah. Oh, we found a hole with a ramp. Another oh, one? <laughs> not exactly the, the vertical direction we want to go, but we haven't got much choice, really, have we? Mm, not unless you know how to break down the ice wall. Which is probably oh. 300 feet tall and <laughs> miles upon miles thick. Are we scaling the wall? Let's go down there. <laughs> okay, we go down there. Into the hole. Into the hole. Yay! Okay, roll... Who's going to navigate? You've got a compass, you can't. You go down, and after about uh, 20 feet, you ride, it's like a crossroads of tunnels, that junction, junctions. Are they ice tunnels? Oh, or they're they're stone, real, real they're tunnels. stone okay. tunnels, and again, the walls are covered in frescoes, these magnificent, beautiful frescoes, showing these strange five-sided alien creatures doing various things, building, crafting, some of them are singing. How civilised. More writing? Singing. Oh, singing. And it's all um, covered with the text. Oh, what, the text that's being broadcast? Uh, that he can read. Oh. No, I can't. 98. <laughs> Beautiful. So you do read it, you just misinterpret it. <laughs> ah. This is true. I don't, know, I don't know how else you can fail reading. Yeah. You are quite convinced that you found a panel with directions. Okay. Which you are convinced you should be taking this left-hand passage that goes west, and that will lead you to a building that should that you think is really tall, and you'll be able to climb the building and get out. Okay, I'll but, tell us. But yeah. my my reading of the compass tells me otherwise. Yeah, you should be going that way. Nope. <laughs> you know east is that way, but yeah. you know you're underground in a tunnel. Well, east's that way. Yeah, but I mean, west we can find a building to get up to street level. How do you know we can find a building? All right, and he says so. I look at this. What's on this mural? That and you're sure about that? 
yeah. What's on the mirror? We need to be, we need to be absolutely fresh. The fresco that Craig is standing before shows a very tall, towering building that reaches up to the sky and opens with a five. Um, starred platform royal intelligence. Why do we need a building? We just need to get to the other crew. We just go east. Uh, unlock it. Yep. By two. You haven't seen a. You have not seen a building that looks like this on the fresco. This thing looks like it should reach taller than the pyramid, and you would have seen that. Yeah, Wait we... a minute. Well, that's a statue, isn't it? Not a building. You don't know. You, you think it's a building. You think it's a building. I can't have that idea. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you would have seen this building. building. Yeah. We, I, if that's oh, a building, I definitely would have... We would have seen it. Oh, we looked out on the balcony. How are you telling me we missed this? Yeah, he's thing? right. We st- me and you stood on the balcony and looked out across the city. But it says it's a building. But, you, but now you must know logically you remember not seeing a building. <laughs> we were really yeah. collapsed or yeah. something. It's not uh, there anymore. Which means that's definitely not the way to go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, okay. We go east! <laughs> Does any of this look like where I, I guess was I've been outvoted. We'll go east. Okay. Yeah. No, I mean, logically, I mean, you can, you mm, can believe there's a building or there was a building there, but well, no. surely your logical conclusion now is you that's saw, you didn't see a building that big, which means which it must have been destroyed, which means it can't help us anyway. Oh. Well, you never know how high up it would have got knocked off, maybe. Look at that. Well, you, you two think that way. Agnes not saying a word. I did, so I, I said. Oh, what did you say? Oh, I sorry. said, there's no point going. Why do we need to go to a building? We should need to go east to go in the direction to find the others. Because we're 300 feet below the others. That's the problem. Yeah, we have gone below, but. I think we should just carry on the way that we, we know they're in that direction, at least. Can we get any signal from one on the trail radio while I think of it? We can try. Before we go deeper. Okay, you radio operation. Load it off the thing and plug it in, and you just get static down here. Okay. You don't even get good static. Yeah. You're, you're the ice stone. is too thick then. Okay. Ice and stones. You can head east, east mm-hmm. following the compass. It's. Uh, you almost get the feeling that a lot of these, this tunnel is leading you between different buildings. Occasionally you get to a collapsed archway or a blocked bit and you have to take a turning. So we only navigate as you walk. Well, when, what are we talking? Uh, you said something yes. about Shoggoth's and navigate hard workers? Yeah. Are we in maintenance tunnels? That's an interesting question. And I have no idea whatsoever how to verify that question. I just, well, I know, I'm just, I'm just, because I think if this, maybe this is how they got around. Like, it's possible, but. I'll, but why I'll, would there be such yeah. beautiful frescoes in maintenance tunnels? True. Might just be part of the. And this is just below street level. Yeah. Or what you think is street level, anyway. Hmm. Yeah, this probably isn't a shog off tunnels, don't worry. It's fine. It probably don't even really exist. Okay. Um, you, you are walking through these tunnels for about an hour. You think you must have maybe travelled a quarter of a mile? Maybe a mile? It's not really, at least you've walked for a mile, but you've only gone about a quarter of a mile distance because you've twisted. And, uh, At some point in this walking, I want to just take my mask off to sample if the air is... Thicker here. The air is thick down here. Oh, I take. Well, 
As Pekka goes... Of Argon. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's thick enough to breathe down here. Well, then dies. The <laughs> end. Oh, hey, poisoning. Uh, if it oil. can keep us alive a bit longer now that yeah. it's been tested, I'm happy to yeah. risk it. So turn, turn off the tank. Yeah, yeah, turn, turn off, off the mask. And after that hour, you come out into a... Uh, wait. Before we move on, before we get caught out by it, we top up for little tanks before we forget and then start using... Including the spare one. Yeah, including the spare one. You've got two spare ones. I've oh, got two spare ones now. Two spare. Yeah, but we've already filled up with the yeah. first spare yeah, one. Yeah, so. use that one, obviously. Okay. Um, you arrive at what looks like a ledge at the top of a ramp. It's a perfectly circular room. Uh, you have a little ledge around the outside, and there's another archway on the other side. And the ramp goes down about five feet before it hits a pool of ice. Perfectly flat pool of ice fills this deep um, uh, chamber, and you can see fish trapped in the ice. Mm. Ancient, prehistoric fish. Yeah, cool. As you shine your torches down. Otherwise, How deep are these fish in the water? Um, deep. Okay. Oh. I mean, you could try to dig one out no, if you really wanted to. We're not wasting time doing that. <laughs> you circle the ball and continue onwards? Yes. Why? We've got the sled, haven't we? <laughs> Hang on. Uh, <gasps> How about that? You fall out of Vegas, you. I did. You un- best fall out? No, it wasn't the best. Three? Three, probably. Three yeah. was yeah. masterful for its time. Yeah. I thought New Vegas was still pretty strong. I like New Vegas, but it was built uh, built on the Oblivion engine, which to me was the old, and it wasn't made by... The, I'm going to take stuff. this page out so I don't have to keep... I liked it. The story's amazing. I like the interconnected stories. I like the casino stuff, but that's because it interests <laughs> me. But I thought the story of three was better. Did you ever use the? Hey, roll me navigate, Nate. Citadel. As Sorry? you keep walking, navigate. I shall roll navigate or navigate. Uh, yes, I navigate. You keep yeah, navigate. Sounds a bit bad. East, northeastish, east, east, north, swinging through the tunnels, and after about. Must be about three hours of walking, occasionally stopping to look at frescoes and information. You arrive, you you start to have trouble breathing again, the ramp is going up, put your mask back on, and you come out at the bottom of a very deep pit with a spiral ramp that circles up, and above that you can see daylight. We have a way out. We do. Roll me your intelligence, everyone. Actually, no, roll me your spot here, then. 12. 30. Nope, 88. Yep. 39. Who fought, ladies? 88! It's actually quite sad they don't do that in Mecca. Well, it's because they're trying to be a bit more, you know, upper class. Some of them, they occasionally do. What do they go? Or the public. Two ladies that are just a bit overweight, 88. Pretty sure they go, 88, 88. Ah, oh. yeah. <laughs> or they go uh, one and one, eleven, all the ones, and you just one whistle. Yeah, legs, legs or 11, you've got legs um, two little um, two little ducks. Twenty-two. 22. They say two. two what they say? Whatever they say, twenty-two, and then you get wait, wait, wait. So you thank you, quackers, and things like that. Yeah. I suppose it depends on the caller. Yesterday's one, she was terrible. She is. All of the eights, eighty-eight. All of the revolvers. <laughs> <laughs> this, the bottom of this tunnel, it's like... You know how the Colosseum looks uh, in Rome? It's yeah. like you've got the outer wall, 
and you've got the ramp, and then you've got an inner wall of columns. It's like that, so the ramp passes between the columns up the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're currently standing at the bottom of this ramp, and it reaches up above you. Uh, who got the lowest spot hidden? I got a 12. You find a twist of paper, yellowed, brittle paper, that's been torn out of a miskatonic notebook and then shoved in a crack in the stones by one of the tunnel entrances. Huh. Not the one you came out of, but another one. And you remember from the book you've read with Dyer, when they were exploring, they were, he was tearing pages out of it to leave a trail huh. so he could find his way back. And this is, you remember, this is the tunnel where they found the sledge with Gedney and the dog yeah. and the supplies. Um, which means... This is the way up to where they landed. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I turn around and go, wait, wait, when, where did they find the shock off? Back, uh, the other way, wasn't it? Deeper down one of these tunnels. Okay. Underground somewhere. Okay. We are going above ground. So I, put the, I put it back in the wall. We're close. Okay, so... so something, at least. Let's head up for now. Yeah. Up we go. You head up. Uh, are you looking at any of the frescoes on this wall? Yes, yes. Of course. The owl frescoes. <laughs> I pass. As you're walking up, you slow down a bit, and you, the a lot of the images seem to show the building of the city. And it starts off as there's a beautiful flat plain, and they're building a city. And then there's some sort of catastrophe, and the city's in ruins and on fire. And then you see them literally raising the mountains. There's like a whole spiral where they're building the mountains. So they do make the mountains as well then. And then they're building this city. And as you continue upward, there are... Roll me your intelligence. The intelligence. I am not intelligent. You see the mountains in the background and the building... And it's jungle. This city, at this height, covered in jungle. Think tropical rainforest jungle surrounding the city that's been built here that can mean geothermal vents maybe. and then there's another disaster and then there will be the city and the jungle is restored and there's something about the tops of the mountains you're not sure what it is there's a whole series of frescoes which show the those you know close-ups of the top of the mountains and some of the openings can i focus and on those a bit more you don't have the wherewithal or the no, knowledge okay. to know what they're showing uh, and then you see the city, and then you're reaching the top staircase. And it comes, the, the ramp ends at a jagged end, and then there's ice and fallen masonry, and you get the feeling this used to be a, there used to be more building above ground. Yeah. There's some sort of tower or structure that's just gone. So whatever the rest of the story is, has been lost. As you come out onto a large pile of rock, uh, at the top to the south, you see a large open stone plaza and a plane. Yeah. So maybe about... Is it the Starkweather? 20, it's the uh, Starkweather. Oh, do you recognise it? It's parked at this big plaza. It looks more than big enough to land a plane in. And you can see what looks like um, tent canvas over the opening to one of the buildings. Maybe about ten minute walk away. Once you get down off this raggedy building. Okay, let's head over. And as you're on the way, the flap opens and uh, you see someone look out. Uh, You know, dressed up, hood on, goggles. Waving. Beckoning you over. And soon enough, you're inside. It's a double 
It's an old ruined building, one room, no other exits. But they've um, constructed the tents in, and it, they've actually sealed this, so you can actually walk around the inner room with enough air to breathe. Mm-hmm. And Starkweather and Anya and everyone is there. Well, hello. We had a bit of an accident. It looks like this. There's your campsite. It wasn't a snack accident. You didn't have that. No. <laughs> Dark with and walks. Ah, ah! I see we're missing two of our intrepid companions. I'm afraid we they unfortunately are. lost Louis and Alan in the uh, crash. So here we go. Here's the other map. So you've come out here. Ooh. They're sort of like this is where they landed, and where is it? And the camp is in this wall of rubble here. So there's the landing strip. And you're here. Okay. <clears throat> More hurries over. Anya's there. Ah, well, I'm glad no one else has been lost. What happened? We, we just lost sight of you. There was just... It was just manic on the plane, unfortunately. And uh, I lost concentration for a moment, and then we were crashing, so... Oh, well, at least you made it here with the supplies... We yeah. saw your flare um, this morning. Yeah, I said, oh. Oh, good job. I mean, we've been sending off a flare every half an hour. We saw you go down, but we were fearing the worst. The biggest problem we've got is, I'm sure um, James and, and Lawrence can attest, is that we can't possibly fly back through the way we came. So uh, we're now one plane down. Uh, we had to obviously leave all the fuel up with that plane. Uh, I don't know how much fuel we have left on on the Stark weather, but... The only way to, is to go back for, around through the coast, so... There's no way we can fly around the coast. We have 556 no. gallons on the Stark weather. Okay. Don't know how much we use. We'd have to leave behind all of the supplies and food. Yeah. Um, I think we can, we can, we've can. we got enough food to stay here and wait for the weather to change. Yeah. The weather has to change at some point, surely. Uh, do we actually have any consistent weather readings for the wind speed up at that pass? Well, obviously not, but I guess all we can do is hope. I mean, we've got enough food to stay here for a few days. Otherwise, I guess it's one person and all the fuel and enough food for them needs to get into the plane yeah, this was and fly around suggestion. the mountains back to the camp. Yep, this was going to be my next suggestion. But the idea of sending one person off on their own in a plane in the hope that they can fly around the mountains, otherwise we're stuck. Ralph isn't going to risk flying over the mountains with the only remaining plane if we never come back. No, no, of course no, not. Of course not. So, well, we can't make contact back with with camp. Yeah, so. We've been trying with the radio. There's just no way we can get a signal no. through. So we're gonna have to. So we're gonna have to make the attempted flight from here. It's gonna have to happen, regardless. Otherwise, we're all gonna die here anyway. Yeah. So, so I suggest we take stock. We will rest. I mean, we're here. We may as well look at this city. Mm-hmm. It's Amazing. Oh yes, I've already had quite a look. It's um, and then if the weather doesn't change in our favour, we are going to have to risk the flight around the mountains route. Mm-hmm. And Charles is going to have to try and fly back and then come back and get us. Yeah, that's all we can do. I'm really good at flying planes, so <laughs> I think this plan is good. It's solid. <laughs> <laughs> I groaned to myself. It's not as bad as the time. Arona had his own personal plane here. 
in their game and he crashed it on the other side of the mountains during a storm. Oh, <laughs> he broke Pierce Albemarle's legs. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, so Am- Rona's Amazon Queen <laughs> was a bit dinged up. Well, I would suggest everybody rest. I'm glad to see you all. I know the situation looks dire, but I think at the end of things, at least we're all alive and yes, we're yes. together. Well, except for Louis and Alan, of course. Except for Louis and Alan. God bless their souls. They died how they live. At, at, at 20,000 feet? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Look, we're 20,000 feet above sea level. Uh, one important fact uh, you might want to know, Professor, is if we actually head down into the ruins deep enough, much less deep than we would require to outside, the air actually becomes thick enough to breathe. How does I that work? don't know. But the point is, if we do get short on air, we can always go deeper in. Deeper in. But then we can never get up again. I see. Um, okay, well, um, welcome to the city of the ancients at the bottom of the world, everyone, says Professor Moore. This may be the last place we ever visit. Don't be negative. We are going to get out of this alive, child. I agree, absolutely, yes, yes. There's nothing that can hold us back, and we have made the discovery of a lifetime. Whether or not we can tell anyone about it is another matter. Yes, quite. I mean, what are we going to do if we get back to civilization and we tell everyone we've... What do we do? The problem... We've lost we... two people. How do we explain two people have died? The problem we it's have is... It's an Antarctic expedition. Yeah. People we've have died. seen this place now. I, I was imagining something a couple of miles wide, maybe, which we could maybe, at a pinch, have found some way to trigger a big avalanche or a collapse to get rid of it or hide it. There's no hiding this size city. No. At which point we might as well be the discoverers. Someone else is going to get it. Good point, we may as well go down in infamy. Exactly. Well, infamy? It depends on what you find in there. I mean, the point is, is that very few people have found anything. And people, you know, history is written by the... And the thing is, we only, we watered down the truth a bit. The second you say you found a city, other people are coming here. Oh, yes. That's why Depending on what we find here, that could be a problem. So we need I mean, to at least see what we've got we first. only release details that we discover here about a day or so before someone's already going to be here to verify it. I mean, we have photos and film. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Gartner. The thing is, before there's people to verify... They'll just say it's forgeries and fakes, if it's too fantastical. I, I suggest that before we go for all this, we, we, we need to at least see what we have here. So let's do a bit of exploring. You do your sciencey stuff. We record it, photos, all that sort of nonsense. And we all agree that if this is something that people should not know about, we burn all of that evidence. I don't yeah. think we can burn 50 miles of... No, no, we can't burn the city... But we can burn all evidence. Oh, the stuff that yeah. we were taking back. Yeah, you if can't. We want to hide this, says Anya. We uh-huh. can do it. Oh. We take film of empty expanses of ice and snow mm-hmm. 
we show people there's nothing here. Most Antarctic expeditions advance, in advance say where they're going. If someone decides to come down here, then we make sure their expedition doesn't. How? By, by just spread, spreading the information that there is nothing to find in the first place. And I think there's no reason for people to come over the mountains unless, like us, they picked up the signal. So if we can at least kill the signal... We don't have to kill the city, but if we can kill the signal... What if they approach from the other direction? As in, not the mountains, but the coastline? Coming in from that coastline would be nearly impossible. There's well, a reason people don't land at that coastline. By plane? Not even by plane. It's too, the ice is too... The, the sea ice is too thick. What about in ten years' time when planes have advanced? You've then, seen how much they've advanced in the last ten years. Then that's... Ten years yeah, time. I think we need to worry about now and think about later. I think the longer we have, the longer period of time we have to convince people there's nothing here, there's no reason for them to come this way. The other direction into the Antarctica is far more treacherous. So anyone that wants to explore the Antarctica is going to come in the safe way, unless they've got unless they've got reason to believe otherwise. That's probably true. Okay. Well, I mean, it's all academic until we get out of here alive. Exactly. Yes, yeah. Father is. So, um, I guess Agnata needs to try and work out where that signal's coming from. Mm-hmm. If it's back, uh, we need to explore the city. Maybe in, no one should go alone, obviously. Of course. No. Teams of two, at least. Mm-hmm. So, should we rest tonight and then during the morning? I think you all need to rest after trekking through that city like that. You've lost two of your companions. Dr. Green should look you all over. Of course. should roll some heads Dr. Green. Everyone roll their constitution. 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 I am not constituted. I did constitute. I am con- constituted. Cognitioned. I try not to say constipated. <laughs> you three are fine. The doctor finds traces of frostbite on your cheeks and nose. Mild. But he doesn't want you going out tomorrow. I don't want your or else it will get worse. I would like to rest. <laughs> as pleased as me. He suggests you stay in here, you stay in bed, you conserve your strength. After all, what, you shouldn't be exploring the city, you're not an archaeologist. Exactly. You're our pilot. Yes. Our good pilot. <laughs> the last remaining proper pilot in this group. You have Ralph? No, you have... In, Lo- in this group. Ralph. Ralph's the other pilot. You have Lawrence here. and Starkweather. Yeah. So you've got your best engine, plane engineer and your best pilot. So um, let's keep you two in here and safe. Me and Lawrence are going to be A-OK in the camp. (laughs) Everyone rests. And you will sleep. And you don't have to take turns in the tent because you've got enough. Um, You've managed to seal this. This room is practically sealed with the flaps over the door. You've got like a triple lock air locking with canvas and stuff, so mm-hmm. you can keep the oxygen level up. You have hot meal, you rest, you're in the city. Uh, the next morning, or the continuation of Eternal Sunshine, but some hours later, um, you rise. Who is going out? And who is staying behind? I am staying because I am pilot. Bye bye. <laughs> Professor Moore is going to stay here and... No. 
Professor Moore is going to stay here and coordinate people as they come in. You were actually told by the doctor to stay behind, remember? Yeah, I'm just staying. It doesn't really matter why. Okay. Uh, Starkweather's going out. Who's going with Starkweather? Um. (laughs) Bye, guys. (laughs) I need to go do science. Yeah, Yeah, Starkweather's doing science and exploration and discoveries. Okay, I'll go go Starkweather as well. How much I'd love him to freeze to death. Yeah, you stay with me, goat boy. Look, we can all... We should split off into teams of two. I'll take uh, Irvine. He's a useful science boy. I'm strong survival chap. You're strong survival chap. We should go with science and natter. Okay. um... Then let's just stay together. No, no, we should split off into smaller groups. We've only got a couple of days to explore this place. Yeah, but we're all doing different things. Exactly. Yeah, so we can do it all together as we go around. No, that doesn't make any sense. Yes, it does. Why does it make sense? Because we can just do it and then we're safety in numbers and as we're all doing different things, it doesn't matter if we're all in the same place. Fine, okay, we'll do it your way, girl. Michelle didn't want to spend the party. (laughs) (laughs) Who is, I guess that means Dr. Gartner can come with us with Dr. Mayer. Mm -hmm. And then we have some teams. Well, where are we going first then? Under the city. (laughs) Under the city. Surely we should explore above ground yeah. and head out to one of these buildings we okay. can see. We'll go to a building. Which one? Which is the closest one? What one? What? Your torpedo nose. It all stands on the plaza. No. no. All of the no. 96. That's 95. a crit fail. Yes. From where you are standing... On a spot, though. I'm hoping I'll be fine. You can see... Nothing. I like when it's not. What? I like when you go to and you go, oh, I crit failed and they're like, oh, did you now? <laughs> <laughs> you see a tentacle in distance, Cree. Behind a building. <clears throat> Your mind now belongs to Cthulhu. No! From here in the Cold plaza, room. you can see what looks like a another one of those arcades that led up to the pyramid, but this one's on the surface. So it must be on a higher street level or maybe on top of the building. Mm-hmm. You can see a tall, spiralling building that doesn't look anything like the rest of the architecture. Oh, that's off back. in the distance. That, that looks about as far away as the pyramid. Oh, okay. closer. Something closer. And you can see a odd. A tubular bridge that's jutting out the side of a building that's been sheared off. You can see that's a way into this strange complex of narrow buildings mm-hmm. in the distance. And you can see yeah. harmony. You can see another open square with um, which looks like almost like an amphitheater about. A few collapsed buildings to the south of the plaza where the plane is. Mm, what about a broken bridge which leads into the extra building? Uh, how distant was that? As you said, in the distance. Um, maybe about 15 20 minutes scramble to reach. Let's go with that one then, I reckon. Mm-hmm. I don't care. <laughs> I'm in the camp. In the camp. In the camp. 
It's not them. More singing. It can get better when you're not weather in the camp. Are you heading towards the cylindrical building then? Mm-hmm. Yes. Everybody roll me their polar survival as they head out. One. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Two. <laughs> that better have been a three. <laughs> three? No. You let us down. Can I double tick polar survival? Michelle can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can. You've all been doing it lots. <laughs> she got a critical success. Hey, you walk and clamber and make your way over. The uh, ice and broken masonry until you reach that tubular protuberance out of this building. You clamber up to it. And shine your torches inside. Are you all heading in? Mm-hmm. Everyone roll me spot hidden and tell me what you get. 17. 98. 43. Okay. That's good. <laughs> Can we put Irvine on the sidelines just for the rest of the game? Just stick him in <laughs> Tag a... out! Tag yeah. out, Craig! So I'm putting him asleep. Just 24 hour through. sedative. Oh, bullet through his head. Yeah. No! Okay. We're just sacrificing. Ooh, I like it. Um, you are about five foot down, not five foot, about 20 foot down this bridge, to, almost to the next building, when you, Michelle, notice that James is missing. <laughs> okay. Uh, How did that happen all where's, where's James? I don't know. Anyone? James? Anya and Dr. Green look around. Um... Did he go he's, down? I bet he's bloody snuck off, hasn't he? What, did, did he say he wanted to go into building anywhere in particular? Or? Oh, I don't know. Hang on. Well, me and Anya will go back to the opening bridge and see if we can see him. You two carry on to the first room, then we'll catch up. Okay, okay, sure, no worries. Anya and Dr. Green turn back. Oh, look, the useful NPCs are departing. <laughs> well, I can't have you too overpowered and laden down with it. NPCs. We proceed. Oh, surely we'll wait for him to come back. Yeah, they said they're only oh. going back to the entrance to look for okay, him. Okay, we'll stay here then. No, no, no. You said you're going. <laughs> Not going to go completely by myself if these guys are waiting. About five minutes later, they come back along the bridge, and they're just like, "There's no sign of him. He's not answering." Well, uh, we've got a camera missing and a film camera missing. He's snuck off to find some heroic <laughs> piece of treasure, hasn't he? Probably. He didn't yeah. want to come with us as a group, did he? Yeah, but the problem is, can we actually make that assumption and just leave him if he is down at the bottom of a crevasse somewhere? We should go back and have a look then, shouldn't we? We really should, yes. Come on then. Right, we go looking for him. You go back up to the surface. Everyone roll up spot as you... Actually, no, survival. Yes. Normal survival. Yeah. Ooh, yes. I do not survive. <laughs> Yay, Irvine hits my boot on the game. <laughs> Did you survive? Yeah. Uh, you both find tracks. They, as at the bottom of them, you had to climb up a mound of rubble. 
to get to the ent- entrance and you see James's boots kind of hang back for a bit. So whilst you were all distracted with finding handholds and climbing up, he's just walked off. He's heading off down an icy street and he curves around to the right. Do you follow the tracks? Yes. yes. <coughs> I assume I'm following these people at least now. Yeah. These people. <laughs> these people. What do you mean, these people? <laughs> people like you. <laughs> Uh, you turn a corner and everyone can roll me survival again. Yes. yes. I do Seven. not survive. You're following the tracks and you reach a large stepped building. It's like lots of arches on one, and then there's a flat roof, and then there's more arches, and then it steps back again. There's about seven of these levels. And James's footprints go through one of the arches, and you're peering through, and there's like a rope. He had rope with him, wasn't he? Yeah, clearly taking some rope. And it goes down about ten feet, and then there's a large open hallway, and then there's about eight doors. <laughs> and besides, well, should we going down after him then? Or? Yes. Shout from here and see if he replies to him. You shout. Yeah. James! Starkweather! No response. You climb down the rope, one after another. Yes. Uh, this room, this building is quite interesting. It's like that conical step, and every wall is archways. There's a shaft at the top, which is uh, open, and light seems to... There must be something on the roof that is catching the sunlight, because this room is beautifully well lit. It seems to be coming down the central shaft perfectly, in this beam of light that pulls on the floor. And then around the shaft of light is a spiral staircase, well, a ramp even, that goes up to the roof. Mm-hmm. And on every wall there are um, <coughs> the open archways, and each archway has a fresco in it. Mm-hmm. And the ones up on the surface are all worn and ruined from ice and snow and exposure. But once you've climbed down, you can see that the bottom wall is just frescoes all the way around. Mm-hmm. And then there's arches, eight doorways leading out in different directions. Well, wait. Hmm. Well, James is going to come back to this place already, eventually, right? In theory, yes. And so if we slowly explore out from here, we should run across him. I mean, it looks like a good room to start with, isn't it? Yes, I think I'll start translating some of the... I'm going to look at these doors over here. Um, And Nato, why don't you maybe try and get some rock and ice samples, see if you can work out how old this building is. Neuralizing What am I doing? Geology? Uh, Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. I'll start walking around and see if I can find anything of yeah. interest. Roll me your spot hidden. Charles, what are you doing? Recuperating. As, as instructed by the doctor. You got your feet on? Yep. Have we got some tea? Yep. You and Lauren, you and tea book. and a book. Oh, I can read my book. I can read my book. I'm reading my book whilst recuperating. Okay, read your book. Learn a spell that will get us all home. I mean, song. Yeah. (laughs) My sheet of things. Ocarina study. That is my sheet of things. Oops, not that one. Where is it? 
There it is. So I've got one. Wow. I've got, I've got okay. to do one more. Hey, new ocarina. Lawrence is having a nap, and Professor Moore is uh, making notes and writing in a diary. Hey, what did you get on your spot hidden? You find a lot of the shutters you notice have um, the archway stories have shutters on, mm. but at first you think they're stone, but you get off and have a look at one, you realise it's wood, petrified wood. It's ossified. It's been here for so long. It's it practically a fossil of wood. Wooden shutters. Weird. They must be. You you can't. You have no idea how long this would take. But it's like stone. You know, you take your knife and you're tapping it, and this <laughs> this is. It looks like wood. You can see the grain of wood and the knots and the whirls, and it's just like stone. Do the shutters open? No, no. They're they're, they're adhered to the wall now. Okay. I mean, you'd have to smash one off with a pickaxe or something. It's weird that they... I guess wood was all about... We saw those murals before that had uh, trees in them, so there's no reason they wouldn't use the wood for... Yeah. But here is some wood, and it is... I mean, this must have taken thousands of years to turn into a practically stone. <laughs> fossilised wood. So I uh, shout across to the scientist, Anyone want any fossilised wood? Yes, please. <coughs> what did you get? 18. Uh, yeah, you are looking at the stone you've chipped some stone off with a little chisel and this has been you don't know how this has been shaped They're looking at the inside of this structure it's it's perfectly um, symmetrical which is, should be impossible this this stone block that this is made from has been artificially produced it looks like granite it feels like black granite but looking at the crystal structure inside it's perfect no blemishes no Deformities. This block has been somehow melted into molten rock and then frozen back into normal. Put it in a sample And then you go and have a look at the wood. What yeah. did you get? I cast my narcotic. I forgot what room we're in. Oh, we're in that room. We're in that room. Death, death, devil, 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 evil, 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 evil soul. No, no, no evil, evil songs. So. Yes, evil socks are common in Cthulhu mythos. You've heard of the whispering fez. Have you, you heard of the chatting socks? Yeah. Um, this seems to be um, a mural uh, detailing some sort of military campaign. There are lots of elder things, or the strange creatures, the ancient creatures using weird weapons against a race of weird insect-looking bugs. They've got six mm. legs, and they, they seem to be fighting. And from the tail, as far as you can tell, the this ancient race were forced out of what you think is the North American continent area. Except, obviously, the land masses are incorrect. This was so long ago. This was millions of years ago, if you're reading this correctly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you slightly doubt yourself at that but that's the only reason you can think of why the land would look like this mm-hmm. tectonic plate movement theory is pretty new 1930s it's only been around for about 4 or 5 years okay. um, but if that theory is correct then that would explain why the land mass looks wrong because you can sort of see the outline of North America but the Atlantic Ocean is like a small pond you can well, of course. Yeah. And roll me your natural world. 
Don't have a lot in it, but maybe. All of a note. Yeah, you don't spot that. As you're wandering around this. Um, you are going back and forth for about 20 minutes when everyone will only spot him. Seven. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, you all turn around to talk and you've kind of gathered sort of nearby when you realise that Anya and Dr. Green are missing. Okay, nobody slinks off apart now. We stay together. Yep. Anya? Surely we'd have heard door creak. What door? There aren't doors. They're all open. It's just archways. Oh, I thought they were doored. They're, they're open archways. They're, they're wooden shutters that oh. open and they've oh, turned to stone. Oh, right, got you. I, go, I gather these two together and say, let's go look for them in the direction they went. We'll stand back to back and shuffle. Roll me your extreme survival to find uh, footprints. Wait, now we tie ourselves together as well. Okay. Okay. You all tie a rope around yourselves. Right. Extreme survival. This is not. There, there's be no next. dust or anything in here. This room is open to the elements. Uh, is that? No. That's not it. Oh, it's there. No. I crit failed. Ninety-six. You don't see anything. Nope. Anything else? No. You've got no idea where they could have well, gone. Well, they, they pointed to... She, Anya pointed to the area she was planning to look yeah, at. You, so we you go, go over there. there, but she was just looking at these murals, and then, uh. you know, it's equidistance between three doorways, so... Ah. And the ramp in the middle. Well, we can just stand around here and wait, or we can choose a doorway and have a look. What say you guys? Which one should we go for? Is there any markings by the doors? Um, there are lots of markings around the doors. Ah, narcotic? Yes. I try and understand them again and probably fail. I fail. You fail. Yeah, these are really old and they've been opened because this room is open so a lot of it's faded. The murals are generally okay on this level, but, you know, there's still been wear and tear over them hundreds of millennia. Okay, we choose one at random then, I guess. Also, just start at... From one side and work, from one yeah. point and work round. Yeah. Right, start from the furthest left, I guess, or the right. Yeah, sure. Okay, you make me a navigate roll as you head down. I leave a trail of paper behind us. That's fine, but still, are you yeah. trying to keep to a specific direction, or are you following the compass, or are you just picking turnings at random? Well, we don't know where they've gone, so shall we just turnings at random, or do either of you have a preference? No preference, as long as we know way, just the way we get, just yeah, way to get back. So just... We go pretty much at random, then, and we leave a paper of tra- pa- a trail of paper from our notepads wedged mm. into gaps. Okay. Did you get me, sure? We'll navigate. Oh, I haven't got the skill, but oh, okay. I was knowing there. I do not navigate. Okay. I do. Uh, everyone, you're navigating. You think you're heading sort of north, <laughs> north, east. Yeah. And you're following the tunnels and wrongly spot hidden. Everyone? Yes. Yes. Nope. Critical fails. That's three spot hidden crit fails, Craig. (laughs) You find a twist of paper in the wall. An ancient one, but not yours. It's crumbly and yellowed. Then you find another one. And then Reggie, uh, Reggie, um, Irvine is a couple of steps ahead of you when you hear, oh! 
and everyone roll strength, you two, as you slip on some ice at the top of a ramp. And we're all attached, aren't we? The annoying thing here is as soon as one of those two would have said they found a crumbled ancient piece of paper, I'd said, no, not this way, let's go another. But they haven't told but you yet. Too. You were slightly ahead. They both stopped at the same time to look at the crumbled pieces of paper. And you crit failed. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, then you slipped on some ice. Pass. Okay. Yeah, pass. Okay, you both managed to grab hold of everyone as he starts to slide down this really steep and you realise at some point ice has, or water has got in and it's dried on the stone or turned to ice on the stone and it's just black ice sloping down into the darkness um, you pull thank you for grabbing up. me guys we found more of these let's go a different way <laughs> I agree you wander through are you stopping to look at any of the murals, Green? Yeah, I'll check for murals. Roll me your... Uh, you can all roll your intelligence, actually. Your intelligence. As you're just looking at... Yeah. There's no text on these, there's just pictures. I intelligence. No, I am not in- of any intelligence. Hard no. intelligence. I got hard intelligence too. I got very hard. Okay, from the pictures you were walking past, you, Michelle, notice that there it's a series of maps. It's like the continents breaking apart. Right. And you realise that that's Antarctica, and it's at the equator. Yeah. And then it's slowly moving south to where it currently is. Mm-hmm. But that must have taken millions of years. But these maps are one side by side, just showing the different locations of the city. They've been here long enough to see that happen. You understand. Oh, I see what you mean. You know, over eons, ridiculously long eons, the continent has moved with tectonic plate shifting. That's... That's alarming. Oh, that not been real? I mean, that's only been a theory you guys have had for about five years. Uh, If it's correct, then you know it would take millions of years for continents to move. And this seems to be documenting where the continent has been over millions of years. Right. Craig, what did you get? I succeeded at hard. Uh, you come across um, a series of panels which seem to show the um, ancient creatures using biochemical processes. There's large pits with creatures in it, and they're kind of like round it with devices doing things, and you recognise that it looks like monkeys and that looks like sharks. So this is what, like sharks? Yeah. Monkeys and sharks? And other creatures you can vaguely recognise, you know, prehistoric ancient mammals yeah. and you think that might be dinosaurs and they all seem to be being made in these pits using strange experimental machines. Well, I've already learned that it sounds like they made us, so it's not that much of a jump to Maybe they made more of the life on the planet. It's, it's disturbing. A bit. Yeah, it's not a good thing. Got maps over here of Antarctica. It looks like it used to be joined to the equator. That would explain a lot. How about explain why we saw trees on earlier murals? Um, yeah. <laughs> hmm. Having um, a nice time over there, Charles. Been Charles, yeah. You can roll again if you like on your book. 
Yay! Big night. Did all the useful spells? Nope. Aww. And again, if you like. Smashing. Ooh. Oh. Yep. Smashing! Got it. Cha-ching! I'll play it and kill everyone in base camp. Yeah, you kill more than once. The song of death. In fairness, it was pipe song. Oh, pipe song! Oh, I love pipe song. Oh God, I think I remember you. Pipe song. Do you know that's new? Nobody's had music before. I can think of one thing in the past we've had with pipes. If it's the song I think it does, is what the hell? <laughs> So, does this apply? I don't know what how you want them to apply that now. I will roll for more. No, I will fly. No, um, you you are playing this quite happily, and you suddenly realise that the professor and Lawrence have both kind of stopped. And they're standing near you, and they're both kind of like swaying gently from side to side <laughs> in a hypnotic daze as they just stare at you. And you continue playing, and slowly stop. And a couple of minutes later, they keen to come out of it, and then they just go off to do whatever it was they were doing, completely unaware that they were just held in thrall to you for a while. <laughs> Takes about five minutes for them to snap out of it. Right. You get plus four Cthulhu Mythos. No. And then make me a sand jack. Okay. And of course, minus four max. This is the song I've only used last time we played this game to give one of the other player characters a heart attack. <laughs> because it went wrong. I got 61 ah. out of 62 sanity check. Nice, dude, nice. <laughs> Did you fail that? No, 61 Six out of 62. <laughs> you lose two anyway. Oh, okay. Um, so, so grumps. Plus four. Sometimes you lose someone. I didn't roll a dice. They, oh, I'm giving this to you. <laughs> you can't have my book. <laughs> okay, uh, you have a nice time. Lawrence suggests we should probably go and check the plane over, as you know we. Okay. Because we we can't keep the. We should check. You know the the engine heater is fine and the generator's got enough fuel and all that. Yeah. So roll me some polar survival as you head outside. Polar survival. I do not survive. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> I don't As you're checking over the plane, you're by the um, hood and you're taking your gloves off to fiddle with electronics and stuff. Yeah. So what's happening? Uh, you are losing one hit point. Yes. Just because... <laughs> You, your fingers get a bit cold and you're like, oh, I better put my gloves back on and warm them back up. Oh, okay, I shouldn't have taken them off for so long. It's really cold. Better than it could have been. I think I'd No. Yeah, but you have to take your gloves off to deal with the fiddly maintenance. It's just something you've got to deal with. Okay. Uh, you are outside kind of you three. Uh, reach a um, ramp. It spirals down into the darkness or up to the surface. Let's be frank. You can't, you can't. James wouldn't have gone up. No. What about Anya or Dr. Green? They would have I been have looking no for... idea about those. But they probably would have been looking for James. Let's go down. Yeah. 
to the bottom of the sea. You go down this spiral ramp for about five, ten minutes, and then you arrive at a long corridor, maybe about 20 feet long, and there are rooms on either side of it, and then there's a collapsed tunnel entrance at the end of it. Anya? James? Anyone? The aforementioned <laughs> Dr. Green? Well, I guess we might as well have a look, but they're not here, it seems. We continue. You enter one of the rooms. It's a deep, round chamber, and dotted across the floor there are sort of like these rings, uh, stone rings of ten pentagonal. There's like a pentagonal tub, like a cauldron, pentagonal right. shape, and they're in groups of ten, and they look like the pits from the mural. This yeah. is where they did the work. There's no machinery in here. There's just a stone. Okay, I'm still interested though because I'm I'm gonna go down and examine them. You walk across the floor and examine them. Uh, <laughs> you two looking in the other rooms? Yeah, I'll go to one of the other ones. Okay, and what about you? Yeah. Okay, you both take a different room. Okay, roll me your paleontology as you examine these things. Paleontology, paleontology. It's a four and that's a fifty, which is a pass. I sure do. You pay it until it touches your face. I'm not convinced Nate's face is that old. No. That's so curious. The room you walk into, Kieran, you find fur coats. Dumped masses of fur. And when you pick one up, it's almost like a big fur poncho that would go over something's head and then hang down in five strips. Can I tell you what animal this is? Um, husky. Sanity mm. check. Uh, Michelle, <laughs> <laughs> the room you enter is some sort of... You get, it's, it's like um, at one end of the room there's a blank wall and then there's a rising amphitheatre and on the ceiling there's this magnificent map of Antarctica except by looking at the globe lines this is somewhere in the 45 degree latitude so this is like the tropics Australian tropics you can see where the city is marked on the map and there are other cities around the edge of Antarctica they look like they'd be under sea under, under the sea, sea. <laughs> under the sea damn it you are <laughs> doing the follow up then yeah. everything's better down where under the sea it is an amphitheater yeah okay what did you get 45. I passed. You are somewhat, somewhat disturbed by this discovery, but you know. So these are probably the other expeditions when they got lost? Maybe. Yeah, other there. expedition. Keep thinking that. <laughs> yeah, the other expedition made big uh, ancient one-sized uh, <laughs> poncho that, that would fit elder creatures. Hmm. I'll put one on and go and scare. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> to get shot! <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck! <laughs> yeah, has a shotgun on him and Agnatha has a rifle. Do it. <laughs> okay, what did you get on your paleontology? I roll? passed. Uh, you're looking around the uh, ring of five, ten cauldrons and you realise there's a symbol in the middle of it um, that you can 
you brush, you get out some of your paintings and you brush the dust out of the crevasses, and you can roll me your narcotic. Narcotic. One. You go around the room and look at all of them, and there's the symbol for reptile, mammal, saurian, um, piscine, the various animal mm. groups. Can I double tick my narcotic now? You can. And, um, yeah, you can sanity check. Aww, bye bye. You understood too much. Pass. You lose one. Just because you understand a bit too much about what this is implying. That this is one of the wounds where they did their in creating of biological things. But this means that they're nice. They made life. To eat and act as beasts of burden. Yeah, but I'm sure they must be really happy that one of their creations has come this far. (laughs) (laughs) If any of them are still here, memories are. Yeah, I'm naive. Okay, after you've explored this, do you head back upstairs? Uh, there's no other ways down here, are there? No. In which case, I would suggest to the others that we head back upstairs. There's big coats in that room. Big coats, then they do not lie? Yes. I don't you want to know about your big coats. Hmm. They were, yeah. They weren't human-sized. Okay, well, let's move on. James James Do you mean Charles? Charles <laughs> Yes Roll your spot hidden as you are standing outside Spotting the <coughs> hidden He is spotting 13. I spot hard You are walking around You're standing by one of the engine heaters Keeping your hands warm Warming the back up When you hear Voices, piping, singing, tekalili, tekalili, <coughs> and what sounds like someone screaming, and rising up over one of the buildings are two massive nine-foot-tall creatures that are flying. Flying? They are flying on wings, and held in their tentacles is James. Oh, good lord. Um, Sandy check, and you see these things in the flesh. You see this. I am sane. Ish. (laughs) You see this. These two terrible. They could fly. Have you not been paying attention to the mules I've been describing of them flying backwards and forwards between buildings? Oh, wait, wait, it's not. Oh, I thought it was was a shog off. For a minute. They're flying. Oh, sorry. I did think it was a shog off. That's why I was a bit like. Shog off's gonna fly! No, it's some sort of ill. <coughs> Did you pass your sanity check? Yeah. You take no sanity loss for seeing these. Um, but they are carrying James off towards the west. They're going to pass over the plaza in about a minute or two, and they're about 400 feet up. 400 feet? 400 feet away and up, like across. There, oh, that's how God. far away they are. That's too far away for me to shoot at them then. But they're flying towards you currently. So what, they what? drop, James? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> what options do I have? Oh my God, um, maybe some music. Maybe some sweet chin music. I don't know chin if, music? I don't know if going all Shawn Michaels under the phrase sweet chin music. No. They look like this. Oh, good Lord. That is... <laughs> 
that's odd. Having a nice relaxing day have, off. That's an elder thing. I did the seventh edition starter campaign, and one of them for a nice. Yeah, it's they're flying towards you. This is bad. I don't know what to do. Oh, I should roll along. This is uh, sanity. Oh God, have you seen it? Yeah, they're making a lot of noise. Lawrence is just like Lawrence is not going to be much help I'm afraid are they flying at us they're flying in your direction they're going to fly over and how high above me will they go about two stories up three stories up maybe um, he's not going to survive that fall is he Mm. What are you doing? They're getting closer. I don't know what to do. Um, you wanted some action? Yeah, I really wanted some action. I was What's happy. your move rate? I don't know what that means, but I've got a run. Run away. Yeah, I'm gonna. Or blow a kiss. I'm gonna suggest They're to quite Lauren for the power of love that we hide because there's really not a lot we can do for James. Professor Moore's still inside. Oh, okay, I, I suggest to Lawrence that we get inside. He's just staring at the sky. I pull him. Where are you pulling him? Towards where the tent, wherever. You, you run back into camp. Yeah. And you watch. Yes, I watch. I yell to Professor Moore. Well, Professor Moore comes out and he can roll his sanity. Sorry, Professor Moore. Oh, he's got twenty-one. He's fine. <laughs> They're alive. Oh, shame I'm not there. He kind of grabs your arm and he's like, Charles, yes. they've stolen James. They have indeed stolen James. Um, uh, should we attack them? I would say no. Should we follow them? That doesn't seem like a great idea either. Did the others take... It wouldn't matter, there would be no signal to contact you by radio. <sighs> Meanwhile, you three have just walked out of this ramp onto the surface. You're at the top of another cut-off tower that's been lost. And uh, everyone will spot hidden. Oh, and none of us will see it. Yes. Nope. Yeah, no. Uh, Agnato is paying attention. You, you two are looking for a way down, and Agnato's just looking out of the sea. And you see Agnato, um, the plaza's over there. You see two of the living creatures carrying James flying towards the plaza. Sanity check, Agnato. No. <laughs> as long as it's only no and not no, you are losing three sanity as you watch these living ancient creatures kidnapping James and rising up over another building are two more of them and you think it's Dr. Green. Do they look like the, the picture that... Um, yeah, they're, they're trying. You can point this out to uh, these two. Um... Not to alarm you, hmm. what, what? but look Can you see up there. What, what, we're looking for... What? Dumbfounded idiot is looking Way down. down. Okay, that's... There's James. Oh. <laughs> James <laughs> James <laughs> we found James and the Doctor! <laughs> I do not sanity. <laughs> I do it by one! That's what I did. Yeah, by one. You lose two sanity over there, Kringles. Okay. Um, you've emerged from this tower. You must be maybe 700 metres from the plaza. 
Um, you can see the plane, and they're about to fly over it. I, I've um, got an idea. Duck into the duck and duck and cover. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I and see where they go. We need to stop this now, though, if we can. Wait, what are you going to do? Shoot them? No, I'm going to try talking to them. I think that's a terrible idea. I think it's a damn stupid idea. <laughs> you there, come down <laughs> with our friends now. <laughs> they might respond. They're Badly. Away, you'd have to get closer, surely. No, because I've got a spell. Oh, yeah, you have magic. Create a communication. I'm going to cast it. Oh, you're going to try create a communication. Mommy, you're... I'm going to go down here and see what happens. Where are you going? We're looking at a ramp, right? Yeah. Is it the zero corner? Yeah. I succeed a hard... Gonna go in. I'm going to go hide. Six yeah, I'm gonna MP. Get hide? away from him. But yeah. <laughs> We're going to go and hide in the own corner. Like... <laughs> You've gone back down the ramp and appearing around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd also have my gun out. Yeah, we're like this. Sun's out, gun's out. Uh, these two have gone back down the ramp and appearing yeah. <laughs> uh, You cast the spell perfectly. You are, however, too far away. Uh, it doesn't well. work. You're too far away from them. I tried. They're flying towards the plaza. You're going to have to run to get closer. Uh, I run to get closer. I might as well keep trying. Oh, your dexterity. You see Irvine suddenly run down the ramp. Dexterity. I dexterity. Down, down and outside. You get to the bottom of the ramp and stagger onto the ice. I go back up. I pick my... Do I see him on the ice? Uh, he's... Roll me your spot hidden. You may see him. Nope. You don't see him. You're, 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 you are, after all, peering out cautiously watching yeah. these things. Okay, roll me your luck as you run. What time was that? That's four. I'm lucky. Okay, you don't fall in an ice crevasse as you <laughs> ran down this icy road. You're which, so lucky. Which is technically 600, 300-odd yes. feet of ice piled up on the surface of the road. You are about halfway there, only your power again. <coughs> yes, and it's it's not hard, but it's a pass. Still no response to your attempts. You can you know the spell has worked, but again you feel it not quite reaching them. I try and get closer. Okay, well, me, are you, what are you two doing, Agnetha? And uh, oh god, um, you're going after Irvine down. How covered is this road? How is there like you duck it's just in the surface everything? of the ice? There's the odd bit of rock or masonry poking up out of it. Is there any of them behind us? Are they all going the same? The ones they're all three? flying in front of you across. So the plaza's there, you're back here, they're flying that way across the plaza. Oh, they're going across it? Yeah. Uh, I start moving up. I guess I start chasing after him. Chase! Chase, my man. I have to shoot him, I will. <laughs> See, th- the thing is, we're talking 400 feet. Just aim really high and just get a good dip. No, no, the problem is if they drop him, I'm pretty sure he's dead. Oh, no, I didn't mean... They mean James. Meant oh, me. Oh. <laughs> when four elder things descend... Oh, bollocks. Yeah, good luck oh, with that, good go boy. Yeah, I get you want to run away. Um... That would be great, though. You shoot me, the spell disperses because I was the one maintaining it. They suddenly see someone, one of these 
people that was our friend shoot me then turn into a fucking goat man (laughs) (laughs) this would not end well for you I know okay Craig roll me your luck again I'm lucky you don't fall in any crevasse Uh, roll me your spot hidden Charles spot I spot you see um, Irvine stagger into the far side of the um, plaza Irvine! Shout for Irvine. Roll me your power hard. Hard now. No, no. Uh, No, no, it is hard. Someone shout your name. You almost fumble the spell because your concentration is interrupted, but you managed to hold on. My bad. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's a nine. Uh, the two creatures carrying Dr. Green turn back and kind of flapping their huge wings are hanging in midair at the far side of the plaza like three of their eye stalks turn around to look at you (laughs) hello greetings it speaks how can it speak it is not sentient Uh, and yet they must be because they build things we have gained sentience since you created us many millennia ago. Interesting. None of your kind have shown the sophistication to speak before. Uh, it's a work in progress. We're doing our best. I see. We shall be back for you soon. Uh, could, could you not take our friends, please? The world demands it. Oh, is... Uh, mm. I'm going to be honest, I don't know what that means. The world requires them. What for? Follow. If you can truly speak, then we will keep you. And not use you like the others. Mm. And then they turn and continue flying off. What have you been doing? Because two of them have stopped and they've got Dr. Green. Hanging him above the plaza. Are you staying in, in hiding? Are you going in guns blazing? Oh, God. I'm... I'm going to shoot. Logically, I'm going to shoot. Yeah, okay, you take aim and shoot. Roll to shoot. Mm. Well, um... No. <laughs> hey, uh... Charles bursts out of camp, gun raised and fires. It's pistols, to be fair. Pistols, and they just go wide, and the creatures just go up higher. Damn it. And turn, and you two catch up with Irvine. As you feel the connection break, Irvine, yeah. as they start to fly off again, uh, they're oh flying off into the distance. Professor Moore staggers out of the camp and is like, we, but we have to go after them. Uh, yes, yes, I guess we do. Uh, Charles, we need to get into the air and follow them. I right know, away. I managed to communicate with them briefly. You can communicate with them? Uh, I run to the plane to get it ready. Yes. <laughs> I managed to. And what did they say? Um, apparently none of the rest of us had actually shown the ability to speak. They don't, they don't seem to recognise our mouth sounds as speaking, I guess. You were speaking English, right? Um, no, I think it was more of a mind-to-mind thing. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. So they probably just don't understand that out loud speaking. Yeah, mouth noises. They don't have ears. 
Yeah. But they they sing. Listen to them. They're making noises. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, I spoke to them. Is this the, <laughs> this is the noise that we heard over the... Yeah. I have a thought. I'll start playing my ocarina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a great idea, but they've fly, flown off by now. Oh, so they're probably, they're, okay. they're, we need to convince them all that we can all speak. Okay. Um, how, how complicated was the creator communicate? Communicate. It's the spell. most complicated spell you've got, really. Oh. It's one of the most complicated spells you've got, anyway. But if you can convince them that the others are also intelligent, then you only need one of you to talk to them. Don't yeah, know. Okay. You're going to have to chase them. I've already got um, the plane started. Okay, uh, Lawrence um, run and jump in the plane. gets in the yeah. plane as well. I, jump in I like to imagine some heroic thing where I've started pulling off and you're just diving into the plane. Yeah, the plane is We're like tailspin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Lawrence has pulled the trucks. <laughs> okay, let's go. You're getting in the plane, Agna? Yeah. You want to be left behind on your own? No. Are you sure? Positive. Okay. Just abandoning it, Anya. Fair enough. <laughs> we don't know where. Well, she's probably fine. She might be back in fucking London already, for all we know. <laughs> definitely, definitely, you would definitely not let her. Oh, quite happened that the, the non player characters or ex non player characters weren't kidnapped. Yeah, she's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I jump in the front. A co pilot. I know you've got Lawrence, I jump in the back. Yeah, yeah I've got a co pilot. Okay, you head up into the I air. Um, you take off and you have to circle up a bit to get some height because you can't fly too low. And roll me spot hidden. Everyone who's got uh, binoculars or is in the cockpit. I'm not in the cockpit. I do yes. not spot. I do. I do. You're scanning the sky for them because, you know, they're small specks. And there they are. Agnato and Irvine have spotted them. They're flying west, due west. They went that away. I take their directions. <laughs> it was the last thing he ever did. Everyone armed themselves. <laughs> I think we might be able to resolve this peacefully. Well, that's reassuring. <laughs> if, well, I don't know. We'll see. The professor's like, um, that they're going, um, they're alive. Yes. Why did they take the doctor and James? I think to study us. Oh God. Study us the way they studied the plane? Oh no, not the hangar. It's not impossible. <laughs> I'm guessing we've changed quite a bit since they originally made us and they want to try and find out how and what it means. Okay, uh, Charles, uh, roll pilot again. <laughs> well, because of the wind <sighs> off the mountains and you, you've left the city by this point and there's a large white plane that heads west, there are more mountains miles away in the west. You kind of have to sweep zigzag. Yeah, because you can't just fly in a straight line because the wind is just against you. Because once the wind blows over the city and hits the plane, kind of like it blows up. Yeah. So you've got a zig, and a zag, <coughs> which means you're going slightly slower. But it's either that or you risk stalling, and you really don't want to stall the <coughs> engines right now. I'd rather not. <coughs> which means you're going catching up with the creatures is going to be tricky. But you, you, your steady pace behind them at least. Um, you are flying. What is everyone else doing on the plane at this time? Uh, would I be able to get some magic points back with a nap? A nap? 
<laughs> uh, my power naps. You want to take a nap whilst this is happening? That's hilarious. <laughs> He's fucking going on. We're on a plane. He's going to lie. We're in a chase. We're in a fucking chase. He's like, guys, guys, I'll be all right. <laughs> you put your chair back and you can roll me your constitution at hard to see if you can nod off <laughs> in my zigzagging flight pattern. <laughs> oh. Uh, uh, not quite. You can't nod off because the plane keeps going. Can <laughs> <laughs> you nap? <laughs> epic mid-air flight chasing the elder things, and you want to have a nap? <laughs> Lose six sanity. No. <laughs> what do you mean? I think you deserve it. No. For being mad. <laughs> In Deadlands, this amount of mirth around the table would warrant a chip. <laughs> this is Call of Cthulhu. <laughs> <sighs> what are you doing, Agnes? Uh, keep an eye out the window. You're keeping an eye on them. She now, if Michelle said she was going to nap, I'd she'd be, just be, I'd be behind gone. her. Yeah. What are you doing? Anything you're doing? Nothing particular. I'm just off to, I'm talking to Professor Moore. The Professor Moore is just like, he doesn't know what to think. And Lawrence is just sitting in the co pilot seat, staring at his controls. Occasionally, he flicks a switch. This is not the time to tell the professor this. Oh, boy, this guy's mad. Opens doors. Nope. <laughs> he just shoots you. He's packing like two pistols under his jacket. <sighs> yeah, but I'm Mr. Fucking Tumnus. You're Mr. What Tumnus <laughs> from Narnia? Wow. You are Mr. Tumnus. <laughs> Except you're not taking Lucy for tea. Aye, aye, aye. Okay. An hour passes, then another hour. The wind is buffeting the plane. Charles is zigzagging it left to right, left to right, and zigzag back and forth. You're clinging on. You can see them, creatures flying. You can see James and the Professor held underneath, swaying backwards and forwards. They're flying towards the other mountain range. You can't see what their destination is yet, but they're flying quite away from the city. Not the mountain range we flew over? No, the one other one in the distance. Oh. So is that further away from camp? Even further away. Right. It's the west range, which Dio only mentioned briefly. He... Okay, um, make me spot hidden rolls, everyone. Unless you're napping. I couldn't nap, you told me. <laughs> no. Yay, yes. I spot. Are you still trying to nap, is the question. Well, I rolled 91, so <laughs> maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't really matter what I'm trying to do <laughs> with a 91. 20. 58. 65. You three are paying attention and notice, in as you're heading... Zigzag, of course. In the distance, um, the wind is getting is worse. There's winds coming off the other mountain range from that direction. The winds from the other mountain behind you—they're hitting this valley and causing all sorts of turbulent winds. It's a nightmare, which is impossible. Weather pattern shouldn't work that way. Yeah. Something weird is going on. You can see there's a valley that they're headed, that the creatures seem to be heading through in the foothills of the next round. You can just about see what looks like the top of a large pinnacle. Uh, down in the valley. Yep. And roll me your pilot. 
Pilot. Hi, pilot. Uh, you see the creatures are flying down into the valley, but there's no way you're landing the plane in that valley. You're going to have to land at the top of the valley and go down there on foot. Yep. I mean, you could try and land in that valley, but you wouldn't want to. You wouldn't be able to take the off again. We want to be able to take back off yes, again. We need to be able to take back off again. Yeah. Hmm. I exchange knowing looks with Lawrence, that says we need to do this and we need to do it well. Stay on top of your game, my man. He holds your hand. One look says all of that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, roll me your pilot as you come in to land. Yes. What is an eighty-seven? <laughs> oh, I was toying. You're coming into land, and you can all see that the pinnacle you see is at the bottom of the valley. There's a tall monolith-like tower, like um, Cleopatra Needle-style huge tower with the pyramid top. And as you're coming into land, the top of that flower suddenly pulses with this blue light. It's like an eyelid opening, like the air, the white air splits open, and this blue light ripples outwards. Mm. And as it passes through you all. You will feel yourself being twisted, turned, yanked, pulled. Your for, for a second, your head is your vision is here, but your head is over there, and you all seem to be almost ripped apart. And everyone always misanthropic checks. Just as you're landing the plane, I am sane. Yes. Oh shit. <laughs> oh no. I'm not sane. I am. I have failed my sanity check. Not crit, though. Not critical. Everyone loses one sanity, except for you, who loses one also. (laughs) But for a moment, you're not sure where the plane is, and it's a really thump landing in the slide to a halt. Oh, God, I'm getting so close to a tipping point. Ahem! Not my fault. Can I double-tip pilot? I've done many pilots. Not your fault. You needed to know! See, that's the things Mm. carrying... James, mm-hmm. and that's the tower in the distance. Oh, there is Daniel. All right. It's a tower with a light. Lighthouse. A tower with a light. I thought it was air traffic control. Ash, can I double pilot? You can. Yeah. You can now buy a, bot- a barrel of Jack Daniels. Yeah. I really want to buy a barrel. Pick for eighty-six. I've been doing them for years. Yeah. You probably know, but in cost in US supermarkets. Yeah, they've been doing them for years. I know you could buy from Splat, then. Not yeah. the fucking no, Walmart. No, no, seriously, Walmart. They've been doing. They've been showing pictures for, for a few years now. It's crazy. Yeah. It's not really a barrel. You get you get the barrel as well, but they've bottled it, so you oh. get hundreds of bottles plus the empty barrel. Look at that barrel. Mm. Oh, doesn't matter if you see that. US barrels is never it doesn't matter if you see what Lexington's camp looks like. Right. <laughs> like. What we're going to look like. Went to Glen Village in Scotland. You guys would look so superior to Lexington. Okay. Do you Because they never changed the barrel angles from the 1800s. You have landed up here at the top of the valley. Here. Valley. This is all sloping hills. Then there's the flat expanse of the uh, valley floor. And the tower in the middle. And you're up here. You're a student in the valley. Two miles down slope, I down snowy like hill. This is going to do towards to this us. tower. Well, hang on that other valley. 
map, map on map of the valley. The engines of the aeroplane sigh silently to an end. I high five Lawrence. It's quiet. He kisses you gently on your Whoa, whoa. That's <laughs> <laughs> weird. <laughs> it's kind of his thing. <laughs> I just thought that was that was just your character. That is your character art because kind of Lawrence is like what, what do we do now? Do, 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 do we risk going down there? Okay. So we didn't so, yes. come this far. <laughs> well, I'm not going. I'm going to stay here and keep the engines warm. So the Somebody plane is ready to. to leave when you get back with Dr. Green and James. That's yes. Nice. I can't fly the plane, so I'm not going to run off of it. <laughs> I'm just going to keep it ready to leave. That's fine. You, you do that once. William's like, I've got to come with you. We have to get James back. And Dr. Green. Of course. Does everyone have a weapon? Yeah. Yes. Years. Good. <laughs> Let's try to resolve it peacefully first. Years. <laughs> yes. Because I'm guessing they are so ridiculously superior to us technologically, these things we're carrying are probably like pea shooters. Maybe? But, but we can use them if we have to, of course. William walks over and is like, stick a dynamite for you. I was literally about to go and ask where the dynamite was. Stick a dynamite. <laughs> stick a dynamite for you. Thank you. I also make sure I have my flare on me. You never know. Burn damage. Blasting caps are ready. Well, um, I guess we're ready to go. Let's do it! Let's do this! Hands in? Do this! <laughs> Fuck your hands in! <laughs> We're all gonna die! <laughs> At least you didn't bring Misty. Mm. <laughs> yeah, she's already been eaten by the Shoggoths that have swarmed all over the camps. You head down so into the, the valley. The tower slowly, you start off at the t- level with the top, and you slide and slip. And you make your way down this slope until it towers above you. It's massive. This tower is ridiculously huge. An edifice of black stone. And every now and then that pulse of blue light from the top. It's not having such a bad effect on us now. Not on the ground, no. So it's like some sort of air defence. You don't know. It could be. You head towards the tower. I light up a cigar. And offer everyone else cigars. Take a cigar. I decline. I take two and pretend to be a wolves. I love it when a a plan comes together. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) 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 Who's our ethnic minority? We can't be the A team with a token. That's true. A token woman instead. Yeah, we do. Or token goat. One of the two. Yeah. <laughs> I prefer the token goat. <laughs> okay, you are approaching the valley floor. It's taken you about 20 minutes, 30 minutes to walk, climb down here. You're cold, you've got your weapons nearby, you're approaching. Everyone roll spot hidden as you approach the tower. Eight. Yay. I pity the old things. I pity the old thing. No. 100. 95. 
You slip and go face first into the snow. 95. You also slip and slide down the hill, taking Irvine with you as you slide about five feet. Lock hand, we must activate our face facepalm. There goes our survival expert. <laughs> they slide into a snowbank about 100 yards. I tried to get on top of the, the valley. Surfing. You two have spotted the entrance no, to not. this tower. You can see the snow is all disturbed, and, and, about, and then there's a dark archway that leads into the tower. So there was an entrance over here in this snowbank. Yeah, there's an entrance, by the way, guys, when you're finished <laughs> face planting snow mountains. I can't help it, it's slippy. I was it's slippy, Charles. I was looking for a door. It's the fucking Antarctic. People slip over in the Antarctic, Charles. At this mode, he slips again. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have snapped it. Here, let me relight your cigar. <laughs> <laughs> I want two lit. It wouldn't not... be a waterproof match, of course, not an actual lighter, but you know, whatever. <laughs> I'm a fire walrus. So if you're the token, if your thing is, if you're the token go, next time we go on the plane, you need to say, I'm getting no painful. Fair enough. <laughs> we'll do. <laughs> Oh, the hey, you scrap. approach the tower entrance. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Before we go in, should we tell them? Tell us what? what? At this point, does it matter? The problem is, I'm using my inner strength to that talk is to true. these people, and if I'm maintaining your thing, but will me being a thing, thing? jeopardise me? Yeah, just spit it out. Just spit it out, guys. You all stopped in the snow. The looming tower of the elder things okay, above you. Okay, okay, okay. He's not human. <laughs> what? Do you know what? At this point, I don't even care anymore. <laughs> what is he? Then? I'll, I'll take a power. He's, some, he, he's what's known I'll as a, a, a man this. of lane. Okay, and so is that? Is that do the power all he is? Well, he well, looks well, like a human. We haven't, and humans may we haven't actually tried. Yeah, it's because I did a hard? thing to make him not look like okay, a goat. Once well, I yes. found out, a goat. No, stop, stop, stop power, doing your thing. Then. Yeah, it's hard. Okay, I stopped doing the thing. Edwin is <laughs> they just told standing. me to. Edwin is just standing there in his coat and all wrapped up, nice and snug. Oh, good! May, you may, may have just succeeded the power <laughs> up just then. <laughs> Are you feeling all right? This snowman just setting in. Edwin, what? Don't do this. How on you crazy bastard? <laughs> Walk into the... T- Are you up for this or what? Smug. <laughs> Dominate! Turn back into a goat! Oh, God! Are you doing this now? Yes! Oh, God! Power rolls! The power I, d- I don't know how to turn back into... 95. 51! You can cost off three magic points. If you are out of magic points by three in a minute and you... Need- <laughs> I might be too Has he now turned back into a now? goat thing? What? Has he now turned back into a goat thing? He transforms into this massive, nine-foot-tall, thick-furred satyr creature with horns, his cold-weather gear ripping. Has he got hands? He's got hands. So he can use a gun? Yeah. Right, okay. Do you know what? Logically, I've come to the conclusion that clearly Irvine's known about this and it's not an issue to him. We've got much bigger things to worry about. I've seen much more horrific things. I just want to move on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're both just Agneto and Charles are just like... Oh. And see, we've, we've seen so much shit right now, it's not even bothering people. <laughs> Professor? Yeah. I, I just don't want, I want to see the react. Just l- gestures at giant yeah, power. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, if this had happened in the middle of something big, you would have got hit with sanity hits, and yeah. shit would have gone down. What sanity hits? <laughs> You would have gone that, kooky. Craig costs metagaming. Yes. 
the light on top of the tower, it, this tower must be about 40 stories and tall. And I am now one magic right, point shot. You're not going to get anywhere near it. Oh, on the spell, if it cast, costs six. Beyond again. the tower, the valley rises back up into the hills, and there is a gap in the mountains, and through that gap is a swirling, raging snowstorm that isn't travelling towards you or travelling away. It's just stuck there, other side of these mountains, a swirling snowstorm that isn't moving. Some sort of weather control, then. The professor's like, shall we go inside and rescue our friends now? Yes. Yep, let's go in. Does anyone else want to poop or anything else whilst we're here? Rip, uh, Irvine seems to be a wizard. No, 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 I wouldn't go that far. Uh, Edwin's a big goat. Yeah. I don't know what's in these cigars, but <laughs> shit is good. I have one of those. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> one. Might as well have one last cigar before we do this. I bend down. <laughs> Light me up, Charles. <laughs> anyone else got anything they want to reveal? No. Well, I'm reviewing this right now. Or <laughs> <laughs> are you just gesturing at your penis? <laughs> Fuck's sake, man. <laughs> Professor Moore just walks towards the tower at this point. He's had enough. Wow. He's going inside to face the elder things. I'm yeah, now convinced I'm dreaming. <laughs> I'm just convinced that I'm dreaming. You haven't left New York, Glenn. It's yeah. some horrible fever dream when you got shot. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay, we head in with Professor Moore. Okay. After about six feet, you hit a wall of muggy air. For some reason, you know, you're walking through this cold, 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 suddenly warm. It's like you're walking through a curtain and it's unbearably hot. You are roasting inside your furs. Which we might appreciate. So you shrug off your outer coats. What if it then suddenly becomes cold again? Then we're fucked. We'll just undo them for now. When you say it's unbearably warm, like, I mean, if we just undo everything but don't take it off, is that going to be... It's still going to be warm, but you can just about get away with it. Yeah, we can yeah. chuck okay, them off we'll do that. We'll do that. Okay, you head out onwards. Every... And as you walk forward, there's a soft glow at the end of the tunnel. As you approach it, what, like there's a burning fire at the end? It's like a soft, <laughs> gentle green light, oh, almost soft, and you walk out into this large domed room. It's so beautiful. Is it just one story high, or? <coughs> yeah. Um, it's a one-story high uh, dome over the head. The green light is coming from this column that rises up the centre with a ramp that goes up and a ramp that goes down I'm guessing down I'm thinking fire at the light Uh, it's just a stone column that's glowing with light you go up and have a look at it Uh, it's not glass or anything it's just the stone itself is just uh, glowing I mean you could shoot it but then you'd let everyone know you were here Okay. we would give up aha the element of surprise what are you doing? I, I'm thinking down. What do you think, Professor Moore? I think, well, the thing is, though, we've got the light 40 feet, 40 stories up. Um, I'm going to look for tracks by turning to you and say look for tracks. Yeah, survival expert. Right, perfect. I am a goat. <laughs> survival expert You should goat. still be able to look at <laughs> footprints. <laughs> or hoof prints. I do. <laughs> you examine the floor. There 
are lots of marks of things scraping up, but you see what looks like a human boot print, and it's on the ramp leading up. Oh, up. So up we go, gentlemen and ladies. Up it is. Up we go. You start to climb the ramp. Dun, 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 dun. We are exceedingly close to where the other team were, aren't we now? No comment. <laughs> uh, the ramp is odd. It's it's a smooth curve that rises up, but it's almost like there are finger-high stone ribs crossing it. Like, not quite steps, but of something to grip hold of, as if you were climbing this without human feet. Mm-hmm. This isn't designed for human feet, so it's quite awkward, but in the middle, they're perfectly smooth. Like, at either end, there's the ridge, mm-hmm. and then it's perfectly smooth, as if that something has climbed this ramp for so long it's worn the stone ridges mm-hmm. away. So there's this smooth trail up the middle, which is quite slippery, so you kind of have to walk up the edges, so you're kind of walking yeah, on, yeah, yeah. on the yeah. ridges. But the ridges are a good foot and a half apart, so it's not quite stairs. It's like when you get those really annoying stairs, yeah. which are just slightly too long. Well, you have to take a kind of forced half step. Yeah, a half middle, step as you're climbing. I hate those. I had those when I was climbing. It's, <coughs> no, it's annoying. Yeah. And as you... Oh, I've got a picture of the ramp. Oops. It looks a bit like that. You can oh, see where it's where perfectly it? sm- been worn yeah. smooth in the middle. Quick, read the rest of the page. <laughs> <laughs> As you continue to climb, the temperature continues to rise. As you're walking up this ramp, and soon you're, you know, you pull out a thermometer. You've all got thermometers to check the temperature. It's 80 degrees Fahrenheit in here, which is roasting. It's time, is it? Fahrenheit? I suppose it's pretty warm. It's pretty warm. It's about... What is it in Celsius? Um, mm. Just under 40? I don't know, actually. Get my coat. That's very warm. Cool. Uh, if it was just under 40, we wouldn't even be able to wear our furs anymore. Maybe. Mm. It's about 27 degrees. Oh, okay. okay, we're probably very uncomfortable. But it's really uncomfortable okay. in your furs. But the ramp opens and as you step out you all realise that you're breathing a lot easier so you lower your oxygen masks mm-hmm. and yeah the air in here is fine mm-hmm. but the hallway is illumin- opens up into a large circular perfectly circular room with a massive dome on the roof above is this magnificent map of Antarctica I'll show you the picture in a minute. And it's beautiful, this room. It rises yeah. up above you. A good, it's like almost five, six stories high domed map with the same sort of really mature, beautifully made frescoes. And... Uh, <clears throat> You've got this central map. Mm-hmm. And you see this is where you are. You can recognise it between the two mountain ranges. And then there are these sort of like conduits that seem to stretch off towards the coastlines. Okay. Mm-hmm. map. And then there are panels. There are five panels showing uh, the history of what you think is this tower. Do you want to stop to examine it, or are you going to continue climbing? 
there are it's a pentagonal five-sided chamber and there are five uh, exits and they all seem to spiral up I do try to stop and have a quick read without letting the others get too far ahead. Do you stop? You kind of, if we see him stop, then we'll stop. Yeah. <clears throat> Narcotic? Yeah. No. You can't translate the language, but from looking at the p- picture, so you work out that this one's the first one, and it shows, you recognise the creatures they were fighting, the weird bug creatures from some of the other murals. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like they had... It's some sort of battle on land and in water, people being destroyed. It's clearly not going well, this battle. Mm-hmm. The the big elder creatures seem to be pushed back and being defeated. Do you want to move on and look at the next panel? Yeah. Yes. Okay, uh, this starts the, at the centre. There are five of the things, like standing on a podium, surrounded by a crowd of the big the creatures. The mm-hmm. elder creatures, mm-hmm. and in the next frame, there's like a trio, there's a pentacle, and then another one, and another one, pentacle and pentacle and pentacle. Mm-hmm. Some sort of big design with um, like wavy lines of energy radiating into the pentacle in the middle. What's a pentacle? <coughs> star, 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 oh, of David. Oh, yeah. And then, um, as in the next panel, you see the the pentacles and the force is spreading out to touch all their, the, the weird bug creatures which are just dissolving so they've built this thing to fight the war or at least that's their plan and in the next panel you kind of see them building it there's this tower and it's half built and you can see them raising the mountains to the west but where the valley was there's just stone like this tower is the top of a massive device that's built into the ground. It's hundreds of metres high and has been covered over by snow and ice and rock over the centuries. And this tower is literally just a tiny pinnacle at the top of this massive device that spreads out under the mountains and reaches towards the city. And there are these big conduits that head off to the sea. And it's pretty fantastic. Do you want to continue looking? Yeah. Uh, you see that the next panel is they finish building it. It's not all cons- being like the last panel was it being constructed, half finished. Now it's finished, and it's luring in some creature from beyond, and almost like trapping it as energy, which they're then using to fight the war and win the war. What's the creature from beyond? You don't know. They're luring in. They look like creatures. And they're being lured in by the device, trapped in the device, and then they're being spat back okay. out as like weaponry or something. It's doing something. Yeah. At this point, I'm going to say like I get this is all good and well, but I feel time is of the essence. Oh, you're probably right. Let's move on. Yes, I mean, this is taking too long. <clears throat> okay, it's yeah. fascinating. We'll of come course. back and look at it later. Yes, of course. You. Uh, Take one of which staircase are you taking? Or are you just picking one at random? If they all look like they're just going exploring. We could get the tracker to have a quick look. If only we had a tracker. (laughs) (laughs) No. Yeah, I've got a clue. Yeah, there's no dust or anything. 
it that I'm looking for? Survival, I believe. Ah, no. Um, in which case, just choose the one that's logically closest to the opening from the original stairs, I guess. That's what you do. You pick a staircase and it winds up inside of the wall in a really tight spiral. And then you you, you reckon you've climbed six, five, six, seven stories and it slopes up over the dome. You're above the dome, you can tell. Mm-hmm. And then you come into a like circular room, a pentagonal room with five doors. So you didn't matter which staircase you took. They yeah, all spiral up, like, arch yeah. across to the top of the dome, and then there's a new ramp that goes up. Go up, I guess. Up the new ramp. Up the new ramp. You start to spiral up the new ramp, climbing. The walls here are em- empty, and the tunnel walls, after about ten feet, they suddenly open up. Like you come out of the spiral. The spiral continues up the middle. And spread out on either side of you is this magnificent crystalline structure that rises above you. The wall, you know, out, you know, it's a good ten feet on all sides to the sides of the wall. And this crystalline structure glimmers and glows and shines. And there's strange pulses of light riding through it that you can't look at the crystals too long because it's like they're ever slightly shifting. And this is what the walls are made of. The whole interior of this thing is this forest of crystalline walls. I mean, it's not smooth crystal, it's like like flowering, interlocking crystals that reach out. I mean, you reckon the actual exterior wall must be a good 20 feet away, knowing how wide it was below. But 10 feet away, this crystalline structure starts and the colours move up and down it as you continue to climb the spiral. And you probably don't need any need torches in here. You turn your torches off the light. The crystals themselves are glowing with this mm-hmm. purple light. Do you want to continue climbing? Mm-hmm. Yep. <clears throat> you continue up the ramp. And as you walk up the ramp, there's a soft whispering sound. Weird, no power check. Sorry, there's this weird voice that whisper at the edge of your. Three. Oh, no. Just hard mm. pass. Who failed? Me. No, oh, I failed. Oh. No. And your failure means that all of the power goes into you, and you become a god. Which means I win. Probably. <laughs> in this game, not dying and just being turned into something is a pretty good win. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, you start to climb the stairs, uh, the ramp, walking up, and you're all like, shivering. It's, it's, it's unnerving. Nate, read from where I've marked there to there and then make me a sanity check Jeez. as you're climbing and the voices whisper Winshaw goes funny in here and then every now and then you think you hear the wind sure goes oh. funny in here <laughs> you don't like this everyone lose one point of sanity as you can feel this oppressive dark force pressing against your mind almost trying to push within 
You'd be out by the time we get there at this rate. <laughs> <laughs> Nate's looking horrified. Oh dear. Nate's just learning some interesting facts. Well, look at the mythos, Irvine. Oh, bollocks. Me? Just Irvine at the moment. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Still only 25, so it's not like I'm too likely. Agnata roll, Cthulhu Mythos. Oh. No, 99. That's fine. I fail sanity. Oh no, don't do that. This is the not, not, this is not the time to fail the roll. Too late. He already did. What are you going to do about it? I'm going to roll this dice and hope it's lucky. I hope it's nice to you. Was that me or you? Me. Okay. Four. Was that lucky? That's very One lucky. One less than it. One less than necessary to turn you into a mute, dumbstruck. Oh, so that didn't. So I'm not. Uh, that's the sanity check was to see if I was mute. Yeah. You you are stuck for the now until you get to the next chamber, and then it'll then you then you can break free. But at the moment, as walking up the ramp for after everyone. Yeah. You're just it's pouring into your mind and you're captured in it. And then you all come out, it, it turns, you know, you leave the structure into another enclosed space. Yeah. And then you come out into an upper room. It's a central chamber with the ramp continuing up. And there are five chambers. The different chambers are around you. Five different ways out of this room, which lead into different rooms. And the ramp leading up. And you stop. Uh, can so, we see vaguely what's in the rooms through the door? So sorry, I know all of that, and I can and I can speak, right? Yeah, yeah. You 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 can make me another power check, just to see how long it takes for you to break free. Nope. Okay, so you, you're you're still you're just standing at the ramp, looking around, trying to break your way out of this. Okay, which room you can't see into the rooms without going into them? Uh, in which. Case. Just carry on going up. Yeah. Or do we wanna? I mean, you 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 don't have to go all the way in. You kind of you have to go up to the doorway and look in. That's what I'll do. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll do one of the other ones. Okay. One, two, three, or four, or five. Three. Five. Okay. You who's looking into three? Me. Okay. You're peering into three. You're just kind of peering. It's filled with bones. There is just a massive mound of Not bones in, my room. in the middle of the room. Oh, sorry. Well, paleontology. Oh. Just from glancing in. I paleontologize. You see there are penguin bones, there are um you definitely see a, a human bone sticking out of the middle of it and you just back away from the doorway here. Yeah. What door were you looking through? Five. This chamber looks like some sort of workshop. There are like crude frame wooden frames stretched canvas or leather. Could and they're all bench like weirdly height they're not human height, they're slightly higher benches. Weird tall yeah, they're your height. <coughs> they can you can see things that are clearly tools and crystals and small devices on them. Are you looking through a door? No. I don't know in I was just saying there. Okay, and there's so, lever in there. I don't know what animal that lever's from though, and I don't want to find out. And you just through the door. Interesting. Roll me another power. Yay. You're finally able to... Th- these two are coming back from the rooms they've looked into. Irvine looks a bit pale. And, and you all notice that 
Charles had just been kind of standing there, staring, and then he gives himself a shudder and looks around. <coughs> okay, yeah. Charles? No, no, I, I don't know how to explain this, and it's out of character. I don't I remember everything that I've just read. But there's there's a, a creature of great power that's escaping like some sort of prison in here, and it's it's if it gets free, the world's going to end. Like Oh, that might be what they meant. And it's been feeding on things to grow in power and help it get, get out, and... I, I can't remember exactly Men, what it is. What? The, the thingies? The, 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 the flappy things, yes. They said something about them needing the people they're taking. Yes. To we s- need to do something. Like th- We need to stop this. Yes. Um, they said they were using them to, to, to stop the world ending, basically, I believe. So, yeah, that correlates. Oh, God. So, if we try and stop them with, by just attacking... Well, do we talk to Then them we and might help? be destroying the world. Well, then do we talk yeah, The big thing you remember yeah. is, is the only thing keeping this horrible thing at bay is this machine. People, people's brains. Mm. Basically, they're using people's brains. Ah! To power this machine. That yeah. explains it then. Um, we need to find an alternative power source to, our, to brains, then, I guess. But if they can't think of one, I'm not sure that we would. Professor Moore's backing away from one of the side doors. Well, what have you seen, Professor? What's in there? <laughs> I, go over to, I go over to look in the side door. He just vanishes down the slope the way you came. Oh dear, has he just seen James Stockweather? <laughs> Let's have a look. Yeah. Steal ourselves. We Scooby do it. Steal each ourselves. one of us at a different height all laying on top of each other. I'm standing by the ramp. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going anywhere there. Oh, we're like the three stooges then. <laughs> yeah. You approach this doorway, and inside the room it's a small... Car- curved chamber that narrows to a point in the middle at the far end there's a black um, there's a like trough full of black liquid and then there's a slab an empty slab that's glistening slightly with fluid oh I think we can and then next to the um, trough nearest you there's a sort of like large silver bowl and it's filled with this glimmering liquid do you want to lean forward and look? No. No? I um, think we can all guess what this room's used for. You can roll spot hidden, however. Oh, do we have to? Yes, because you've looked into the room. Nah. Oh, I spot by three, come on! Oh, God, I spot! <laughs> I t- I, only two, so it's only success, it's not a crit. We all, we all spot. Yeah. <laughs> Critical success is only one. Cthulhu's yeah. mean. In, it's in, extreme spot, though. It is extreme spot. In the bowl... Um, underneath this viscous silvery liquid is Dr. Green's head and then his spinal column and then his all of his nerves like suspended oh. in this maybe we can save James I like your optimism <laughs> let's head up <laughs> you head back to the ramp Agnato is like <laughs> yeah it's too late for Dr. Green ah uh, okay just thought I can really walk up these stairs fairly normally we go up the stairs. Oh, yeah, 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 we go, yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we're yeah. going up. Okay, you start up the ramp. After about ten feet, the, the walls fall away again and spreads out into um, its crystal, crystal, crystal jungle. Suddenly it's jungle, and the whole side, the western side of the tower, is just missing. It's bitterly cold. There's a latticework of... yellowy green unhealthy looking jungle covering where the wall so at some point zip (laughs) at some point something has 
destroyed this wall and the crystal structure pack, and they've grown some sort of biological alternative that's pulsing with thick, oozing liquid that runs in rivulets down all of the vines. Mm-hmm. Do you want to continue up yeah. the ramp? Well, I don't get the feeling that our only options here are going to be sacrificing ourselves for the I've, world. I've had an idea. Okay. I, I'd need to talk to the things, though. Okay. You slowly walk up. Can you talk to the things? Yeah. Uh, I might pass out when I try again. <laughs> <laughs> because I had to dominate you, mister. I'm going to screw you over, Craig. Make you look crazy. Yes, you spiral up the ramp and then it kind of reaches right. um, a platform and there are two paths that move out through like a ring way. That's like you've got the middle bit, path, another ring way, path, the outer wall with the jungle. And then it spirals up to the top and there's this big black monolith. You, you can see the pointed top of the tower. It's another three, four stories up the ramp. And then just below that there's this top. You get to the top of the ramp and there's this big... Uh, black monolith that pulls the bl- bolt of blue light goes from the monolith to the roof every now and then but it's flickering on and off where do we think we need to go from here up still up to and roll up. spot hidden I reckon that blue light needs to be on permanently yeah, that's what's right. it's, it's like nope. I spot you see nope. um, out to the first ringway jungle grows up around the wing and you see Skulls oh God. in the wall, and you spot James. Not James. Oh dear, is he dead? He's he, his head, and then his spine, and then all of his nerves has been woven into oh, no. the jungle. Pass, please pass. I pass. So you lose. He's two. Like head in God, I'm getting to that. And there are point. there are decayed skulls yeah, with no flesh left underneath. And there were fresh penguin skulls, and then the occasional human skull. Uh, did you pass your spot? Yeah. No, I failed. Sorry. You failed? Did you pass your spot? No. Okay, so yeah. Do you point this out? I just say, I think James is gone, guys. What makes you say that? <laughs> you know how I, how we know that Dr. Green's gone? Uh, oh. Yeah. I don't. I start looking at the floor. <laughs> I'll just carry on going up. Roll spot hidden as you look up. <coughs> Where we head up. Yes. All of us spot hidden as we head up. Uh, you're looking at the floor, so no. Okay, I'm <laughs> looking oh, at the ramp. Yeah, if you're if you're not staring at the floor I'm in abject horror. Yes, you... I failed. <laughs> also, roll spot, Michelle. You could see this. Uh, yes. Um, you see a blob. It's about the size of this table. It's a light blue colour. It has eyes and it's oozing, swinging. It's like stretching out a tentacle and swinging across as a blob around the vines and it seems to be pruning and trimming and looking after it. It hasn't noticed you yet. not the same thing as what took James off. No, this is... Remember those pictures he showed you? I've been... I've been... Fuck off. It's a small one. It, I, I heard bog off. I won't get one free. <laughs> oh, what's he show? Yeah, yeah, the picture that Irvine oh. showed you that made you go do lally yeah. and crash sanity check. It's one of them. No, it's a small one. Anything. I thought it was Shoggoths that took James. No, 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 they were the big flying creatures. 
Oh, I showed you a picture of them, didn't I? Yeah, no, but I thought they were. No, no, they were they were the different creatures. It's working, I think. Keep going. It doesn't notice. It It has noticed you. It doesn't care because you. This will be one that's under control. What what are you guys whispering about? There's a what? Oh, not one of those things you're oh, talking about. It's fine. I think it's small. It's, it's working. Safe, it's it's safety checks, everyone. Can we just admit that it's small? It's just as large as the size no. of this table. Nope. Yes. Can you luck, Sunny? You can't, can you? No. Nope. No, I matched it. Right side. You lose one. Okay. Just because you're like, oh, oh my god, what those things are. Did you pass? No. Did you pass? No. Only I pass. You lose one as well. Yeah. What's the problem when you get to like, know, this sort of stages of these campaigns? Mm. It's a coin toss, isn't it? There's just no, there's just no uh, way of not losing, uh, losing you one lose at a time. What? Ooh. I thought I had to study them! Yes, but you're physically in the room with them and you know more about them than anyone else. And there's one in the room with you. It might be a gardener. Danger time for you. Yeah, I'm, I'm under halfway now by a quite a I mean, what are you on, Michelle? 30. Michelle's getting to a quarter. <laughs> one in four chance of failure. On you failure. don't have to roll a d10 for this, but it still really knocks you that you're actually in the room with one. You are not happy. You shuffle, you've all kind of shuffled unconsciously closer to each other and are staring and you're kind of following it and some of its eyes are turned to look at you. Just like, carries on doing whatever it's doing and then there are two thumps from at the top of the ramp you turn to look at the elder creatures standing by the monolith and these shoggoths these are the other creatures the elder creatures the slight ones yeah which is giving them what they want in any of them okay my original spell's gone isn't it it's timed out so I'm going to have to try and cast again Mm -hmm. Uh, I try and cast it then do you want to take power points from anyone else? Uh, yes, if fail, if you're willing. Do what? Sorry. Can I share some of your? I don't know strength, power, whatever it is for this. What I don't know what that means out of character. Uh, power, magic points. What you can literally oh. get handed. Apparently, you can ask, and people can make power rolls to see if they can yeah. share if they want to. What affects what happens to us? You just lose some magic points, didn't you? Oh, but I, nothing um, else. Yeah. Who determines what that is? How many? How many points? You means? decide how many you want to give him. Oh, uh, I need <laughs> on a scale of ones. <laughs> Craig, you have three for me. For uh, that would be enough then, by itself. <laughs> three that you stole off of him before, <laughs> more or less. Roll your power. I just did twenty-seven. Okay, yeah. Uh, the big goat man places a hand on your back, and you feel him pass you some energy. Okay, one, two, three. Back up to eight. The most it cost last time was six, so we should be okay now. Roll power. Hey, when, did you become, when did you become a super saiyan or a fancy drag queen? He's always been a super saiyan. I have. I was waiting for you to go, he's always been a drag queen. <laughs> that is a hard power roll. Six MP. Yep, I would have gone unconscious with that. Right? I wish the spell would have been conscious. Yeah, but I wouldn't have been conscious to talk to them. <laughs> oh, oh, you touch their minds once again, and you feel they're inquisitive. Greetings. And not hostile yet. Uh, greetings. You followed and brought us more supplies. Um, firstly, though, uh, can I argue for my friend's sentience? No. The thing is, you, you're, you're basing my sentience on the fact that I can speak, yes? 
you have reached out to us, which means you have crossed the plateau. My friends can speak as well. We're aware. Oh. You make devices and build, but you are not aware. You are merely existing. Is there no other way that we can possibly help you do this that wouldn't cost our lives? Can you fix the tower? Uh, we won't know until we look at it. But we are a very engineering and ingenious species, you might have noticed now. Can you bring the builders to us to repair the construct? That is possible. The builders? Yes. We have read the history of the city. We do have one other person back at the city who is an expert on the builders, I believe you call them. We call them Shoggoths. That is a foolish name. They are constructors. Yes, yes, we, we, we are still foolish. Um, we're getting there. We're working on it. Um, but we have a friend back at the city who is quite an expert among our kind and may be able to help get them to help. Also, we have a device of yours, I think, back at one of our camps. I don't know if it would be useful to you. It's like a rod with a thing that glows on the end. That's a lamp. Oh, it's just a lamp. Okay, I didn't know if it was some sort of power thing. <laughs> we have a great device. It's a fucking torch. <laughs> we have an illumination device. <laughs> I thought it might have been something more useful. Ancient alien torch. You're really, you're really fucking exalting the virtues of our race here. You carry on, my friend. First human to ever speak to me. If we all go back to the city and try and find our friend and get the builders to come and help, could we maybe prevent the thing from breaking through? One of my other companions saw the vision of what what the thing is that's trying to come through and that you're preventing. I can't hear any of this conversation, right? No, no he's just kind of staring. He's just, and probably I, just, I just see him gesturing me, and I'm like, why is he gesturing me, dude? <laughs> oh, we can't hear any of this conversation. No, no, no it's yeah. mental, yeah. Oh, One of the creatures moves down the ramp towards Irvine and reaches out a tentacly hand. I calmly stand still. Are you three doing anything? Looking horrified because he's been pointing at me. <laughs> The tentacle reaches out and kind of stops in front of your face. What's happening? I'm, I'm not 100% certain at this point. What should we do? What should we do? I, I'm, I'm basically, we might have a chance to not die if what we go we and get Anya. Okay. Uh, let's see what happens. If I'm... One of its eyes turns to look at you. <laughs> and you hear it speaking to your mind. You understand our construct. I am sane for now. <laughs> this is this is not the creepiest thing that's happened to you today. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I understand your construct. Then you know why we must prepare it. I yes, I, this, I would love to help with this. This monkey, I believe, is the correct term. That's what we refer to him as too. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> you can't hear this. <laughs> yeah, you can't hear this. This monkey implies that you have What's a... What's happening now? I don't know now. Implies that you have a creature, another monkey in your city, who could help us bring the builders. 
Yes, I believe if that's we true. can command or come to an agreement with the builders to repair the tower, we can maybe finally release the creature back into the void from whence it fell. And then I believe that we can help with this. Very well. I shall consult the elders and the others, and we shall decide whether you are to feed the jungle or help us bridge the gap to the builders. I, I would say that if you do decide to feed us, it would probably just be a temporary solution, and we can probably help with the permanent one. Yes, but the construct is failing. Yes, if we can get it stable for a few years. We can repair it ourselves. And there are lots of you on the other side of the mountain. We can see them in your minds. Yeah, they're not very smart people. Their brains wouldn't be great for you. They are some of the greatest minds you have. Some of them. Who's not helping our species <laughs> much now? <laughs> Worst diplomats. The yeah. eyes turn to look at you, goat man. This thing is an abomination. Would you like us to dispose of it for you? No, thank you. He's actually been really helpful to us, and I believe that he would be pivotal to our success in... If, if you're kind enough to let us help you succeed in the mission. It is an abomination from the realm of the calling one. It will need to be disposed of eventually. And this is probably a conversation we should have at some point when the more pressing issue is dealt with. Indeed, the construct. We have two of your you minds. You can't hear this. <laughs> we have two of your minds for now. The construct is more stable than it has been in years I shall go and consult the others and it takes off and the what? other one takes off with it and they kind of fly down past you both and then land on the ramp and descend what happened? Um, it spoke to me and said it's basically going to make a decision on whether we live or die are we meant to follow them or wait here? I think we're just waiting uh, you realise the Shogoff is back it disappeared amongst the things and it's carrying Dr. Green's head inside of itself. I'm not looking. <laughs> no. uh, Is yeah. there any way out of this? Well, basically, we're, we're trying to see if we... Yeah, they, they need people to help rebuild the construct that holds everything together so that the world doesn't end. We may be able to go back and get help to do this. And Why we've can't asked we them, do that? Because we need to basically... Come on. You know, you know those off. things... Yes. Yeah. They there was more of them it. under the city yeah. who are not these people's friends anymore. Right. And I think Anya might be able to help with that somehow. Yeah. Ah, okay. So we can't put this tower back together again. No. Well, uh-huh. the thing is, this is the problem. We could if we let them use our brains. Oh, but not actually. Yeah. So I, we'd rather the alternative. Or... Yeah. So we need to broker. So the shogoths are built. Built this. Everything we think. Probably. The tower, originally, that we believe, yes. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> well, it's going to be fun. We're not dead yet. True. <laughs> I go and sit down. So, so did they say to follow them or Don't wait here? I mind. Where are you sitting down? 
Is there just like a I bit on the floor? Thing they do that. I think they just yeah. said they were going off to make and a decision. Okay. Contemplate stuff about being a goat man. You do this. He's a goat man. Beep. What are you doing, Agna? Nothing really. Wait, am I still naked? You've got tattered clothing clinging to you. You've got like Hulk shorts on at the moment. Uh, Purple shorts? Yes. Well, the, rem- the remnants of his trousers. Yeah, by the way, they're not big fans of you. <laughs> That's You may not want to be around if that we ever have to come back. Given the history of the men of Lang, they are supposedly a race that once were fair but have been corrupted. I was speaking in character. Yes, so was I. I, oh. <laughs> I have no idea. You just said something I have no idea about. Yeah, Leng, just... what? Neither do I, really. Charles is looking at you in bafflement. Go on, then, Urban. I've had enough of that today. I don't care. I, tur- I turned to look at you. What's I... going on? I turned to look at you. Go on, then. It'll lie to me. Okay. Well, I'll read you what I know of the men of Leng, seeing as it is pertinent to you and maybe our situation even sights. So who knows? to look at. These primitive satire-like the beings inhabit the plateau of Leng in the dreamlands. They are sly, cunning creatures who often hide their goat-like features to pass themselves off as regular men and merchants for advantage in their dealings with others. They are said to travel the realms in their ship of blackwood and dark sails, trading for precious stones, gold, silver and platinum. They are also known to trade in slaves and the stolen dreams of humans. Once long ago, it said that men of Leng were great, just and noble race, who believed in peace, prosperity, fair dealing, and enlightened thought. Their nation covered the plateau which they had transformed, using magic and astronomy, into a verdant green land. This all ended with the creatures known simply as the Moon Beasts invaded. They devastated the land of Leng, enslaved the men of Leng, destroyed their libraries and history, and reduced them to the savage primitives they are today. The ruined city of Sarkomand is the site of their former capital. It is now the headquarters of the Moon Beasts as they infiltrate the Earth's dreamlands. That's a hell of a book you've got there. <laughs> yes, well there. Hmm. I'm just going to have a quiet yeah, reflection. Hell of a day. I go in, I go in a, and I think about... Are you going to look at that monolith? Yeah. Agneta wanders partial to the top of the ramp. It's I a big black monolith. And as yeah. you get closer to it, you feel your hair prickling out on end with static. Like, you know, it's standing up. For oh, yeah. What do you do? Um. Just by looking at it, can I see what it's made of? Uh, roll me your um, geology. Yes. It's diamond. Black diamond, as tall as Cleopatra's Neil, in London. Like proper obelisk. Okay. Roll me your pal. Oh, Kapow. 25, fine. You feel energy leaching out of you into it as you're this close, and you rapidly back off oh. down the ramp. <laughs> you lose 2 MP. <laughs> uh, you, two, you, you followed her, roll me pow. Oh dear. Jesus. Too close then, after all. You, oh, ten. This is extreme pow. Pass. I feel like it would have been someone else. 
Extreme uh, pass. You both back away when you feel the weird tingly sensation. You get the feeling that's really important. You don't want to fuck with it. Yeah, let's not touch that. <laughs> I was already pretty sure of that. The blue light stutters for a second, and that pulse of light washes through you all. And for a moment, the tower is complete. Perfectly pristine crystal wall reaching upwards, light pulsing rapidly. Perfect non-flickering blue light from the monolith to the roof. Steady beam, and then the vision fades. Okay. So it pulled enough of an off of us. You had a, a weird... It was almost like you were seeing what it used to look like. Oh, I wonder how much longer these are going to be. Uh, what were you trying to do, Kian? Just trying to think if... How long have I always been this thing? Do I have locked memories or anything? You can't... You, as far as you can remember, your life is your life. Maybe you need to ask your parents. <laughs> Did you fuck a goat? Is one of you fucking a goat right now? Is one of you a secret goat person? All I could say is that if we ever need to come back again to discuss anything with them, you shouldn't be there. One of the creatures emerges from the ramp. And stops. We turn to them. And we wait patiently. Yes. The construct struggles. Mm-hmm. Its voice echoes in all of your minds at the same time. Oh. You realise it's holding a small device in one of its tentacles, which is the least this sort of like um, silvery light that seems to be weaving a net around all of you. You didn't realise it at first, but then it seems to catch the light and shimmer. And then it fades away again. An actual net or a... It's some weird energy net. The creature is out in the valley. You have agreed to communicate with it. Mm-hmm. You may attempt to do so. They mass to fight. Ah. That's not good. Either broke a piece... Or we fight. Yeah. And add you to our wall. We'll do our best to broke peace. Thank you for giving us the opportunity. You start back down the ramp. Mm-hmm. You get back down to the ground floor. Where you find Dr. <laughs> Moore, Professor Moore is kind of like standing just where it goes from warm air to cold air. And he's like, Oh, hello, everyone. I was going to go back to the plane, but I, I, I decided I'd stop here. Because outside it's scary. Yeah, we've heard it's not good out there. We need to go out there, though, yeah, Professor. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you want, you can stay here. Yeah. You don't want to go out there. We we kind of have to. You don't want to go out there. I know we don't want to, but we have if to. If we don't, we all die. Oh, okay, then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if that was okay, we'll go outside, or okay, we'll dead then. He pulls his pistols. I think he's coming. Uh, no, no, Professor, don't do anything rash. Oh, I figured if I just blew our brains out, then they can't use our brains in the nightmare wall, like they have, That's... and we'll all be safe and Yes, free. but everyone we know will also die. Maybe some of them will escape? They have planes? No, because the world won't exist anymore. Oh, well, that's an even bigger reason to shoot our brains out. I don't understand why, Professor. 
Um, safety? No, no. Whoa, 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 whoa. No. He's um, now pointing guns at Charles and Agnata's heads. Um, I cast with my ocarina. You're gonna raise your ocarina. Uh, don't, don't, Charles, don't move. No, no. Don't move. Uh, don't move that uh, ocarina. Professor, this is some sweet music. Calm you down. Don't need calming down. I'm going to save us all. I'm gonna have to try. Dominate. Don't shoot us. Have you got the power for this? No. So I'm. Can I, I might still, work. Can, I, can I still give you? Power? Yes, I think so. If you can, if you, you have might. to touch him. Am I close enough? You could lunge for him, but the professor might shoot. <laughs> oh, this is really annoying. I don't know if I have any things. I'm doing? trying anyway, so oh. if you want to lunge for me, then... At, well, at the same time, I sort of go, what the hell's that behind him? In a really vain attempt to distract him slightly as I lunge towards... Um, that worked for me in Pathfinder, I then immediately oh, fell yeah. off. <laughs> it honestly did. It honestly did. Unless this is a shit roll that Ash has just done, then he's probably winning this anyway. Well, I've succeeded in my power roll. Hard. Uh, my power roll was 65. Roll dodge. Roll dodge. Um, he's not resisted your dominate, but he has pulled the trigger on both guns the moment Irvine, a child started to move. Ah. Dodge at hard. Dodge at hard. What did you get? I need the number. 12. 17. He shoots you both. Oh, fucking hell. He got a five. I'm sorry. Um, Jesus. I punch him in the face. I'm a nine foot goat man. I'm just going to stop him. Did my distraction him. do nothing? I'm just going to hit him. Okay, so he shoots Agatha and he shoots Charles for damage. Do I get any bonuses to my strength, by the way, for being enormous? And then you punch him out. I was going to say, he probably doesn't laugh. <laughs> Did I use power points in that or not? No. Okay. Um, he just didn't resist. Okay. Fuck. Uh, lose uh, three hit points as you are grazed by the bullet. Both of us. As you both, you, 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 you move enough to not, you know, have your brains blown out everywhere. But you've got a hole in each of your ears. But the bullet catches you. You know, one of it grazes your shoulder, grazes your... No, I was in the middle of lunging. So yeah, I, so I, that's why it hits you on the shoulder. Have I succeeded the lunge and yeah. touch? Because I, I succeeded my power roll. You give uh, him however many points you want to give him. Have six. Okay, I can <laughs> use them at least. Have twelve. <laughs> and then um, and then Professor Moore is unconscious. The dominate spell no. did work, but then someone knocked him unconscious. Does that mean oh. that when he comes round, he's not going to shoot us as well now? Well, you've probably knocked him out of whatever weird mania he was in. If we're leaving him here and just going off to do what we want to do. Yeah, he'll probably just be harvested. <laughs> <laughs> Let's face it, guys. If we leave him here now... Well, okay. scenario, then I can take all the credit for all of his discoveries. Fine with me. gives us a bit you more time. Just carry him. Just or we can just carry him. Fine, we'll carry him. Okay. Charles, here's his guns. Because I'm making you all well sanity if you leave him behind to be harvested. <laughs> and I don't think I, that I can take that anymore. No. <laughs> I just throw him over my shoulder. This is a weird time. Here's his guns. Take his guns. Not my guns now. He nearly blew your heads off. I look, I look, I look <laughs> at how to hold my gun in like... That would have been brilliant if Professor Moore just killed you both. <laughs> <laughs> If you wow. got ones, kudunk. Oh, yeah, if, if I'd rolled one, you'd both be dead by now. <laughs> Craig would be like, "Hmm, fuck. this has gone well." <laughs> you head outside. Do we? I assume yeah, you're going outside. Going. Yeah, that was the plan, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. We're yeah. going back to the city. Oh, yeah, of course we are. Uh, 
There is... We don't need to go back to the sea. There is snow and wind. Look around you. And ice flowing all around. You can't see the top of the valley. And sitting on a rock about six feet away is Anya's pet ferret. Would a leap of logic here be acceptable? There's a ferret to the ferret being the prince. Maybe. What, as in... Reginald? No. no. It was never the, about Reginald. The prince Craig of was the Shoggoth. was told to look for a prince. Oh. Um, are you a Shoggoth? Uh, a creator, as those guys call them. No. Builders or whatever. It says. Are you a prince? No. No? Are you just a ferret? Oh, God. So clearly, obviously, <laughs> not. it's talk. Says the talking ferret. <laughs> I am control. Oh. Are Shoggoths... Are you a hive mind? Are you the bit... You control them all? I am online. And... For everything? I want to eat that. Um... Because they're in there. If you eat that, the whole world's going to be destroyed. I just want to eat them. Um, Are you talking about the Shoggoths or the other things? The other things. You can eat the other things, but can you can can you <laughs> make the builders fix the thing if you eat them? I don't care who dies as long as the thing gets fixed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can fix the thing and turn it off. You don't need that it off. Doesn't sound good. We need. I think we oh. need it on for the world not to end. Yeah, it's holding. Well, I was going to fix it, destroy the thing inside of it, and then turn it off. That sounds oh, fine. Okay, yes. if, if you can do that, and obviously we're friends with Anya, so you're not going to eat us, are you, please? Still... I'm really hopeful here, because those guys want to kill us if we don't help them, so it'd be really nice if you guys were actually nice, at which point we can leave? throw a lot in with your mistress and leave. Which is absolutely our preference. I'm glad he didn't ask you. I will not roll my appearance. Wow. I'll turn on the old form breach arm. Can I lock this? Yes. I'm locking it then. Bye. By I-73. So I am locking this by eight. No, nine. It's not one of the ridiculous endgame Cthulhu things. Well, I've got to lock it by 40. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to lock it by 72. That happens, though. Great success. That has happened. That's why I've been saving my luck. (laughs) But I figured that was important. I give you a path to your aeroplane. Leave here. Thank you. You have asked nicely. You you are most magnanimous. Thank you. You may leave. Just me. You're the only one who's asked nicely. Oh. Um, I'm just asking nicely. Got we all leave? I might need resources to fix it. What, do you, what resources do you need? Many. Many what? Everything. What, are you on about body parts? Or are you just mechanical stuff? You are too puny to understand what I require for me. The substance that is you is what I need. They need 
okay. I would I would say that it, we really do need your help on this. Um, we do don't we don't want the world to end, and I kind of need to fly the plane anyway. Yeah, if he doesn't come out, I'm dead anyway. Well, you were nice to Anya. You let her come and bring me here. Well, she's a lovely person, so why wouldn't I be? Very well. The the snowstorm opens up behind him. There's just a clear corridor back up the hill towards your plane. Thank you. Go. We go. You are most gracious. Thank you. We will hurry back to the plane. Is Abel fixing it all, or have we still will go and find Anya? We don't know. It may very well still lose the war on the world ends anyway. <laughs> we just left. We just left the jog off Prince uh, Highway. As you as you were hurrying up the hill, there were dark shapes in the fog and the snow rolling down the hill on either side Do of you. Not look at those. Um, does anyone look back? No. I think instinctively <laughs> I would. I think yeah. Roll spot hidden as you look back. The amount of crap I've seen and already learnt, I don't think I would, actually. I'm just worried that they're not actually letting us go. 21. I spot. Um, You both see these dark shapes oozing around the base of the tower. Some of them are sliding through the archway and some of them are sliding up the outside of it. Dark, moving, black mass. As in shoggoths. Big shoggoths. Big, big size of a house. Shoggoths. <laughs> wow, that's <laughs> that's immense. <laughs> yes. No. Oh. Okay. Uh, you get back to the plane. It looks really sparkly and clean. Not questioning it. It starts and up the plane. Lawrence isn't here. Lawrence was back at the plane. Mm. I thought. No, Lawrence was here at the plane. You didn't go into the tower, have you? Not questioning it. Probably. You get in the plane. Not looking Roll for power. him, starting the plane. He's clearly lost already. Roll power extreme to not be a nine-foot goat man and to get in the plane. You can. Uh, suddenly there's a really cold-looking Edwin shivering and clambering into the plane. This was... <laughs> you find... Um, there's a spare... We've got spare... You find here. Louis' fur coat and... <laughs> Start pulling it on until the, you know, <laughs> Charles is turning on the electric heaters. Uh, the plane is the, full of fuel. I'm in the front with you. It's been magically restored. Oh, I am not questioning this. Yeah. Or someone got sacrificed. Yeah, Lawrence isn't here. You don't have a co-pilot, but sod it, you're going to take off anyway. Do not care. Agna has co-piloted for me before. Yeah. <laughs> Roll pilot to take off. 60, I pass. You get the plane into the air, and as you circle up into the air, you all look back, because you can't help it. (laughs) It's just human nature. And the fog is in a gap in the fog. You see the dark, oozing shapes sliding over the monolith. And then the snowstorm covers it. And you turn back towards the city and start flying away from there quickly. All of the city or towards actually... The city, because we think Anya's back there. Oh, okay. Yeah, the city and the base. Because you've got to fly back to the city, because that's where base is. Yeah. You've got to go beyond the city, back over the mountains. You need to stop, probably refuel again. It was a good 
couple hours flight, wasn't it, to here anyway? Yeah. Uh, as you are flying back towards the city, uh, there is a pulsing wave of blue light that engulfs the plane, and for a moment you see there's no ice. There's just tropical jungle. There's an island in the sun. And the city is magnificent. <laughs> it's not all dark, brooding black stone. It's crystalline spires and magnificent waving glass fronds and it seems to shine under the sun. Return to its former glory. And just for a moment as you fly into that uh, amazing view, you all feel, ah, oh, we actually got out of there alive. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's such a good part. <laughs> Everyone have three sanity back. Yay! Oh. You've lost a lot of people, however. Professor Moore is coming round and is mostly just... Uh, quiet and confused. Have we tied him up, or are we just assuming he's okay now? I think we're assuming. I'm. I'm sat there with my mind pointed at him. <laughs> he seems calm, and he's like, "Um, are you okay, Professor Moore? Yes. Can Sorry. you not shoot anyone again, please? Sorry about that. It yes. Was ow. A little stressful. <laughs> really? You may need to get Doctor Green felt to respect your. Face. Let, now, now, let's not be snippy with no, the I professor. No, I meant for the he's kind of broken lot. nose We've all and been for, a lot. for a lot. Yeah, he'll be fine. I did kind of punch him in the face. <laughs> you haven't broken any bones. You just knocked him out. Oh, that's good, then. Um, he'll have a bruise in the middle of his forehead, probably. But, you know, there's lots of ice for him to use as an ice pack. <laughs> okay, uh, you fly back towards the city. After about half an hour, the vision seems to fade. And... You're flying over the snow and the black buildings again. Um, what are you doing? Uh, land at camp. Land, land yeah. in camp, yeah. Okay, well, pilots <coughs> land at camp. 99. We're all going to die! <laughs> oh, well, um, you come down in the plaza and... <laughs> Take the fucking wheels off. <laughs> we escape the fucking show god. And the elder face to die in a plane crash. Oh. I would suggest that I be concentrating really freaking hard. I'm not crashing this time. Well, you Roll again. <laughs> I'm going to let you push this. Yeah, 67. That's <laughs> when you 100 it. Oh, you... Shit. Go around again. You abandon <laughs> a landing. Bad landing. Off we you go. You realise that you're about to hit a big rock and probably no. You you just pull up and go around again yeah. and come down again. You're like nope, nope. Abandon that landing. <laughs> That's perfectly acceptable air pilot behaviour. Yes. Um, you, you were kind of looking out the window to the left and you turned the. You weren't level and you just thought nope. Yeah. You, you go around, come back down, and land. And you all suit up, and in the camp, there's the fuel. Yeah. Is there an Anya in the oxygen tent? No one here. Oh, I guess we can wait here a bit to see if she turns up. Wasn't the ferret hers? I think it would be right. Yeah. Yes. yes yeah. Do, you think, do you not think it would have taken care of her? I have been? literally no idea if he... Actually, had her somewhere nearby. If I think the least we can do is at least wait a little bit just to be sure. Yes, we've got plenty of supplies and we don't even know how we can get out of here yet. No, true. (laughs) 
you wait, you cook a hot meal, you all catch up some, some sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just leave oh. something. What's this? What's that? 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 What's and after about seven hours, the outer flap opens and someone in goggles and uh, coat walks in. Anya? And he lifts, it's Dr. Dr. Mayer. They all are. Who? Um, Anya's Mayer. doctor. Anya's German friend who came with you. Oh, that guy. You all forgot about him. <laughs> Dr. Mayer, have who you seen Dr. Anya? Uh, yes, I was Who's just Jeff? talking to her on the radio. Who was he? Where is she? Oh, well, he was the German friend. No, Dr. Green was one of ours. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Dr. Green was your doctor! Yeah. Oh god, he was the actual doctor, wasn't he? Uh, Anya, I was talking to her on the radio. Where is she? She's on the Graf Zeppelin. There's, there's a Zeppelin? Yes, there's a Zeppelin. Do you want a bit? Oh! Oh, yes. It's very nice. Where is that? Uh, about really? 20 minutes away. Oh, that's oh. good then. Uh, the wind stopped, so it's coming over the mountains. Oh, the wind stopped? Yes. Yeah. The wind has just stopped. This is good. So we can actually leave here now. That's what I've been advised we should all do. (laughs) (laughs) I like this advice. It's good advice. Um, Well, the Zeppelin is coming over here with Anya on board. And we are going to fly the other way. It has been an absolute experience working with you, Doctor. It's been... A day and a bit. <laughs> and then some. I um, shake his hand. It's been a passage of time. So, apparently most of my expedition are dead. We've lost some people too. Yeah, we're not doing I mean, back, back at base camp. Oh, base? Oh, what, what? What happened at base camp? Um, I don't know. It wasn't uh, good, clearly. Though. No. Something. We had two camps, like you. We had... The camp, base camp. Then we had the camp where we found the underground ruins. And everyone who got trapped in the underground ruins during a blizzard is just missing. And the search party who went to look for them never came back. And then base camp burnt down. I have the feeling... I No, that's, that's in the future that happens. I'm thinking of the thing here. Is <laughs> yeah. he crossing plot lines? Um, that's absolutely terrible. I'm sorry for your loss. Would you prefer to come back to our base camp with us? I was going to ask if I could have a lift home. Yes, I th- of course. Absolutely. We will be going via base camp, though. Can I just... Uh, not to... Um, what are your scientific journals going to say? That uh, there was a tragic fire. Not that. About the giant city we're in. What giant city? Very open the outside. <laughs> that and was like, the right it's answer. Just a snowfield. <laughs> That's <laughs> everywhere. That is the correct answer. And I we know. had a terrible storm, and your one of your planes crashed, and we lost a lot of people. Yes, tragedy. They, they were in that plane. It's just terrible. the truth will set you free. <laughs> <laughs> so. Shall we fly back? Yes. 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 Oh, good. 
Um, here, he holds up a piece of uh, its uh, spark plug to one of the engines. Ah. Uh. Well, I was worried you might just kill me. You're a smart chap. <laughs> <laughs> this worries me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But well played, sir. <laughs> can we get in your plane and leave? We please? can. I can't remember putting the spark plug back. <laughs> we yes. start packing up, Cam. Yeah. He doesn't even bother. He's just sitting in the plane, like, why are you packing? Let's just go. <laughs> Good point. Let's just go. Yeah. Oh, no, no, wait. Hang on. Um, he picks up a camera, opens it, and just starts tossing film out into the sunshine. Anything else we should burn before we go back? <laughs> No. You got any cameras that need to be ditched? I made a point of not taking pictures of the city. Notebooks that we need to burn? Uh, no. Mm, oh, so. where's, where's, where's the original report from... Dyer. Oh, Dyer. Professor Moore's like... <laughs> <laughs> we never found the dire text. Oh, woe is us. I run over and stamp on the ashes. <laughs> <laughs> Should we leave? Yes. yes. Okay. Uh, piloting. Don't kill everyone as you fly across the mountains. Twenty. This is good. Yeah. The wind, the, the part wind through the path is just non-existent. You can see snow blowing off the mountain tops to left and right. But there's this channel of perfectly clear air, and as you fly through the path, this big zeppelin passes overhead. I wave. The Zeppelin that will not be able to probably see me waving. Um, well, uh, anyone looking at Zeppelin yeah. binoculars? Yeah. Yeah. Well, a spot hidden. Nope. Binoculars. To see the rockets flying towards us. And no. <laughs> you, you don't see anyone. The, the windows on the gondola are just mirrored and reflecting the sunlight. And then you fly out the bus. And as you fly down, the wind seems to pick back up again. And it's all blowing out. Well, like before you got blown in, this time it's all It's helping out. us. Flying down. I just marked myself, fucking wizards. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Moore and Dr. Mayer turn to stare at you. I just stare and go, what? Mm-hmm. You're one to talk. I have no idea what you mean. Yes, you are. I lean across. <laughs> Shut it, go, boy. I bar at you. <laughs> now do I, a goat scream. Have you heard goat yeah. scream? Do a bit of parkour s- as well. Goat parkour is the best. When you go on YouTube. I'm never hiring you again, Professor Moore. Why? Because you're a goat. most of people. Everyone came back alive, didn't they? Who was important? Well. Maybe not so. Lawrence, <laughs> Louis. That was very, very. Alan. I wouldn't have said that. James, <laughs> Doctor Green. I wouldn't have said it. We need to honour their deaths the right way. We must make sure no one ever comes here again. Exactly. This would be how we honour them. I can't help but feeling we're going to get back to society, and the Duke of Buckingham is going to be like, "What ho, chaps? Won't you join my secret society to save, keep the world safe?" They wouldn't want me, or you. Surely. They probably want us where they can keep an eye on us. Say, yeah. Oh, yeah. And make us disappear. Close, enemies close up, blah, blah, blah. I'd rather not disappear. If we break our vow of silence. I would happily join their club. I hope there's good whiskey at their club. And cigars. You've given me a taste for these. Yeah. 
You land at Lake's camp. Oh my god. Is it intact? It is intact. Okay, let's see if the staff we left here is still alive. They're all still here. They're devastated by the news of all the people you've lost in the plane crash, but glad that some of you came back alive. Misty is very glad to see you. Very glad to see you. And um, Professor Moore announces that we are going to pack up and we're all going to go home. This expedition is over. They've had another tragedy. There's nothing down here but ice. The Barsmere Faulkner expedition has been destroyed by mishap. Clearly not safe. Human technology to live in. Uh, With a big bundle of dynamite in my hand, I say, has the cave collapsed? (laughs) (laughs) I add a stick of dynamite to his group of dynamite. I like it. (laughs) Okay. There are too many people here who would blab about that. Oh yes, the boom bed here. And I'm talking to them all at the moment. <coughs> he gestures at the crowd. Shut up, Irvine. <laughs> Shut the... <laughs> hey, if I'd re- realised everyone was around here, I wouldn't have done that. I just said he's announcing to everyone. I thought everyone was us. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I thought it was I, us. I'll let you have not done that bit. Because, you know, he's gathered everyone in to say, we're going yes. home, we've had a tragic loss. You know, he's explaining okay. to everyone, there's a lot of, ah, but we, you know, we should carry on for their sake. And he's like, no, we're going home. So you'll go back to base camp. To the Gabrielle. And you sail north. And you leave Antarctica behind in the hands of the Shoggoths. Doesn't sound reassuring. It does to me, because if anyone goes there, they're not going to be talking about it. This is true. That's a good point, actually. It doesn't matter if people go there anymore. Because they'll be atomized. <laughs> you sail north. You have had an epic few months in Antarctica. Have we just won another Call of Cthulhu? I was about to say that, but then I was going to say, but at what cost? You land in... Melbourne on Christmas Eve. Hey, I don't feel very celebratory. Where you are welcome. I do. I'm alive. <laughs> we're away from Antarctica. I'm mentally knackered <laughs> <laughs> and physically. You are welcomed home. There are reporters. There are flashbulbs. But you, it's a very sedate welcome home. You've lost good friends. Disaster. Your German friends were destroyed in an accident, you had a plane crash, you know, you weren't able to recover any of the bodies, it's devastating, sad news, it's a quiet, peaceful Christmas. I get my photos developed of our pictures at the North Pole, so that they can be added to the, at the South Pole even, yes. (laughs) I was going to say, when did you go to the North Pole, I don't remember. (laughs) So they can be added to the commemorative service for Starkweather. Yeah, pictures of you guys at the South Pole. Nice and nice, nice. The last time we were truly happy. And all together. (laughs) Agnetha Turnison, first woman at the South Pole and her companions were lost in a tragic aircraft accident a few days later. It's a very moving service you have in Melbourne. And after Christmas, you take the Gabrielle back to New York where you have another service at the Miskatonic University. With the lost friends, uh, you 
graduate your PhD mm-hmm. and Professor Moore secures you a job. Mm-hmm. Then you travel to England for Captain Starkweather's funeral. Because you know, he's English. You've got, you've got to turn up to the funeral. The last oh. time you, you have many good stories of the last time you saw him alive, jovially looking forward to flying across the mountains. His, his epic quest up Mount Erebus. Yes, he climbed a volcano in Antarctica. Got pictures of him standing there with the glowing dark blue um, red light of the magma in the caldera. Did, did anyone vet his pictures to make sure he didn't accidentally capture something in the background? <laughs> you check. Yes. <laughs> What's that black spot in the yeah. background? I think it's just um, some big creature flying around <laughs> in the distance. It's just overexposure. <laughs> well, it's a big black. It's overexposure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, whilst you were in England, um, you were all summoned to the Buckingham Estate. <laughs> Edwin <laughs> is never seen again. <laughs> you get sent to the Dreamlands. Oh, oh true, I did. Read I book. actually had a plan to get you home if need be already. I don't know what home is. Yeah, uh, Reggie some, uh, hires you to help him spread the good word in another place, with the place where your people are from. Oh, cool. So I'm just in the dream. Mode, See, my, my, my plan to get out of Dodge was either summon cold one that I meant to help travellers in need, but at strange prices, or summon black ship of Lang. Here, here's one of your people. Now take me to safety. <laughs> that would have worked. <laughs> Would you have said take me to safety too? <laughs> yes. <laughs> one leg person, one passenger. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you check yourself into a asylum. Okay. Just for a nice resting break. And then you return to the field of glaciology and Misty stays with you. Yay! And I do some papers on what I found. Yes, the, the freshwater ice. You are the first woman at the South Pole. You're slightly disturbed when Misty starts talking to you normally. Ah, okay. Uh, yeah, you can't do this in public. Oh, no, that's fine. They can't hear. I've been sent here by some friends of ours to help you. Oh, dear. Friends? Mm-hmm. They Who? upgraded me. Oh. Oh, dear. Who? Um, Zobel and Miss Gartner. Oh. <laughs> Don't worry, it's still me. It just added some extra bits. It's a fucking shock off. <laughs> Fucking laser kind of going. <laughs> They're keeping an eye on you all, because obviously you're going to be venturing back to icy climates and stuff. So you know. Uh, you retire gracefully. Was an old. You're a rich, famous pilot now. You, we have a deal. We are going to. Oh yeah, the no, we're going on another mission. Yeah, you have a I'm nice. Not, I know. If I'm that rich, I've bought a plane now, so yeah. I own a you plane. You retire well. from the Starkweather and Moore expedition gracefully. You're well paid. The newspapers all want your story. You're incredibly rich. You've got a pocket full of. You know, they sell the fossils at the Miskatonic University, and you all get cut. Nice. Nom nom nom. Cigars, smoking jackets. And no doubt have at least one or two other adventurers before you all die horribly or just disappear and no one knows what will happen to you. Can, can we posit that I spend some of my wealth upping my appearance? <laughs> <laughs> you manage to up your appearance by two points <laughs> due to manicures and facials and haircuts. 
There's just nothing they can do about that. <laughs> hey, you don't always need appearance for love. Sometimes you just need credit rating. I have you, however, <laughs> now have the most smashing smile. <laughs> and you escaped Antarctica. You gave Antarctica to the Shoggoths. So humanity does not win. I think but it's still did. a win. But you sort of won. So we just jump from M, basically, to the end. Most of this is my notes and appendixes. Uh... Wow. I think we passed where the others were at the point where we found the first platform with the five exits and the did, bowl in one Did room. they not get someone that saw everything like me? Is that what happened? So mm-hmm. then they didn't oh, have well, a clue what was speak. going on. He, yeah, he couldn't speak. He didn't break free yeah, like yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, Okay, that makes He sense. was just struck dumb as they broke everything. Yeah. And then it turned out that one of them was a horrible agent who smashed the device. Yeah. And the Dark God... Trapped in the cold hole, broke free, yeah. and was just like, ooh, this planet, snap. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Basically, it, it it's yeah. like the, the one of the thing in Stellaris, which is poking out the hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except it gets all the way out of the hole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it was... And one of the endings is to do a deal with the Shoggoths. So I was thinking there as well, when, when the ferret came, could diplomacy have happened? Could we have talked them into sort of striking some sort of deal with the, the elder things? Yeah, you could have tried. Yeah. But you just threw them under a bus. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. At that point, I figured, fuck it. Yeah, but the point is, they were already pl- actually holding us hostage to try and do this yeah. for them. I must admit, I was thinking, how, how, how can we do this with diplomacy? But I just thought, I genuinely have no ideas. Fuck it, let them have the war. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, at the point where the Shoggoths were actually being cool dudes about it, yeah. fuck them. Yeah. I mean, there is a chance in the city where you could meet one of the Shoggoth control units imprisoned and free it and strike a deal with it. It's just Anya brought one with her that was already free. That was the only slight difference to the plot. <laughs> so it just saved us, what, an hour of bimbling, probably? Well, no, you never went anywhere near that part of the sea. I mean, now, if, now, if we came out and Zobel wasn't there, and yeah. Zobel wasn't a character that we needed... Then we would have had to go back and bimble. We would have yeah, been bimble. We would have gone back and bimble. Also, did Anya just replace Le- um, Lexington? <laughs> just because of all the... No. I would like to know what Lexington's role would have been. Uh, Lexington's role is great. She, um... I know she tried to sabotage the plane. She, she, she pulls Starkweather's head out of the wall. Oh, really? And breaks the construct... And then you kill the elder things, and then humanity controls the construct. Mm-hmm. And that wouldn't have been guaranteed, though, surely. No. And surely the chances of humanity actually controlling and fixing the construct, etc., etc., et is almost nil. You can keep the status quo by feeding prisoners. 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 Yeah, so we, that, to... that's not a win for humanity either, really. That's a dark secret society yeah. formed. Yeah. Oh crap! We made a cult. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I must admit, when I, when, I, when you showed me the picture of Starkweather, and I, I, I tried to make sure that you didn't see it because I didn't see the point. In my head, I was thinking, was he actually dead? Like properly dead at that point? Because he was just 
like sort of integrated with the wall. So he maybe was probably it was... alive in the wall, but the, the problem is there's nothing we can yeah, do. Yeah, that's that's point. exactly what I thought. So I thought there's no point in bringing everyone into it because no. what, what are you going to do? Could... If it was pulled out, he would have been alive still. No, he would have died instantly, but at least uh... he would have been dead instead of trapped like that for the rest yeah, of the time. Yeah, but the Shoggoth's turned it off now. Oh, so it, he's, he's dead now anyway, yeah? You hope. So is there? what's the human win where you don't form a dark evil yeah. Co- yeah. Co- This was a fucking win. Yeah. I don't uh, care. The, the human wind is when you read the diatext and you go, we are not going over the mountains, guys. Too dangerous. What a shame. We'll just have to be satisfied so with this fossil cavern. So again, it's it's almost a slight hero trap. If, if the players actually want to play the game, the only way to play the game is by the way that isn't a total win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the Shoggoth ending is really hard to get. Well, we succeeded, weren't it? I made it a little bit easier because we had a, a Zobal. Yeah. But that, that was... What's, so what else is normally involved with the not others? Do we have to try and convince the Shoggoth leader not to immediately eat us? Um, <laughs> on his release. Yeah. And I guess the elder things are kind of like, um, why are you trying to release the Shoggoth I've mind? Yeah. Well, no, because at that... That's only if you release them before okay. you go and talk to them and about brokering a peace. Well, you guys... Um, that feels like a win. You, you gave Antarctica to the Shoggoths, which is a neutral ending, I would say. We That's at least extended humanity's life. You can have World War Two. Yeah, see, we gave them World no, War Two. No, no, don't, yeah, he's got specific World War Two books. Oh. He's about just going to unleash those on us in the near future. Cthulhu Akhtang. Oh, that's your... What's that? I've never seen the other side of it. Yeah. Eight, it's German. Akhtang. Akhtang. Yeah. How are you spelling it? A-C-H-T-U-N-G. It's got a unit between the A and C. Mm, I think so, yeah. Well, congratulations, everyone. You escaped mostly alive. No, no, the players are all alive. There's no mostly about Yeah, Mostly. He ceases to exist, you know, because he goes to the dreamlands. That's a win for him. Uh, He's a fucking goat. He belongs there. <laughs> Agnatha sort of got um, a Shoggoth minion. And we know how that tends to end. Badly. <laughs> Not badly, just interestingly. Badly. And you two are off on an adventure. You might even take Agnata with you. Absolutely. There, there are friends now. There are friends, but I don't think there's any glaciers. Oh, but you're a geologist too. Yeah. Okay, you're useful. And a meteorologist and an astronomer. Okay, and, a, yeah. and a part-time co-pilot. And <laughs> I'm actually a vessel for Yogg-Sothoth, I believe. Yeah, Yogg-Sothoth is watching everything through your eyes now. Yeah. Oh, we can't think you And I might... End up increasing my perception at some point, whatever that was. Yeah. I had ten things I could now level up, potentially. I had none, really. Thank <laughs> you all for playing. That was awesome. Uh, and fun. giving yep. Antarctica to the Shoggoths. Mm. I still think the best bit was when Craig made you crash. <laughs> I did not make that. <laughs>